got your napkin of demands here, what you want for peaceful surrender and for the safe release of my guard you hold captive. As warden, I can uh, approve buying a copy of Dance with Dragons for the prison library to go up on the Game of Thrones shelf. Yeah. Now, the only, the only problem is that uh, The Winds of Winter and The Dream of Spring have yet to be published, so those aren't available. No. Well, I can't do anything about what I can't control. That is total bullshit. George R.R. R. Martin was supposed to deliver The Winds of Winter to his publisher over two years ago. I know that was the original deadline. That's what it says here. But I'm reading to you from the Wikipedia page. It also says that Martin had a grueling promotion schedule or something, and it's interfered with his writing schedule. He's failed to complete the wins of winter. That don't make no sense. Again, I'm reading to you. The series has jumped ahead. It's no longer following the book. Country roads take me home. And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does, I think, what is it in the tin? It's best film ever. My name is Ian, and that's it. So... It turns out the therapy session, which we aired last week, may have actually had a little... I thought I'd put out the fire, but it turns out it was like a prisoner dressed in a fireman's costume because I'm all by myself. But people who live in the microphone, I believe in the spirit of Christmas. I believe that we can have a reason for this season. And I think if we all wish really hard and go, I do believe in BFE. I do believe in BFE. One more time. Maybe we can make something magic appear as Christmas. I do believe in BFE. I do believe in BFE. Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> hey. It's, it's Liam. I've just appeared. Where have you, you've got like this like frosty glow all over you. Like you've been <laughs> transported from somewhere. What were you doing? Well, I was in some Icelandic country. Why are you naked? <laughs> <laughs> I like to say I'm trying to keep warm. <laughs> okay, let's try. So maybe if we do it together, we can we can we can finish this. Ready? Okay, okay. I, I do, do believe, believe in BFE. <laughs> and you could have at least got it wrong. <laughs> I was going to say Christmas. <laughs> you give this is what I'm talking about, folks. You give Liam one line. Hang on, take and he two, still take gets two, it wrong. Two, These times of woe leave no time to woo. <laughs> I said that. You went backwards. You got up there and went, uh, I, uh, well, and you look to me, I'm like, I can't help you. You're on the one on stage. That's right, folks. I did say that. So, my name's Ian. I'm Liam. And I'm Georgia. Hey, and we're all here, except for we Ethan. Are. Except yeah. for Ethan. Uh, Ethan is in solitary confinement. Oh, is he? Well, I'm trying to link it to the film we watched. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard from him in two weeks. He's, he's, he's waiting out the rest of his sentence. Um, <laughs> so there we are. Uh, we are here today for episode number 151. Wow. Logan Lucky. Yeah. Woo. This is the 300th piece of content we've put out there. Wow. wow. Under the BFE banner. 
Nice. Number 300. Last week was episode 150. You guys weren't here for it. No. When but, you put out the um, the Spotify wrapped and it said this many minutes of new content this year, yeah. I went, yeah, that's about right. That's about right. <laughs> we released 100, as a, but before, before this one, we released 100 pieces of content this year. Wow. Yeah. And the average length is, tw- well, it's 12,000 minutes, right? So, yeah, so it's yeah, like 120, yeah. it's over two hours per piece. <laughs> now, a lot of that is obviously the, uh, the reviews, whereas the like, uh, Doctor Who stuff and whatnot, that's much shorter. But still, that's a lot of content out there. I'm okay with that. That's a lot of content. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna share some stats from the Spotify app later on. Oh, nice. Look forward to that. And I'll tell you what I was looking forward to, and I've got to in, enjoy last week. That was having Julian on to talk about Malcolm X. Yeah. Sorry, Julian couldn't make it, but you know. And George is just stoically silent. Yes, she was. I thought she, I thought she was going to jump in. So, Julian, Liam missed you. <laughs> I did, I did. Yeah, uh, Ethan's Sorry. not here, so I did have to deputize people for new roles just because I don't want to do the age game. There's enough of my voice going, yabba, 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 yabba. I'll tell you what, it's taken like six weeks, but my voice is to 100% now. Oh. Hey. Remember when I was coughing off mic yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah, and yeah, losing yeah. my voice and all that stuff? My voice is pretty much back now, so I'm really, but man, it, was a, it was a heck of a long go there. You've got that lower tone in your voice. I like that. Do you, you think so? Yeah. I'm going to purposely try and stay at odds. Oh, gee, mister. <laughs> oh, hello. Hey, oh, 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 oh. Santa, Santa, let me pull your sleigh. <laughs> I feel like that loser kid from the Santa Claus. Remember. He is too, Santa Claus. <laughs> I've never seen it. No, you haven't seen what the Santa Claus. You are not missing. Absolutely, watch. You are not missing a damn thing. Isn't there three of those? Well, everybody was supposed. Is it this week? There's three in a TV series. Hang on, is it this week? People were supposed to have their. Yeah, it was this week, wasn't it? Yeah, I've got my. I've got my Christmas at the end of the episode. Let's do it now. Okay, let's do it now. And we'll see if we can get a hold of Ethan. Can Can you message Ethan and see if we can get a hold of one? So we'll go through of our three. And then Ethan, as per usual, hasn't you know followed the brief and gotten a hold of us with anything. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he'll give us. But what we're going to do is next week we're going to announce our sort of Christmas themed episode for the year. Yeah. What Christmas movie are we can look at this year? We're going to let our Patreon backers, as usual, decide this. Yep. We'll put it up there and we'll see what goes on. Ethan will probably pick some stupid horror related Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I haven't really thought of. Oh, I know. Hang on. I do. I, I do. I do have one. I'll see if I have a backup. Let's start with you, Liam. What is your classic, no one's heard of it before Christmas movie you're going oh, for? Oh, no, everybody's heard of it. Oh, really? This. Okay. What do you got? Yeah. Okay. So I was going to go with, you know. The, I did say there weren't really any limitations on this to go ahead and, and you know. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Okay. I was going to go with, um, well, I went with last year, I think it was, um, uh, Santa Claus the movie. Okay. Because I, I desperately want to review it. It's the that. Dudley Moore one. Yeah, yeah, and John yeah. Lithgow. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to go with that. Okay. Instead, I thought I'd try a different tact. Okay. And go with something a bit more comedic and go with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, is that right? Ooh, solid choice. Yeah. I like that one. That is an absolute classic. Holiday Road. <laughs> Sorry. Holiday. <laughs> Holiday Road. <laughs> I have a belief, and you tell me what you think about this. Travis's turn... Mm-hmm. I think is very melodically similar to Holiday Road. Because if we turn road, Holiday Road, oh, okay, yeah, very similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. First time I heard of that, I went, oh, I love Travis. It's close. Ah, oh, man, Travis's first three albums, great, great, yeah. And it's like they just lost. It's like they had only had so many good songs in them, and they just lost it. The, the rest of the albums combined, there's like two songs I like. Yeah, it's a shame. I saw them live. I saw them live. Yeah, I saw them, I saw them headline. 
They're really good. I saw them in a little 2,000 seats uh, venue in Toronto and thought these guys are about to break big and they were doing really well. Was mm-hmm. the, that was, was that the Invisible Band Tour? I think it was the Invisible Band mm-hmm. Tour. But I became a big fan during The Man Who. Yeah, yeah. Because they were opening for Oasis across America. And so I thought, oh, I want to get into I want to, I thought there was a chance I might see them. So I wanted to get the album. Thought the album was brilliant. I think yeah. Man Who's their best album by far. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I own an original copy of that. And in Canada, they did really, really well on the Invisible Band. Like, it, it, like lots of radio play. Sing was massive. Mm-hmm. Side was a pretty big hit. Mm-hmm. And then I think, I think it was the drummer. I think his name is Neil Primrose. Uh, Sounds familiar. I think he did like a header when he was like going into a pool and like like almost died because he almost broke his neck. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had to take like so long off that by the time they came back, they'd kind of missed. Oh, okay. They'd lost their momentum. Yeah, it, it had passed them by. Yeah, yeah. It had yeah. passed them by. Um, kind of somebody that no doubt had it passed them by until they decided let's just change everything about us and then they got <laughs> yeah. hella good <laughs> like where's the ska band from tragic kingdom i yeah, love those guys they're good anyway so that's choice number one yeah choice number one is national lampoon national Christmas. lampoons we have ethan's choice christmas, christmas vacation. vacation why don't I go ahead and give us ethan's choice ethan's choice is scrooged scrooged up oh. bill murray yeah, yeah solid choice movie solid choice yeah yeah so they're key, but you know, thought he might go something a bit different. Um, yeah, you might think that, but it didn't. Uh, it definitely didn't happen. So uh, there we are. There. So now we. Are you talking to, into a message that you're typing? No, I'm trying to type in <laughs> a list of best Christmas movies of all time. <laughs> you, you just said you might have thought that, but it definitely didn't happen. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. In what context was that? Uh, Georgia, why don't you go ahead and give us your choice? I mean, it's no surprise. I like winding it up. It's absolutely my choice is the Santa Claus, the first one. <laughs> okay. Tim Allen. Maybe, I had a, maybe I'll get around to watching it then. I had a couple of thoughts, and they've both kind of been taken for mine. Oh, okay. Because my first one was going to be National Lampoon. Oh, okay. Because cool. I thought it was Christmas classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my second one was going to be some sort of Christmas Carol thing. But Ethan's gone Scrooged, and I'm okay with that. I don't want to do two Christmas Carols against each other. I'm going to want to kind of keep those. So I'm going to go. Some really good ones out I'm going to go old school with mine. Okay. I'm going to go old school. A film I've never seen. Can I guess? Yeah, please do. Miracle on 34th. No, I have seen that, both, and I do really rate them. Both are good. Uh, I don't like the new one because I hate the kid. Oh, okay. But I, I got to think against kid actors. I really do. You do. I really do. <laughs> Those kids who are just like knowingly precocious, and you're like, with, oh. With your hatred of Tim Allen and kid actors, Santa Claus is Santa Claus is not, not a good mix. <laughs> I like Bernard. Bernard the elf is great. I don't need great. to sit down and watch the TV And I like Judge Reinhold. I think he's great. Judge yeah. Reinhold. Yeah. Judge Reinhold's fantastic. I'm going to go with a film with a very interesting uh, backstory. And it's the concept that people believe this is a, a classic based on um, oh, you know, right. yeah. Yeah. classic based on the fact that it's always on TV. But the fact it was always on TV is because the, the film producers let the trademark expire. So you could put it on every Christmas for free. It's a great movie. And so as a result, is it a classic because it deserves to be a classic? Or just because everybody watched it and became nostalgic because it was always on? Maybe. So, I'm going to go with my choice, Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful Life. And it's also referenced in Gremlins. Well, it is, because you can use it for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. It's, it's also on every other Christmas movie. Yeah. They play it, because yeah, yeah. it doesn't happen anymore. Somewhere in the, in the mid-90s, I think they fixed it. Oh, okay. But for like a 20-year window, you can mm. do whatever you wanted to with it. I hadn't watched it up until about three years ago, so four I've, years ago. I've never seen it. I believe it's got Jimmy Stewart. In, in, Jimmy Stewart? Yeah, so I, I, I love Jimmy Stewart from, from Rear Window and other things like that. So, I'm going to go with that one. 
I'm hoping story. the trolls back me up and just want to annoy you and pick the Santa Claus because well, I really want to watch Santa Claus. I got no problem with I got no problem with reviewing the Santa Claus, but you got to be okay with the fact I'm going to absolutely crap all over it. Oh, I know it's not okay, good. Okay, it's just that's it's all. just my Santa film, so that's the one I grew up with. So, I'm trying to yeah. think. Does he have a Binford sleigh? <sighs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> our, we have we have a few members of our Patreon who are kind of wild cards. And I mean, like, yeah. like they like to cause mischief. <laughs> like, I thought someone might have chosen Gremlins. So, like, you know, they are kind of Gremlins of our own because Gremlins is Christmas. Gremlins is great. Um, maybe there's one for next year. Mm. But um, I, I, you know, where are her? Where's Hermes going to go? Where's Richard going to go? You know, the ones who like to stir up a little bit of trouble. Where are they going to put their votes? <laughs> That's who I'm. And they might to. go with Georgia because they might want to see me get riled up, or they might go with Ethan because everything Ethan does is just. <laughs> Because they know that riles me up as well when Ethan wins things. So uh, I'm not expecting to get a lot of votes for It's Wonderful Life, but I'm like, I'm going to put one out there because Americans like see, yeah. Americans really rate this. You'll get my vote for that. Well, I. Yeah. You don't, you don't vote you, on the you vote. Don't know, but I Oh, it's on Patreon <laughs> anyway. Film. You can't log on to the Patreon. I can't log on to the Patreon. Yeah, I can't log on. Georgia can. can. She's the only one who can. So there we go. <laughs> There's our starting point. It's fixed. <laughs> And just a little quid pro quo, it was shortly after this recording that Georgia realized she's not going to be here on the day that we're releasing our, uh, we're recording the the Christmas episode. So unfortunately for those of you hoping for the Santa Claus, she has had to pull that from the poll. So the poll will actually just be three ways. It will be It's a Wonderful Life, it will be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and it will be Scrooged. We now return you back to your previously scheduled BFE. It was the end of November, so I went ahead and ran some numbers about how we did in November, our top 10 countries that we sort of hit. Oh, cool. Ooh. I like to do this. Um, in from 10 to 1, number 10 was the Netherlands, Christ. who knocked out the Americans in the World Cup, so huzzah. Wow. Number 9 was Germany. Yeah, cool. Uh, number eight, Puerto Rico. I like to call it the Germany. Carlo effect. <laughs> Why could Germany a little bit further up more than Puerto Rico? Yeah, that's why it's the Carlo, Carlo and friends, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, seven, uh, when Irish eyes are smiling. Ooh. Six, India. Cool. Five, Switzerland. Wow. Four, Canada. Canada! There you go. Number three, Australia. Good eye. Number two, obviously the UK. And number one, America. America is calling. Um, out of curiosity for the states, I decided to run the top 10 states as well. So thank oh, you so much. Cool. If you are in number 10, Minnesota, number 9, Tennessee, number 8, New York. Wow. That's cool. New York used to be a lot bigger for us. Number 7, California used to be a lot bigger for us. Wow. Number 6, Georgia. Hey. hey. Number 5, Connecticut. Number 4, Texas. Cool. Number 3, Florida. Wow. Number 2, Indiana. And number one, Michigan. So thank you very much. The first four states could have been in the top, like, could have beat Canada for fourth place on our country list. Wow. There's that many downloads there. Wow. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. Looking at Michigan for when I go away. There you go. So if you're from any of those states, any of those countries, or even if you're not from any of those countries, uh, we charted uh, really well in South Korea this week. We charted really, we were charting in Russia this week. Wow. So uh, wherever you are, thank you very much for listening to BFE. Much obliged. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, and extending that beyond that, we want to thank our Patreon backers. If we're Santa Claus, they are our little elves that keep the toys on the shelf. We want to thank for that Reverend Bruce, Julene, Hermes, Lena Oberholz, Katie McRae, Anthony and Davies, Chris Peterson, Randall, what's your handle? (laughs) Silva, Dwayne Smith, (laughs) Smith. (laughs) the Yeetmeister, Nate, 
the great. <laughs> I sort of set you up for that. You didn't you take did. it. No, I didn't. <laughs> Andy Dixon. <laughs> Holly Callen. Yeah. Cheesy. With, With a fish, fish on a bike. bike. Richard. Woo. And the cool cat himself, Ryan Kukets. Hey. There we are. Last week, Ethan was doing it. Yeah. And we got to it. We went, Andy Dixon. He went, Dixon. And we went, that doesn't really no. work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, reflections and corrections. Very light this week. Uh, Ensign Ian knew. Uh, you guys weren't here. <laughs> so there's a bit in um, Malcolm X, one of his very, very famous speeches, where he goes, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Mm-hmm. And I said, my first understanding of this was actually as Georgia shares the uh, <laughs> tweets out information during the, I tell you, we know you're doing stuff during the uh, the pod is when it actually goes off on the phone. Well, you haven't silenced your phone. There we go. Look at that. Well, it's because I was Falling looking out, to make sure that my fantasy football updates get done appropriately. I had to swap one of mine out literally an hour ago. I'm hoping mine are okay. Um, So where was I there? Oh, so we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us, which is actually quite a metaphor about the slave trade, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Um, But I knew it. My first reference to this was actually from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, okay. We didn't land on Sherwood Forest. Sherwood Ah. Forest landed on us. Dave Chappelle says it as they're trying to round up the Merry Men to join the cause. And I knew that it was some sort of reference I wasn't getting. I knew it was civil rights related, but without the internet, you don't know. You can't just punch in to, yeah, yeah. You, know, you just have a book and you can go, oh, let me look up. Let me have a look. look my we didn't appendix. land on Sherwood Forest, but now if I typed it in, it would automatically link yeah, me to yeah. what it was. So I said, that was, it was weird. I, I, I learned the sort of pastiche before I learned the original. And Anthony and Davies is going, I, I saw the Men in Tights reference first as well oh, before okay. I knew what it was. So it's the, like the That'll Do Donkey. That'll Do Donkey. Oh, that'll do. Yeah, if, so if, if, you don't know, if you don't know Babe, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. that's your first reference. And it's become a thing independent of it. Yeah. But it's like, it's more rewarding. I'm doing this actually right now with, with Pulp Fiction as I'm teaching it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can enjoy if you don't get the references. But if you get the reference, you access a whole other level of meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's it for the Reflections and Corrections. Let's do some shout outs. Josh from Next Favorite Movie, as always for every support thank you sci-fi remnant who are always supporting us and they want to have all of us on i mean all of us on one episode really i think we've decided what we'll do is we'll do a double for us it'll be it'll it'll be a double header we'll do ours yeah yeah, yeah. and then we'll go right from that into theirs because they were they were on board and i'm like hey if you're on board we're on board we'll find a time that works maybe the new year maybe something like that oh okay yeah but yeah i said we'll definitely figure something out uh they want uh they did invite us on are they ready for all of us yeah they said said all with capital letters i was like i was like even Ethan, <laughs> because you know, well, you, just you, drag him along. Just give him the Reddit thread he's supposed to read from, and he'll be fine. Um, I can hear him laughing in they, the background. They, they did want. Um, they they had asked us to join them because they're going to be reviewing the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, oh, okay. which dropped on Disney Plus. I had to message them going. I don't know if it was just me or everybody, but I went. I was just speaking for myself. I'm like, I've been so busy at work. I haven't even seen Black Panther too. Like, let alone making time to watch the holiday special. You know, I want to, but I just haven't made time for it. I yep. went to see it. Well, hang on. I do want to still see it. So I'm hoping we can do a see it or skip it. Or yeah, okay, like okay. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to go see it. Yeah. I just got a call out of the blue and said, would you want to go and see so-and-so? And I was like, well, actually, I do have a bit of time. Excellent. Okay. So I did. I look like E.T. when he's in a basket right you now. You do. You do. You do. I've got a uh, red hoodie um, on and I've just put the hood up because I'm cold. But 
Yes, we're not making comments about your complexion right now. I am also very, very pale and pasty. <laughs> um, so we, we also want to thank us. Uh, oh, not thank, but shout out Stu from Stu World Order. Yeah. Uh, who thought that Matthew McConaughey was in Fast Times in Ridgemont High. All right, all right, all right. I'm like, he's, he's like, he's, 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 yeah, like, I'm like, you're like yeah. 10 years <laughs> early on that one. He did own it and go, I have no idea what I'm thinking. I'm like, yeah, I hear you on that. What's up with that? that? Filming I've never seen Fast Times. Oh. No. Uh, Russell the Posty, uh, he submitted two gifts of the week last week. Uh, and I called them out. Hang on, hang on. Hang I called on. them that out. cancels out, doesn't it? Well, it's like you and your grumbles. Like, how many shots are you going to take in this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and he said, he said, I didn't submit two. I went, he went, I deleted my first one. And I went, I wrote my brackets here. Oh, this is Ethan logic. <laughs> or later on, I put, or Black Panther logic. It doesn't technically count. <laughs> I am not dead. <laughs> you thought I was, but I am no. not. They gave me the herb. They're not herb. They're not supposed not to give herb. me. <laughs> it's really weird because I usually would pronounce them as, if, if she's like, you know, the, 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 the 12, I think I would say herbs and spices. Herbs and spices. I don't know why yeah. I'm saying herb for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I tell you what, I was really jealous at rehearsal today. We only had half an hour for lunch. And one of the guys who's there decided to get out on his phone, went on Uber Eats and delivered, got himself a KFC delivered to the rehearsal Yeah, we rooms. can't really relate to this from where we're no, located. That's no, that's why I was like, what? What, what black magic is this? Yeah, wow. it was insane. And he's just sat there eating it. And I was like, I am very jealous right now. Um, Step Taylor responded to a tweet and I'm convinced he's either, I think I'm convinced he's trolling us. He's backing you up, but I'm convinced he's trolling us. Oh, okay. He said, Bullet's the best first watch film he's seen all year. <laughs> Julene was not kind to that last week. No. No, she no. was not. She, we were already the sign. We were literally about, I was doing the whole, okay, that's it for this weekend. We want to say, hey, please join us next week. Hang on. Can I just say something? And I'm no, like, Julene. I'm like, all right. That's what. I don't know what was going on with that film last week. <laughs> I was like, please, I've just got them talking to each other again. <laughs> um, Latin Jukebox for the love. Uh, so Wizard Podcast for the love. Bigger Movie Pod, who do great work. Go check them out. Kev from the podcast that wouldn't die. The happiest man in podcasting. Yeah. yeah. Voice man. Yeah. Uh, and then Gift of the Week. Uh, we had lots of uh, people can, can, you know, throw their hats in the ring. I mean, Julian did us no favors with Plymouth Rock. That was the wow. That was the keyword. <laughs> so Josh and Julene both submitted the same thing. So it's some sort of Saturday Night Live thing. So they're out. Uh, Anthony and Davies did an actual Malcolm X speech. And I was like, I hear you. It's a little literal. Yeah. Uh, Hermes did a, just a picture of a 1969 Plymouth Road Runner. There's nothing rock about that. It's just we got the Plymouth part right. Dwayne Smith had uh, a rock with sad eyes, not the rock, but a rock with sad <laughs> eyes. Russell Osborne did something from Roseanne, which at least said, it did say uh, Plymouth Rock. But then Chris Peterson did the exact same tweet, so they're both out. Um, Scriptical, our friends over there, did a picture of The Rock falling on someone. I'm like, <laughs> it's not Plymouth Rock, though. That's just The Rock. Yeah. The winner is, without a doubt, the cool cat himself, Ryan Kuketz, who had a, a Muppets thing where they found Plymouth Rock, and it was a Plymouth vehicle sticking out of a rock. Oh, so that cool. that's absolutely a win. So, uh, Ensign Ian, can you give a win on the, the list to Ryan Kuketz? And I'm giving an honorary win, and I don't care. I'm giving one to myself <laughs> for finding <laughs> for are. finding the gif of Dave Chappelle saying, we didn't land on Sherwood Forest. Sherwood Forest <laughs> landed on us. I'm giving myself an honorary win there. George got one earlier. I was well chuffed. I was like counting that. I actually tapped for mine though. You did? Yeah. Let's talk about Spotify Wrapped, shall we? It's a fun time of year for you, Spotify. We'll explain to Liam after we go off air what Spotify and digital music is. I use. Can you see that blank look on my face? Spotify yeah. is the thing that's killing the record shops. 
Uh, it's basically streaming all your music online. Down it? with yeah. Spotify. Down with Spotify. Except for podcasts. Except for podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So BFE. Can, can, you, can you imagine if we like had physical copies of the depth of the podcast to like sell like singles? <laughs> That'd be brilliant. <laughs> a best of hits album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Nate the Great, first off, shared that we were his top podcast of the year on his Aww. Spotify rap. Thanks so much. Woo! And that's just data. Spotify just gives you access to what you listen to this year. It's basically what it is. So a few people are posting stuff and lots of pods like to flex. And it's always hard because you want to go, hey, we're really excited about this. But the minute you do it, it's absolutely comparison shopping between you and the other pods. Yep. You look and it's like, what have, what have they got? How are our metrics versus theirs? I bet our minutes put out is higher than most. Well, like I said, we did 100 hey, episodes this longer year. And longer and longer. 12,325 minutes of new content. That puts us in the top 1% in the TV Ooh. film category. Holy crap. <laughs> we are the 1%. We are. Yeah. Ready for this? Go on. They have a Spotify only, okay? Yeah, yeah. You want to have a guess what our most downloaded episode of the year was? Oh. Think of the most, think of the one you're like, there's no way it would be this one because that's, that, that's my hint to you. It's not an obvious one. My brain went to Days of Thunder, but that wasn't this year. Whatever that cause. Well, it doesn't have to be released oh, this okay. year. It just has to be something that was downloaded. So here's a hint. Not from this year. Oh. 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 Some like it hot. Some like it hot. No, it's still one of our bottom ten <laughs> of all time. <laughs> okay. I thought that was a little bit crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Ready for this? Go on. In Bruges. Really? Wow. Episode three. Yeah. In Bruges. It's, it's, it's a top ten episode now. Maybe wow. people. Which is wild. Other film podcasts maybe don't cover it as much so when people i think, I think people, people it, like in bruges they they, they uh, like in bruges okay. for sure yeah but there's a few like slumdog millionaires did a massive spike this week as well have you seen that new film with um them two in it um colin farrell and oh Wilson. no but I, but i have seen that there's one up for them yeah oh man i watched it and i went what the hell did What's i it, just is it weird? watch okay yeah i may check it out <laughs> uh, so there we go it. uh the BFE was listened to on Spotify in 56 different countries this year. That's amazing. That is cool. Top five, one to five, US, yep. UK, yep. Australia, Mexico. <laughs> Brilliant. And number five, Singapore. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. We do try and sing poor a lot, don't we? Canada, not on that list. Wow. I wonder if Canada's just more of an Apple music. Maybe people just have more, more Apple phones. Because I think you're using Spotify for the yeah, most yeah, part yeah. if you don't have an Apple phone. Yeah. I would think. Um. Top ten percent. Uh, we are the top ten percent of most shared podcasts across. So that's nice. People who find us share us. Oh, that's great. That is good. Yeah, uh, we like to share and share. Like as far as listening time, people have spent on Spotify listening to our pod plus eighty eight percent in hours listened compared to last year. So almost double the amount they that listen to us. That is nuts. Yeah, and that's not just we downloaded. That's listened. Yeah. So I'll take that. Three hundred ninety one people have us as a top ten podcast for them this year. <laughs> 233 have us in the top five and 70 people have us as number one that's so and cool. that's just on spotify so uh forget that brief sh- moment of, of of self-indulgence for anybody out there especially if it's your first time on the pod but it's Sorry. just us going <laughs> that's just it's just it's just it's just kind of cool it's just kind of cool sometimes to get raw data like that Remember when i said that maybe only three people would listen to us yeah you're wrong <laughs> i was so wrong let's talk about fantasy football for a minute um, no, let's not talk it's about It's a big week. No. I need to win There's this seven week. people who have a, we we do six playoff spots. Dude, seven I, I, of us have a shot. Oh. And George is on the outside looking in right now. And I'm yeah. bet I'm not one of them. Let's talk about you. You're in 10th. Yeah. <laughs> and you're the problem is everybody ahead of us Georgia are playing like Liam. Yeah. yeah so that, that, Liam's playing Kev from the podcast that, that wouldn't die in second. 
Whereas, like, I need Main Street yeah. podcasts that wouldn't die to play each other. Yeah, and that's what you need. You need people above us to play each other. So at yeah. least one of them drops down. Because last week we did people a favor by or last two weeks I've done people a favor because I played you. I lost to Lucia. Yeah, I lost yeah. to you. But I beat Reverend Bruce. But everybody else is going tee-hee-hee as they just move further aside because they're, so, they're taking easy playing, wins. Yeah, we're playing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ethan's got Reverend Bruce, so congratulations, Reverend Bruce, on your gimme win. Uh, <laughs> I need Reverend Bruce not to win this week. Uh, George has got Alex from Main Street Finance, seven versus one. Yeah, it's, it's not easy for me. And I've got Stu from the – you want to talk not, not easy? Stu from the Stu World of Podcast, and we're the two highest predicted scores of the week. <laughs> so we, we would have been – so one of us is going to lose. Uh-huh. But, but theoretically, everyone else, if we yeah. if we go true to form, the one who loses would have beat every other team this week. So I really need this because I'm not sure if I beat it. I think I do. I do win a tiebreaker over George. But now, if I you think. do win this, think how much more that means to you. Oh, if I can make the playoffs, anybody I mean? from one to seven could win the whole thing without question. Oh, I am now predicting more it. than Stu to win this week. But like, yeah. And then really quickly, let's do a little Whamageddon update. Liam, I don't know if you're playing Whamageddon. Uh, Are you out already? No. Oh, no, okay. No, no, I hadn't heard it yet. And okay. I've been playing the radio. Yeah. How weird is that? So, I hadn't thought about it until somebody mentioned we it. We actually opened it up to the Patreon. Oh, okay. So Julian was out on day one. <laughs> she was at Panda Express. Oh, she no. She didn't know what it was. We told her what it was last week. We, we, we started on the air. We're like, let's let's, let's do it. Let's let's play again with the, uh, yeah, with, yeah. with the patrons. No, I'm still going. Uh, Richard was out on day two with a sadistic Radio 1 DJ. <laughs> the Cool Cat Ryan Kukats was out on day two at a Christmas party. Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. His wife played it on a Christmas playlist oh, at home. Oh, no. He asked her not to. She went, it's Christmas. It's being played. <laughs> George, at day three, I've got Inconsiderate Boss. We were literally putting shoes on to leave to go for our Christmas meal. Yep. And it played on his playlist. And I was like, oh. Ethan, day three, uh, apparently his partner played it. And then even if she hadn't played it, the hotel played it an hour later. Everybody's oh, at. Okay. Uh, day four was me. Uh, that's today. I was going to Tesco, listen to a sports podcast, and I plugged in. I didn't have enough batteries. So I had to plug in rather than use Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. So it was Bluetooth. I would have just turned the car off. But because I had to unplug the phone, I unplugged the phone before I turned the engine off. Yeah. And I got a brief like five seconds of like heart and it was oh. yeah yeah I, I i totally heard it and i was like this year to save you I'm like damn it do you know what right i don't think i'm gonna last much longer so i'm out. how i've managed to mind you i'm doing short trips in the car so <laughs> yeah do you know what i mean i'm just lucky i guess yeah totally true um what else we got here we've got uh oh that's about it why not leave us a review apple or spotify i hear five stars is a nice number five is the magic number. Can we talk about this for two minutes? England and Senegal play in about 30 seven, minutes. Seven o'clock, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, How are we supposed... Look, I haven't heard anything about the World Cup this year. Yeah, what about... Um, normally, there's a huge hype, and there's a... Woo, it's because it's not summertime. And there's nothing. It's because it's not summertime. And Like, it's Christmas. Like, yeah, yeah, like, people yeah, are into, yeah. like the World Cup at Christmas does not feel right. It doesn't feel right, Ooh, does it? I'll tell you what really wasn't So right. how are we doing? I was in Asda the other day. And they had all their Christmas stuff, and yep. they had another Christmas section, and it was Christmas World Cup stuff. So there was like red and white stockings that said "Go on England" on a stocking. Wow! And it made me really mad. I don't know football anyway, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I probably could name England, one player: Engl- Harry Kane. England have made it through. They won the group. Okay. It's two wins and a draw. Uh, they've scored more goals than anybody in the World Cup up to this point, and they've kept two clean sheets. So that, that that's the good news. You could argue the one team of any real skill they played, they drew nil-nil with. 
Oh, that, okay. that was America. So I don't really know. They should walk through Senegal today. But I think if they do, it's a quarterfinal matchup. The most likely outcome is France. Oh, okay. And that'll be a real challenge. That will be. Okay. I hate to win the World Cup but like, just because... But like Germany's out. Wow. Uh, Someone said Japan's doing well. Is yeah, Japan's right? doing well. Wow. America got sent home in their round of 16 match. So that's... I, I always, Sorry to our American listeners, but it's always a bit of a smile when the Americans get knocked out of stuff. <laughs> it is. Um, because you're so loud. <laughs> but also, if the World Cup is played how it's supposed to be played and you only play for your country, yeah. like the country of your residence or whatever, or your, your birth. The way FIFA works is once you declare for a country, you cannot swap. Yeah. Right, so that makes sense. The, the talent pool, the size of America, is so much bigger. Well, the problem is, it's, is, is, is what they would call soccer. It, I, I'm going to use that because sport, they've got guess, it, because yeah. you're competing against American football, basketball, baseball, baseball, ice hockey, and, and soccer. I guess are probably similar yeah. as far as. But you think like you've got some of these like places like Florida with like nice climates where you can play. Like, that's a problem for Canada. Around, yeah. For Canada, our problem is our problem is the climate. Mm-hmm. You only really get a few months where you can really play. You can play, play, play football. <laughs> That's why we're better at the Winter Olympics, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas here, it's like split. You play, it was always like you play rugby in the winter and you play football in the summer. Like, so everyone did. Yeah, although, although the pros here, I mean, like you're the, the English premiership. It's the same timeline as like NHL hockey or basketball. It's it's across the winter because your climate doesn't get that cold. Like, yeah. 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 Whereas in Canada, it would have to be all be inside and artificial grass and all that stuff because. Well, if I got them the wrong way around, it might be football in the winter and rugby in the summer. I can't remember. Anyway, my brother plays a lot of football. He plays about six matches a week. Well, that's the thing is that wow. usually the Premier League shuts down because the season's over, and then you have this European or, or World Championship then, but they've just shut down the Premier League in the middle of the season. Yeah. Because it, it would have been too hot to put But add it to the list of why it shouldn't be in Qatar. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Why? Why did they? Well, money. Of, that is also money. part of the reason why you haven't heard much of it, uh. because it's in Qatar, and pe- some people are refusing to cover it because it's in Qatar. Oh, hang Qatar. on. Is, did I hear right that if you're gay, lesbian, um, yeah. all that, trans, they it's don't still, like it's it? It's very illegal stuff? still. Yeah, don't like it's the nicest way we can put it, yes. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, see, I'm, I'm, I'm oblivious to the news because no, no, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm only going by what people have said. Yeah, that is part of why you won't have heard much either. Oh, okay. So I said two weeks ago on the pod, I said, I'm really surprised that John Oliver hasn't done anything on it because he was really, I said, unless he does something this week. And yeah, the season finale was all about the World Cup. Oh. And so John Oliver like, tears people apart. So like he was, uh, and there's a thing on Netflix, a big documentary about, you know, why, you know, the, the, the bribery involved in getting the World Cup to Qatar and all that stuff. Did you see Joe Lysett's return video? What the one where he went? Yeah, it was a publicity. You were wondering. I didn't really shred the money, even though I videoed me shredding the money. I, I did like a swap. You know he's not I, come out. He's not come out of this well. No, no. But he did. He said he'd all before he even put out the first video. He'd already donated ten thousand pounds to a right. charity. Where's the video of that? Yeah. yeah, but you can't expect him to put. A- I think he's spun quickly. <laughs> There's a very real theory that he's like just complete about facing. Um. Because if you want to have that, you should, you should show it with like a date stamp and like today's newspaper or something yeah. like that. Because someone did, people yeah. have gone nuts going during a cost of living crisis. You shredded ten thousand pounds. Well, I don't think he did, but yeah. But he he presented himself to have like oh, yeah, he, he, did, he, he didn't, videoed himself. He didn't doing do. It. Yeah, he didn't. The best thing he should have done is gone. Here's my. Oh, I will shred ten thousand pounds, and then when it goes by, going and he's going to put it in and go. Of course, I'm not going to shred the ten thousand pounds. I'm going to give this right here in an envelope. I'm going to send it to, yeah. to this charity here. He probably tried Boom. to have the best of but both worlds. But he videoed shredding and then claimed he used camera trickery. At which point, 
all you're doing is opening yourself up to a subsection to go I don't believe you because you yeah. you've you've just admitted you lied to me once. Yeah. How do I know this is the truth? And if you yeah, watch both right. videos, if you watch the first one, I haven't seen the shredding video because somebody sent me it. And if you watch both of them, he's so animated in the first one and not so much in the second. He's one. very docile. <laughs> he's very like yeah. um, backpedal, backpedal. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think Joe Lysitz played this wrong. Yeah, yeah, I think video two should have been. I'm going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it, David Beckham. <clears throat> no, here's why I'm not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's, he's he's fumbled that. Yeah, that's the feeling I got. Yeah, so I mean, he, his name's out there. It is. I like Joe Lysett, but I think I think he's made a mistake on this one. Yeah, a lot of people criticised him around here as well when he used the Adrian Flux Arena for photos and stuff. Because I, I don't really know. That's okay. So the the sport the Speedway Arena. It's called Adrian Flux. Adrian, yeah, it's, it's sponsored by Adrian Flux, but okay. it actually has nothing else to do with Adrian Flux other than it is literally just their named sponsor, after it. named after it's their sponsor. Yeah, but because he used out there because it's got a massive adrian flux sign for his photography and like you have to help me out i don't know what adrian flux is neither if i don't know it okay so what's the problem with that so he ran a story on adrian flux okay like basically tearing them apart okay but used the speedway location for his video and photos yeah that's bad optics too yeah which is screwed over the arena a little bit yeah they don't actually have anything to do with it other than they're named after it. Well, I mean, when you take the money and say, yeah, well, we'll put your name yeah, on our building. Yeah, but they're not like... But Joe Lysons made the mistake by, again, doing one thing and then and then doing this. Yeah. He needs to get facts right first. I guess it's facts right. I think he just... I don't know. I don't know what it is. Mm. I don't think he always... His facts weren't incorrect about David Beckham. Anything with David Beckham was 100% true. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah. But, I mean, you can say a lot of true facts and then say a wrong thing, can't what you? What was this idea of you tried to reverse engineer some sort of ultimatum? To make it look more yeah. one way, doesn't it? Yeah um let's go ahead and talk about why are we doing this uh we're doing this because we're gonna have hermes bff of the bfe on yeah always 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 a good conversation i love his when hermes is on his voice and ethan's not here he's not so hermes might be a little bit lost without ethan to sort of uh play off of here (laughs) and i don't care if if i gotta hit the pause button or or stop the pod and do it in two parts we're gonna get his volume right yep because it was a problem last time and i learned a lesson so there we go um the pitch i don't really have any other uh context because i was trying to keep myself as clean of a first watch as i could so i stayed away from a lot of the context stuff uh two brothers attempt to pull off a heist during a nascar race in north carolina so i saw that georgia i was talking to earlier in the week said what's the film because you were kind of you weren't sure if you're gonna be able to make it here yeah yeah and so what's it about and i said i looked at it and went it kind of looks like oceans 11 meets days of thunder it's kind of what i've got and first off having watched it yeah called it uh, <laughs> secondly uh, it might be because it was directed by steven soderbergh who is the director of aaron brockovich traffic and the oceans 11 series well, there we are. also done contagion magic mike will be doing magic mike's last dance but didn't do magic mike double xl oh. i don't know why he, sh- he chose to sit out the second of the trilogy maybe as a too big a movie maybe <laughs> xxl <laughs> i genuinely can't think of anything worse because the um London Casino Palladrome has is home to the live Magic Mike live. That movie. I cannot think of anything worse when than that, going and seeing When that, that movie came out, and this is in a world before Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. that movie was massive. It was like big. all the girls yeah. went and saw it with like their friendship groups. And uh, but look at the Full Monty. That was the same thing, wasn't it? 
Yeah, no, but, but the full Monty. No, but the full Monty was about average Joes. Yeah, I know, but it was still oh. aimed at females, which you don't normally. Oh, do. I don't think the full Monty was aimed at females. No, full Monty is a guy's film. was full Monty was an independent darling film, is all it was. Like they, they start like doing the dance moves, and the old guys like it's the Arsenal offside trap. Like this is not like a like that's a movie for guys. Yeah, like it's, it's, but it's lovely because of it because it stays it, it stays in that wholesome like range for the most part. The full yeah, Monty. the idea about you know there's uh, Robert Carlyle, it's like he's gonna get his kit kit off when his dad when, off. when his when his uh when his son's like you're not really gonna do that are you dad and he's like you know it's, it's that side of it isn't it mm-hmm. whereas magic it, mike yeah. they're all like beefcake i'll tell you what though, you gotta take his health to him <laughs> but channing <laughs> tatum <laughs> channing tatum matthew mcconaughey kevin nash is in that like guys are like sculpted in that yeah so that was more of like a lingering on like the body sort of shots but wasn't ah. Channing tatum like didn't he do this in real life or something didn't he i believe so inspire the movie or something? yeah i think so like yeah because he's he's a lot more powerful in hollywood than people realize oh okay absolutely um so it was written by rebecca blunt and rebecca blunt has no imdb proper history oh. or hyperlink and why is that because rebecca blunt does not exist Rebecca Blunt is Steven Soderbergh's wife's pseudonym, oh, Jules Asner. She wrote under a pseudonym because she didn't want the story of the film to be that Soderbergh was directing his wife's script. Oh, uh, okay. That's all right. That's fair. Makes yeah. sense. Cinematography by Peter Andrews. Peter Andrews also does not exist. <laughs> Peter Andrews is a pseudonym for Steven Soderbergh. <laughs> okay. It's his father's first and middle names. Edited by Marianne Bernard. I don't usually say who it's edited by, but I felt it warranted it because it's another pseudonym for Steven Soderbergh. <laughs> oh, so he's done a lot of it then? Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about like, someone being an auteur, yeah. like without question, his finger, like the fact that he's the cinematographer, like yeah. very few directors even do that, but then going, I'm going to edit it as well. Yeah. So this is all him. However it comes off, so you got to lay it down at, at his door. So yeah. that wasn't Daniel Craig, that was him. <laughs> Everybody was him. Uh, Did an impression of Daniel Craig during the character. That's right. Um, uh, music by an actual person, David Holmes, who oh. did the music in the Ocean's Eleven. Uh, to be honest with you, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember the score at all in this movie. No, I don't. I remember licensed music. Yeah, there was, but I don't, there was quite a lot of. And the use of licensed music, I thought, was really strong in this yeah. movie. But I don't remember any music. I mean, I'm sure there, there, there been, was. It must just have been incidental stuff. Incidental yeah. stuff, but nothing that I'm going to be. So if forgetfulness is something, this might be up for my resty <laughs> for best for, for worst score because I don't remember it at all. No. First time I saw this, well, for me, it was about three hours ago. Anybody else? I watched it last night when I got home from the Christmas meal. Okay. Yeah, I watched it last night too. Okay, so none of us had seen it before. Oh, you've seen it before? I've seen it nope. before. So, I, Liam, it says the first time I saw this. That's the, that's the question we have. Oh, 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 oh. It's magic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I see. But not Mike. I saw it at the cinema, I believe. Logical. Yeah, I think I saw it at the cinema. Um, it's just one of those movies I went, Daniel Craig, he looked a bit different in the movie. It had cars in it. I thought they'd be more prevalent. Uh, it wasn't. It was just like, a bit of a setting, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, that sounds like my kind of thing, Days of Thunder. Yeah, I thought they might kind oh. of go a bit more into that, but yeah, no. But no, 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 no. I'll tell you what, though. Seth MacFarlane. Didn't realise that was him until the second time around. No, if I wasn't checking the... Uh, if I wasn't checking the... I stopped on one of the things and then scrolled and went, oh, Seth MacFarlane's in this. I went, oh, yeah. it's this. I was literally on a scene with the guy in it and went, yeah. really? Yeah. And I looked I and I went, oh. I didn't notice that. And I didn't notice that the second time round until I went, oh my God, it's Dwight Yoakam. Yep. I was like, holy. 
I'm used to seeing him in a, like a, a Stetson hat and I picked him out instantly. Boots. I picked him out instantly. I was like, oh my god! I thought Seth MacFarlane's character was going to be more prevalent to the plot than he was in the end. It's about a few characters. Uh, let's start. Uh, we get the let's start with deep dive. We get the Studio Canal title card, and we get told some days are diamonds, some days are stone. And it's by John Denver. I like John Denver. I do. Do you like John Denver? Yeah. Leaving on a jet plane. Good. Yeah. Don't know when I'll be, be back, back again. again. Uh, what else we have for John Denver? I mean, well, life on the farm was kind of laid back, and nothing like a country boy like me can hack. <laughs> early to rise, early in the sack. Thank God I'm a country boy. <laughs> country boy. Oh, I got um, me a final. I forgot <laughs> me a whole fiddle. Oh, I love that one, man. And then, of course, Take Me Home Country, country Roads, roads. Yeah, yeah, to the yeah. place where I belong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. West Virginia. This this film should have been called I Love West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm jumping a little bit. The first time I heard that was from Olivia Newton-John singing it. What, Take Me Home Country Roads? Yeah. It's been covered a lot, a and lot. I don't blame it, because it's, 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 it's a, a tune. Song. Yeah. It's covered a lot in clubs as well. Is it? Oh, it's a massive dance floor, like, towards the end of the night country roads is like oh you mean it's played a lot yeah okay but it's like not but it's it's a club version of it oh okay yeah they just like slow the beat have they like, remixed it is it still his vocal remi- yeah okay. i think it's a remix but yeah they, it's used a lot uh he spends time with his daughter uh this is channing tatum jimmy logan uh spends time with his daughter working on a car engine in west virginia he's also a producer of the film yeah i noticed that yeah which uh I think he's a producer on Magic Mike. I think the guy's got his hands in a lot of these sorts of things. The producer's normally the one who has more sway, isn't it? Well, it's the guy who can he can he can profit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got more power. Yeah, because normally as well, don't somebody yeah, who does, usually producers get points. On the normally, movie. somebody who does like um, uh, TV shows, if they're star of the shows, like Sarah Jessica Parker, it's a little bit. They tend to be executive producers. It's a little bit different in that regard because an executive producer is a little bit different from being a producer. What's the difference? Executive producers just kind of, here's a title, and it justifies us paying you more money. Uh, but that way you're being paid for your role as an executive producer, finger quotes happening. Uh, because that way when we get sell, you know, when, when other actors are negotiating, we're going, oh, no, no, we're paying you the same as that actor. Oh, no, they get that for their executive producer. Uh, Whereas if you're a producer on a film, usually it means you get points, like George just said. So Tom Hanks, like for Forrest Gump, made like $65 million or something like that. Um, uh, what did we say? We said that uh, 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 Steven Spielberg on Jurassic Park. I think we said it was it was the highest financial windfall for one person like ever in a film. He took home something like six hundred million dollars. Whoa! And that's that, that's based off his points. Whoa! Yeah. Some obscene number. Like it was literally in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Whoa. Memory serves. <laughs> I'm still gonna say that. That's yeah. incredible. So yeah, Jackpot so winner. Yeah. Jeez. If if it makes money, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, he gets told, you know, she goes, so he says this sort of a story about how the, the, the song that they were listening to was brought to him by two other songwriters. And when he heard it, they had to record it and they stayed up all night recording the song. Da, 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 da. And, uh, she goes, Oh, that's why you like the song. And he goes, no, I like the song because of the song. But then again, also I like it because of the story. And I'm like, it's kind of how we do things here. Yeah. <laughs> we like the movies because we like the movie. Yep. But then sometimes you find out these stories behind them. We're like, that's amazing. I like it because of this now, too. And I sometimes back the other way. Dangerous Minds, yes. Dangerous Minds. Um, Sadie wants to know if Dad's coming to her pageant. I mean, and this is like something that's happened here is you have to realize this is the hillbilly Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. This is, you know, child beauty pageants and big hair and NASCAR. And, and also, um, is that because you can't just literally get a caravan over here and just park it anywhere and build on it. Yeah, you see this in movies through America a lot. Like Lethal Weapon, he um, has a caravan in a trailer park and then he builds upon it with wood structures around it. 
Uh, yeah, I guess. And I, he's done the same thing in uh, this. Amer- is that a thing? America would be different to Canada. So I believe, uh, I think Canada's a lot more similar to here. It's it's, it's way more strict here. Yeah, a lot Here's strict. crazy strict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, if it's your, your land and it's your, yeah, you can do that. Scotland's a bit more uh, free than we are because Scotland has a uh, no trespassing law. So you can go wherever you want. In Who's Scotland. the government to tell you what you can and can't do with your land? That that would be their argument. It's not my argument. Yeah, but also like um like I'm taking I'm taking a lethal weapon again. Um, he's on the beach. Does he own beachfront property? Well, I don't. Well, no, because it's just a caravan in a caravan in a in a parking bay. He's probably been given. You have X amount of space. So if yeah. you want to build on it, as long as you're not building into the ground, but you're adding to it. Oh, okay. I suppose. I just thought it was a bit. bit anybody out there is an expert on yeah, yeah. beachfront. <laughs> um, motorhomes, caravans, whatever you want to call it, trailers. Trailers. That's yeah. what I'm I mean, for. my dad's planning enforcement officer, so he'd know about the law for it here. here yeah, I'm, I'm, we're thinking about, yeah, over yeah. there. Because over here, I mean, we just not, to do anything. You have to get permission. Yeah. Over oh, yeah. Here. Like, and if you want to put a you want to put, put a small extension on the back of your yeah. house, you yeah. got like the, the town council has to like give you the, the, the thumbs north. up for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do think it's a bit. It's a bit much here. Yeah. I think you should maybe tell them, "Hey, I'm doing this." Yeah, yeah. And they go, "Cool." Here's the checklist. Do this, 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 and this. Yeah. But here, you actually have to get perm- They have to go, tell us what you want to do. And they can go, no. Yeah, and they can go, no. And then 10 years later, they can go, all right. Yeah, it just depends who's on the council at that what? point. Just, yeah. yeah. Um, so Sadie wants to know if dad's coming to her pageant. And he's a good dad, isn't he, Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's an underground digger under Charlotte, North Carolina, it turns out. And there's a beautiful shot of him leaving the tunnel. And we find out he's working underneath a NASCAR track. NASCAR. I'd love to go one day. It's like banger racing here, but without the crashing. Well, it's crashing. Just a little, 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 little bit of rubbing. Much, not as much crashing. Not as much. Hey, man, the car um, <laughs> yeah, you just turn left for 200 miles or something like that. Am um, I right in telling you that, because um, I, I said to my girlfriend at the time, I said, you couldn't ride a NASCAR car on a road. Of course not. Because that bank's different, aren't they? The, the wheels are different. Absolutely. I'll say this, though. We're talking about freedoms and stuff like that. Yeah. You have way more freedoms with what kind of vehicles you can put on the road in this country than you can back home. Oh, really? Oh, totally. Although, totally. Talking of cars, caravans, and freedoms, something I did find out the other day is here, if you want to like tow a trailer, yeah. you can only tow a trailer on the back of a car. In s- some states in America, you can have car, caravan, trailer, boat, all linked Woo-hoo. up. You can have four linkages and then but it like it differs state to state so some if you were like driving through some states with four vehicles in a row as it were you'd have to take one off if you were going to through a different state i think it's only three in canada apparently imagine trying to reverse that yeah <laughs> so when you make a turn how you not because that normally follows it doesn't it it yeah. follows wherever you go but it's going backwards that you'd struggle yeah, yeah. and how, how how many straight roads and because stuff you've got there? you've got you've got four different pivot points though one two you it's like think of a think of a train yeah, yeah, yeah. a train on a track though they just follow each other round don't they like a toy train yes but they're on rails yeah but I think yeah but they still you you put them in you put them in just like first gear and they just kind of follow each other round but they're on rails but I think what we- <laughs> a road you can move to the left or to the right you're not fixed no but they are they're fixed at the pivot point aren't they they don't pivot as much as. Like a- because the wheels are on rails. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about rails. I'm talking about cars. You said, now. You said trains. Yeah, I, think, I was talking I think, about I think, trains. I think, I think the point we're getting at is that when the car is directing forwards, then it turns right. Yes. Right. The the trailer behind has got that forward momentum of going forwards like you were with the car. Yeah. But then you're pulling it to that point 
So you're not pulling it straight across when you go right with the third one on the back. I don't know, dude. The I momentum is going I've forward. I've had so many shopping carts with like a broken <laughs> axle and it just whips all over the place. Like I have oh, no I faith on it. If they get a blown tire, you, okay. you, 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 you it's safe in the slightest. Pro- but it's, probably why we don't do it here. But it's yeah, legal yeah. in the states. Is I've what never I'm seen that here. Again, if you're, it, uh, we'll ask Hermes later. Hey, have you ever seen this? <laughs> Let's keep going. Um, so, um, NASCAR, I mean, NASCAR is very much a hillbilly, well, hillbilly. Uh, uh, NASCAR southern, is a sport that's a southern sport. southern sport. It did blow up in the early 2000s and get a lot of coverage because it's more exciting than F1 or of an Indy car, what we call open wheel racing. Am I right in saying there was a guy called Dale Earnhardt? Yep. Was he a NASCAR driver? Dale Earnhardt Jr. Well, sorry, it was Dale Earnhardt, now it was Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh, okay. Dale Earnhardt died. On the racetrack, I believe. That was when that changed. Was it from the the seats holding your helmet back or something? I have or, no idea. I can't really remember. I think he said he was going to... I'm only going by what I think I remember. But what they did was they... I mean, it's a very colorful sport, first off. So there's lots of passing. And they really tried to market the personalities of the drivers. Yeah. So to give that. And it went over a big boom in the early 21st century. And then I think it kind of plateaued and kind of died off a bit. Because... I don't know. It's just, I think people just kind of went, okay, I wasn't that for a couple of years and now I'm not. I guess. But like people would buy like, people like buy like the coats and like wear them around. Like, 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 like they're one of the drivers. It's really weird. I guess it's a bit like um, Speedway over here, isn't it? Yeah, a bit like that. Speedway but, is just on Oval. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but like, it became big at one point and now it's just like a. But I'm talking like, 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 like it's up there with like an, like an FA Premiership match big. Oh, okay. Like it's like mainstream big. Still or? It's not as big as it was, but it's but it's still on the fringe of the mainstream. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's really, really weird, but still primarily in the South is where its strongest support lies. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I only ever heard about it when, um, obviously, Days of Thunder came out. That's when I first ever heard yeah. about stuff like that. Um, we meet Cal, played by Jim O'Hare. I'm assuming you recognize this guy. Jim. Jim O'Hare's in shipwrecked stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I know him. The guy who fires him. It's Jerry from Parks and Rec. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Do you know what? I sat there watching that going, I know him. Why do I know? I know that face. Oh, for sure you know that one. I was like, I know his face. I know him from Shipwreck's Poe Party. He's Officer Jim. Did you you recognize him? I did. Oh, okay. Well done, you. (laughs) There we go. He's got a very very unique face and voice. There's also another uh, character in there that I recognize his face, but I didn't know where from. Well, we'll talk. Um, He makes... Oh, and so he gets fired because he's got a limp for a pre-existing condition. We later find out, I think it's something to do with his military service. Yeah. Uh, And as he walks away, he throws his like hard hat so good and he like makes the shot in the bucket that's got to have been like a a complete fluke and they went that was cool they went keep that yeah because he kind of does a bit he does a bit of a double take take and and goes don't break don't break (laughs) the people in the foreground that watch yeah i was like did that just happen Uh, and then he drives back to West Virginia, and that's kind of cool. I mean, like, I live in one county and drive to another county, but it's different because each state has their own government. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And their own different laws. Like, the speed limit can change from state to state. The education can be different from state to state. Like, I don't mean just, like, what school you go to. I mean, the laws behind it. I didn't realize this until the other day as well. Um, they changed the speed limit from 70 miles an hour on the roads in the early 70s i think mid 70s to 55 miles an hour wasn't it okay 55 is the one i'm, I'm most used to yes yeah that was because of uh, the oil crisis at the time and that only got changed oh, by oil you mean petrol yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and that 
and that only changed from what I understand from the 90s mid 90s so they kept that law going all the way through the whole of all the states 55 is still pretty standard is it yeah because 55 miles an hour is just shy of it's just over 80 kilometers an hour and 80 kilometers an hour is the standard uh speed on a, on a canadian highway well i'm not being funny here when i say this but when i was over in america and i was in san francisco yep. driving along them interstate big huge the interstate roads, can get can get faster I was doing 70, no, because, and every car was overtaking me. Yeah, the me. difference between an interstate um, and, and like, a regular, it'd be like the difference between, like, us Our driving down, like, limits, yeah. down like an A road. Oh, okay. And, like, an, an M4 lane across carriageway. Oh, okay. So, obviously, those would go up to 70. Because in my head, I thought that was still 55 miles an hour. No. But I was trying to go with the flow of traffic, so I was doing 70, and everyone's still overtaking me. Yeah. It was incredible. Wait, how can you be trying to go with the flow of the traffic and still being overtaken by everybody? Because... Well, I was in the middle. Do you know what I did? I stayed in the middle lane because those outside lanes. It's always, it's always, it's always no, they're, those they're outside crazy. lanes are nuts. Get in the middle, find someone going the same yeah, speed as you, and just, yeah. just, just stay there. Yeah. Whenever I go home in Canada, I drive on this thing called the 401. It's Canada's busiest highway. Yeah. But it's how I get to my sister's house. And uh, I'm usually, first off, it's right side of the road, right side of the road, <laughs> other side of the car. All right, here we go. And then I go ahead and I get out there. I'm usually jet lagged as well because I've been, you know, up for 20 hours straight. Yeah. Get in the thing and I'm like, just get behind a vehicle, usually a big truck. Yeah. And just stay a good four or five car lengths behind and just park it at their speed. And that's all I'm doing because the whole over, way. Over here, if you're in the left-hand lane, you're in, you're in the slow lane. Yep. And then the right-hand lanes, the other two or one, is just like... Those are your pass lanes. Like, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Over there in San Francisco, whoo, I stayed in the middle because every other lane... Yeah, because the the right lane will probably be the one that's your exits for every other road you want to go off to. So it's going to be very constantly busy. And the left one's your, like, go super, super fast lane. Cool. That so, was yeah. super scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he fires, um, back to Jim O'Hare, <laughs> Cal fires him for this pre-existing condition. He makes the drive back to West Virginia. Um, and we meet Melly. Now, it took, it took a while to tell us who Melly was. At first, I'm like, oh, is this his girlfriend? Is this his, oh, this is his ex. They get along really well. Um, it wasn't clear about that at the beginning. No, she works at a hair salon. Uh, it might be her hair salon. Don't know. I think it is. Jimmy says he wants to take Sadie to rehearsal. She goes, well, it was yesterday. I did it. And uh, he asked why she didn't call him. She says, you're not paid your bill. Which point I'm like, well, why did you ask why she didn't call you then? Uh, he's one of those. This woman goes, are you one of those Unabomber types? And he went, <laughs> yep, I'm one of those Unabomber types. <laughs> and then we go and we meet Bobby Joe Logan, played by Katie Holmes. Do you recognize her? Yeah. Dawson's Creek. Uh, Dawson's Creek. I don't want to wait. We're out of sync October. <laughs> and uh, Batman Begins. Yes, the first of a trilogy. Mad Money. <laughs> Which she dropped. She dropped to do. in the Batman sequel. To yeah. do, to do. Oh, it's do so, Which oh, no one remembers. But that's gone down in history now, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Could have worked with Heath Ledger. Yeah. <sighs> Maggie Gyllenhaal did a better job. She did. As much as I don't like change, Maggie Gyllenhaal did a better she job. She was so much better. Um, she must be the ex-wife, I guess. Uh, George, just for your uh, frame of reference, Katie Holmes is the ex, the first ex, Mrs. No, the second ex, Mrs. Tom Cruise. Yep. Ah. Nicole Kidman was number one. Katie Holmes, the woman who was the the, the proper mom, yeah. his ex-wife, the is is the woman who inspires Tom Cruise like jump on the couch on on, on Oprah. On Oprah. Have you yeah. ever seen that I thing? I've seen that. What? You haven't seen that? No. Oh. Oh. He goes absolutely nuts. He it? goes absolutely mental, mm-hmm. and she's like, and she's like, Oprah's like, say her name. He's like. 
Katie. She's like, yes, Katie. He's like, Katie. <laughs> and he's like jumping because he's like, he's this guy who's like manically, not man, he's this guy who's freshly new in love and has all the new feelings about being new in love. And then you've got the fact that everybody in his life anyway just tells him he's the greatest, which is probably the case of anybody who reaches that level of fame. And then you've got Oprah like feeding like every bit of like manic energy. She's like feeding it because yeah, yeah. it's, 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 it's this great episode. She's getting the scoop. So yeah, really weird. <laughs> But yeah, so she was with him for a while, and then it was quite the. I think she released quite the few statements after. It sounds like she had a harder time than Nicole did. Mainly to do with Scientology. Mainly to do with Scientology. Yeah. Um. Also, the fact that they had kids together, which I yeah. don't think Nicole didn't have kids with. No, well, they had kids, but adopted, they were adopted kids. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I think Connor. Um, I think he's the oldest one that they adopted. He has got more to do with Tom now than what Nicole does. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Which, yeah. Um, Melly is Jim. Oh, I'm like, oh, Melly's Jimmy's sister. Cool. Hey, and was her name Millie? Melly. Melly. With an E. Like smelly Melly. Yeah, because he said smelly. Millie. I thought it was Millie. No, it's Melly. No, oh, Melly. It's the accent then, okay. Because I, at first I was like, is it Nelly? And yeah, I went, that, no, it's that, Melly. That was tough. The accent, I stopped on a few occasions and turned the uh, subtitles on. Yeah, and I'm pretty yeah. good normally, but that was some bit Yeah, this was a bit, bit hard for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, she says, because uh, he, uh, he comes by, he says, I'm going to take you out for ice cream. And she goes, oh, mommy said, I'm not allowed ice cream. Why is that? Mommy says that ice cream is too many calories and that nobody loves a fat girl. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure we already reviewed Little Miss Sunshine, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it seemed like, didn't it? And like, mom doesn't get any comeuppance for this. No. Like, none. Um, and then in comes the new man, Bobby Joe. Did you recognize who the, the, the stepdad is? No. Oh, you're going to kick yourself. I didn't recognize who he was. You won't. You should. Okay. Ready okay. for this? Is he in, is he in community? <laughs> the guy who owns the, the, the car and keeps trying to upsell the car? Yeah. Yeah. It's Roy from The Office. Oh, The Office. He's bigger in this. Is he? I think so. I, I guess the ball cap. I think if he didn't have the hat on, you just saw his fluffy, his curly hair, you might have got there. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, he plays Moody. His character's name is Moody Chapman. Uh, David Denham is the is the actor's name. Uh, Moody's going to take the kids to one of those Fast and Furious movies, to which point... <laughs> I think you call it Furiously Fast. Furiously Fast. Just oh, yeah, get away yeah. with it. And in case you missed it, uh, Roy's got himself a big old Ford logo on a hat. Yeah. Yep. Now, I guess his gimmick is that I'm uh, his character is I, I sell Fords. But I'll tell you what, this whole movie was selling Fords. There were Ford logos <laughs> everywhere they here. Were, they were, they were. Um, so um, um, Jim thinks, oh, they're too young, don't you think? He goes, ah, they just love it. <laughs> they sit there scared out of their minds, but, you know, they don't say anything. <laughs> that just made me laugh. Um, Sadie's decided she's going to sing Umbrella, and her stepbrother, who they don't really show up in the rest of the film full stop, so I don't know really what the point is, but they go, it's code for her vagina. I never knew this. Did you know this? That Umbrella was a metaphor? Oh, really? This song, absolutely. <laughs> really? I did not know this. I don't yeah. think about these things enough. I, I, I did know that, but I didn't, I didn't, when he said it, I went, oh yeah, yeah, I do. I do know that. I did but not that, know but this. But something I would just go, every time I hear it, oh, that's what. The, if you listen to that, to the lyrics now, especially in the bridge, you but will why, absolutely hear it. Are they just trying to get across how crass they are or what? I didn't. There was no, I don't know. There was no... I think it's the idea of it, much like a pageant. Here's what I'm going for. Much like a pageant's inappropriate for a child, so is this song. And by highlighting it, you're just going, like, you're taking them to a movie that's too old for them as well. So oh, it's okay. like, these people are not good parents. Whereas when dad's got Sadie, what's he doing? 
fixing they're the fixing car. the car and he's teaching her about John Denver. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and they've got the money. But and yet, he's got nothing. They've got the money in the nice house, and yeah. they're the ones who are who've won in the in the custody battle. Yeah, and he's the guy who's begging for a couple hours here and there. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. Um, Bobby Joseph's moving across state lines. Jimmy ain't having that. And he walks out and passes all three Fords in the driveway <laughs> and goes home. Then we meet Clyde Logan, played by Adam Driver. Uh, Who I thought was uh, Keanu Reeves before I clicked on the uh, X-ray thing. Did he? That's kidders. Because they look the same. I know, that, Kung Fu. I, I don't feel bad I will about give you. Adam I will Keanu give you Reeves Adam Driver is okay. a young Keanu Reeves. They look exactly the same. No, they don't. <laughs> they do. All I expected was him to get a lightsaber out. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I did then. I go, okay, it's Kylo Ren. That's yeah, okay. it's Kylo Ren. Uh, he's got a fake arm. <clears throat> And Clyde feels the family is cursed. And then Jimmy asks about Melly, who seemed to be fine. And he goes, don't put that on her. And then that was never really addressed for the rest of the movie. I guess the idea that the Logan boys have a curse. They overcome but, the curse by yeah. by the end of the movie, I think, is what it tries to tell us. But it doesn't really make much sense. And they're talking, and my notes say some absolute dill hole comes in. Meet Max Chilblain, played by Seth MacFarlane. Who the fir- is he supposed to be Australian or English? I think he's supposed to be English, but he kept slipping. And he kept talking about the rights and freedoms of the country. I, I don't know what this is supposed to be. No. Uh, he, I, he... I will admit, I did not recognize him at I all. I didn't recognize him. He looked no. like something out of the 80s. If I hadn't paused to get the character name down. Mm. They absolutely look the same. No, Liam's going, no, 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 no I, I will give you that. I think, I think, no, I think he's, like a young, he's 20 years younger. I mean, I think you have to be blind to age. So I would look. I would look at. I would look at the character here and go. It can't be Keanu. He's, it's wait. A because it looks. I know who Adam Driver is. But if I was to be confused, I would go. Let's say I didn't know who Adam Driver was in this world. I would go. That's still twenty years too young. Yeah, but I, I'm oblivious to that sort of thing. So to me, my brain went Keanu Reeves, and I went no. Um. So something far comes in. He mocks Lucky for not having two arms. Uh, he asks for a, a very specific drink. Clyde takes off his uh, his extra forearm and hand and makes the drink one handed. Um, and then he's like, "Can you do it again for my reel? I have one point three million followers. I'll make you famous." And uh, Jimmy stands up for him. Uh, he recognizes Max in the TV and wants a selfie. And you can totally everyone knows he's about to smash. His head off the <laughs> yeah, bar. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really well done because you want it, and they make you wait for it. They just do, a, don't they? There's a little bit of wrestling logic. Like I know you want it, and I'm just going to make you wait for <laughs> it just a moment. And so uh, he starts attacking, and it instantly. Uh, Clyde grabs a bottle of booze, takes out the, what do you call the thing that limits how much comes out? Is it like a governor or something? Or uh, Well, like an optics type thing, isn't it? Well, no, the thing that it's when like you pour, a, it yeah, stops. Yeah, pour, it's a pourer, isn't it? It's also. a pourer, but it stops at one shot. The whole point of it is that it will only give you yeah, a shot yeah, at a time. Get, do more. those ones, I don't know if those ones, I, don't I think, think those they, are just spouts. The one that spouts, do the, yeah. the individual measures are the ones that hang upside down and you have to like push up. Oh, is that right? Like, I think yeah, so. optics, yeah. I'd be curious to see if, I, I think I've used one of those before. I have bartended like twice in my life. And I the think ones, maybe the bottles that we have those in. Yeah, I know. I know we're talking about the upside down ones, the, but you just push it. You just hold it up there. And it goes. Yeah. Later on. I'm sure I've used one with a with 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 a with a with a, with a, a free pour. If it stops after one, yeah. But, oh, okay, but, I've not. I've not. Yeah, I think there is. But the one he uses. It was just, later, it was just later on, he does this, the shots, doesn't he? And he oh, and does, does he have the same? Does he have the same thing on it? Yeah. yeah okay, whatever goes me. Um, but I thought he was going to use it to smack him over the head with. I know he's just going to like run away and just drink. But then he asked the guy for a light, and it turns into like a homemade Molotov cocktail. As soon as yeah. he asked for the lighter, I was like, okay. Thankfully, thankfully, it's really easy to pick out the guy's car. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, you would have gone out there going, I don't know which one his car is. <laughs> Later, guys. You throw it the wrong one. Jeez. 
Um, so um, now the three guys are, and what's really clever is uh, Max and these two guys who hung out with them. And if you look, because uh, I paused for the Amazon Prime a few times, and it referred to them as his non-tourage, yeah. uh, <laughs> which is really quite clever, I thought. Um, so, uh, yep, there's that. There are a couple of bits in the credits like that as well when we get to it, because I don't, did you spot I didn't them? look at it, no. Oh, okay. Um, so, um, Max and his two entourages start, they've, they've beat, they've finished beating up Jimmy. They go outside. Max is freaking out about his, uh, truck. Get your phones out. Get your phones out. Record it. Yeah. At which point then Jimmy comes, grabs both of the phones, throws them in. <laughs> But they don't do anything to Max's phone. No. <laughs> I'm like, and Max was filming the whole time as well. So yeah. I'm like, I don't understand this. No. Um, and then Jimmy emerges from the ball. He says cauliflower and then walks off. And they never really address that either. And I, oh, they do. Well, I think they kind of do. They kind of, but don't tell you why the name cauliflower or. It gets no. no backstory to it. No. It just gets a bit of a, oh, okay, this is a thing we used to say, and this is this means, I think it's their version of trust me now. I just like, I think promise type no, thing. I think it's, like, I think it's like, like, like a no questions asked. Yeah, yeah. You no do, questions yeah. asked. Yeah. Uh, in the morning, there's 10 rules about robbing a bank. <laughs> I think it's great. Just lay it on the fridge. And so we watch it. We see it through Adam Driver's eyes. And he goes through and he's made him breakfast. Then he goes, last time you said cauliflower, I went to juvie for like nine months. Um, but he goes, but you didn't make me breakfast and you even burned the bacon the way I like. So go ahead and talk. And the deals, and this is basically, this is Brad Pitt and George Clooney. And this is George Clooney saying, here's my plan to rob the Bellagio. Yeah, basically. But it's just Charlotte Motor Speedway. And he kind of takes him around, and very much it's the same kind of concept. And, I like his little model. <laughs> yep. And we get told, you know, if it was, this was Ocean's Eleven, it would have had like a cool, we have like a walkthrough and like schematics. No, he's got a little like like cardboard model he's made of it. Oh, that's great. There's sinkholes in the infield. And the cool thing was just the idea, though, about how money gets passed around at the. Uh, Underneath it also. Underneath it also. It yeah. goes through these pipes. Like, if you imagine, like, old-school mail rooms, yeah. kind of how, like, the pipe system, like, we get memos around to various areas in a world before, you know, messaging. Um, same idea, and it just empties all the money out of a till. So, I guess, no, A, the tills can't get too full. The mistakes happen. And, B, if anybody hits you up, if they try and rob you at the point of sale, they're not going to get that much. No. So, as a result... Um, the, 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 like this is how the money gets around so if we can get somehow through here we can get to the vault and he um so but the problem is to get into the vault they only know one guy and that one guy is joe bang who it turns out his brothers are also called bang so yeah. i thought it might have been like a euphemism <laughs> But nope, it's bang, it's bang, it's just Joe. Like, like bang, it might have been like like a nickname, but there's no reason why it should be a nickname. Yeah. So I'm curious as Georgia returns with pizza. I'm curious, Georgia, from you. Did you realize Joe Bang was James Bond? Yes. Once you started talking, the only time I didn't know it was him was when it was the freeze frame right at the beginning when you like click on Amazon Prime. Yes. I didn't realize that was him, but I think that's a weird angle. It is. It is. Um, but yeah, no. As soon as he was in the film, I was like, okay. It's I'll Bray. say this: I had no problem with his accent whatsoever. No, but in that because cool, he does though, it's not the same as Knives Out. It's not Benoit it's a, Blanc. It's a because that's more Louisiana. But it's it's got the same sort of like he's he's good at it. Like like it's solid. He's doing just as good an accent as Adam Driver or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Channing Tatum. Are. And what I love about this is 
anybody who um, think they're going to get typecast as being a character like Bond, he's nowhere. Not, and he's in the middle of doing, you know, being Bond at this point, yep. isn't he? He's you know, very clever because if you think about Brosnan, yeah, like he did the Thomas Crown Affair, which yeah. may as well have been yeah. I'm kind of evil Bond. <laughs> I, I like Thomas Crown Affair. I, I do, but it was like it's a guy basically wearing really a suit. Himself, yeah, you know, suave, debonair, British, all those things. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he goes, "What's the complete opposite? I'm going to yeah. be an American bleach blonde, bleach blonde." Um, Even dyed his eyebrows, and then he did that. And then what else did he do? He did a uh, girl with a dragon tattoo. Yeah. yeah, and then he does knives out. Like he's been really good at going. Clever. Here's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, break that mold. Yeah. In the same way that, uh, I mean, it was after the thought, but in the same way that uh, Daniel Radcliffe's done with his post-Harry Potter career. Yeah, he yeah, done, he's he done, done it on the stage. He's done though, the best he? out of all of them. He's yeah, yeah. not just picking, because Elizabeth, uh, not Elizabeth, uh, Emily. Roberts? No, Watson, what's her name? Emma Watson. Emma, Emma Watson. Watson, thank you. Emma Watson. Um, she's kind of just doing what's the biggest, what are the biggest parts I can go for? Yeah. Which isn't really the right answer, I think. Radcliffe's going, what are the right roles I want to do? What are the right roles for me? And he does them well. Like, yeah. Him in business was, his voice in business is amazing. Great. Uh, yeah. He's in a romantic comedy called What If, which is great. Very good. Like, um, I, I wasn't that sure about how he was. I mean, he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't great in, um, oh, he was uh, one of the villains in. Oh. Yeah. Kingsman 2, wasn't he? Or no, Now no, You See Me 2. No. Now You I See Me 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it was him and Michael Caine. I'm like, yeah, what's yeah, the movie? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, no, Caine, Caine dies at the end of one. Spoilers. <laughs> but you can catch our full Kingsman review in the archives. <laughs> so, yeah, it's about knowing what, you, what you're going to do. Um, so where was I? Daniel Craig, Platinum Blonde. They ask him. So he's there with Clyde. And they go, how's it going? And he goes, well, I'm sitting on the side of the table wearing a onesie. How do you think it's going? Yeah. And his voice is just it's so good. I love it. He got 25 cents. Yeah, like quarters. <laughs> quarters. Yeah. And he goes, go push like J7. And I'm J7, like, is it a candy yeah. bar? What is no, it? No, no, it's eggs. It's two eggs. Yeah, yeah. Eggs. Do you have one eggs? Salt. And he has this, he goes to, but you might as well have to be like a shiv. He's got this like low Little sodium salt. salt. Yeah. <laughs> he puts salt on hardboard eggs. Oh, I would. Oh, would yeah. You? Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, I just for sure. wouldn't eat hardboard eggs. Like oh, I that. love hardboard eggs. <laughs> no, it's great. It's like a yeah. If um, sometimes at work <laughs> we get like so much of an allowance for per diem to uh, to eat every day, so I don't buy, spend anything before breakfast, uh, before lunch, and then at lunch I kind of go. You usually get like these have a, a baguette of some sort. I usually eat at my desk because I'm still working. Yeah. So I usually get like a baguette, which is usually got like ham and cheese or pepperoni and cheese, just basically cheese and some meat. <laughs> um. And then you can buy little, little, um, they sell jacket potatoes as well. And you can get like little, like, uh, you can get tuna or you can get some egg or you can get some, but I'll grab a, or some coleslaw, but I'll grab a couple of those little pots of whatever it is. And I'll just have them as like little, I'll buy the fill my sandwich with it or I'll just eat it as like by it. So an egg yeah. is great. So it's, it's like a little, little extra protein hit oh, I love an egg. on the side of it. So yeah. So, uh, if I have Tabasco, I'll usually bring that and spray some of that on. Tabasco? It. Yep. <laughs> yep. Not Frank's. Frank's is a bit, Frank's is big. The models are always big, and it's a little bit. I'm like Tabasco, yeah. Minimum, minimum coverage, maximum I like, I, I impact. Like, I like Tabasco. Um, so anyway, he puts some salt on his eggs, um, and it turns out his nest egg isn't working, isn't waiting for him anymore because apparently he's, he thinks he's got like ninety thousand dollars waiting from underneath Why the tree. Would you tell people, and he told one person, and she took it and ran off with some trucker <sighs> to like the bad part of Florida. Yeah. Which part? <laughs> Clearwater. Oh. <laughs> He's more rolled up by that. And he says, you can't, you can't, 
So I guess his role, if you go back to like Ocean's Eleven, he's kind of like Don Shadle's character. A little bit, Which yeah. is weird, because Don Cheadle was an American doing an atrocious British accent, yeah, whereas Daniel Craig is British. an Englishman yeah. doing an, an, an excellent accent, as far as I could tell. Yeah. Um, and so, he goes, but the problem is, you've got seismic sensors, and it will tell people if you're there, and he goes, they've been turned off because of construction. So basically, this is why we have to do it now. This is our window. This is our window, yeah. If we wait till after construction's over, this will no longer be doable. No. And they goes, okay. He goes, I got five months to go, and then I should probably stay low for a little bit after that. And they got, yeah, we got five weeks. And the, one of the best well, lines. He's right, though, because you'd be thinking to yourself, I've got five months. I'm not going to risk. As soon as you get out. No, no, no. Do you know what I mean? And he goes, <laughs> he breaks up into syllables. I am incarcerated. <laughs> and like, well, we have a plan to get you out. And they didn't mean like break him out, break him out, which is true because that wouldn't work. They meant, so he, he kind of spells it out for us. He goes, so you're going to break me out, do the job, and then get me back before daylight. anyone notices in broad daylight. And they went, yeah. It's clever. And he goes, you guys must be as simple as people say. <laughs> At which point, they're <laughs> like, both like, who says who that? Says that? Yeah. <laughs> do they say that about us? <laughs> and he goes, so it's the split. And they go, even. He goes, no, 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 no. I need something else. And he's got two brothers he wants in to protect his interests. And so we go to the fair, and uh, Moody's talking to Melly and trying to sell her um, a car. Yeah. Well, you still have, and he makes this giant thing about how she's got a Nova. I like her and car. Do you know what Nova means in Mexico? Nova means no go. No go. Which, of course, is nonsense. Nova yeah. means new. Yeah. So there we are. Um, but yeah, so sort of, and she's got like a classic car now. You can't make Ford look bad because Ford's clearly paid money for this film. Mm-hmm. But, uh, she does take the piss out the fact that he can't drive it. I've stick. got this here. She makes fun <laughs> of him for not being able to drive stick, which is in the States. Unless you're a gearhead, like these guys clearly are, that's not as big of a deal. Now, I think Hermes said he drives stick last time we had him on. Can you drive stick? Oh, no, I can't drive stick. I, was, <laughs> I totally wear that. But I wear it in the sense that in Canada, nobody drives stick. Uh, Those who do are really smug about it. Dude, you're missing out. Seriously. That's my coffee holding hand. I found out. Although I drink far less coffee as I drive now. I found out lessons today are like 36 pound. A lesson. Yeah, I'm... I'll, Whoa. What's the incentive? It's very expensive. They were like 13 quid a lesson. What happens, what happens if I go and I fail it? Yeah. What happens if I go and I fail it for something that I should know just from driving automatic and I just fail the driving test? Can they take it away from me? Uh, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. What's, yeah. so what's... Well, but my Canadian pass counts as a pass it over It does, here. but yeah, I reckon yeah, yeah, if they... If uh, you then, exactly. Yeah. So what's the incentive for me to do anything? Oh, no, there isn't yeah, one. There no. Isn't, no. You could learn to do it and not take the test, but there's... But if I got stopped and I was driving a ma- if I was driving a manual, my license doesn't cover me for that. No, no, no. You could learn for it just, for, just to say that you can do it, you just don't drive. Or, <laughs> but I won't be able to prove it. Okay, prove it. I'm not legally allowed I'm not to. I'm not legally allowed to drive a car. <laughs> take me to an airship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so um, we meet Fishbang, who we never called Fish the whole movie, really, but Fishbang, played by Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid, yeah, you recognize him? Yeah, Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid's son. Yeah, Howie from uh, yeah. from the boys. boys. Yeah, and then Sam Bang, Brian Gleason. Don't know him from anything. No idea. Don't from him. I thought Jack Quaid. Maybe I don't know if it's because I, I know him. I thought he was so much better than the other one. Yeah, uh, yeah, same. I, th- I think, but he's got he had more charisma about him. But these guys are like, you know, in Ocean's Eleven, there's those two brothers or yeah. cousins who fight the whole time. That's all these guys are. And that's what, that's, yeah, but them two are very similar, aren't they? 
Yeah. And very similar in age. Well, there's supposed to be a double act. Yeah. And then, then, then there's um, Daniel Craig. Oh, he's it's like, much older. Yeah. And look I'm not sure I really bought the idea they were family. He yeah. actually doesn't spend doing anything with them, actually, most of the time. Yeah. Um, so Fish knows all about computers, which didn't really end up meaning anything. anything. No, because they didn't do anything with no. computers. But they're both living for the Lord now, and that means they have to have a moral purpose. And I didn't really get all this, but the idea was they weren't going to rob originally the big, big, big race. They were going to rob a much smaller race. But because there'd be minimal security, minimal everything, skeleton crew, and they were able to sort of come up with a story that's complete BS from what I can understand about how the sponsor of that race um, had missed some of his had messed up Melly in some capacity, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, taken advantage of her, tried to violate her, da 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 da. And so they're like, okay, we're on. So there was this great bit where they turned to the camera, and the camera's in front of us, sorry, in front of them. So we get privileged information that, for once, our heroes don't get. We're getting this. Yeah. And he just goes, what do you think? And he goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so zero real convincing needed. about the, um, because of our morality, <laughs> that got me. It was that like, was you've just got to give us something so we can say, but yeah. it's not us, you've convinced us. But yeah. again, this is a story that in real life, you wouldn't be rooting for these guys, so you need to be rooting for them. So, well, I think I see it's that thing because who are they up against are up against like a big evil corporation. Yeah, but I mean, if you just read in the news, if that came on the news today, three guys have been just robbed of um, Adrian Flux <laughs> Raceway. I, um, mean, I, I think I'd be rooting for him. Yeah, I say as long as the money only is only coming from yeah. um, from like a big business that don't need it and who are extortionate anyway, then yeah, go for it. If, so I found, if I found out, if I found out that Arsenal Football Club, my, my favorite club, if I found out they got robbed and nobody got hurt, right? That would be my, my big thing. If as long as nobody got hurt and they got away with it, and you're like, it was just like, yeah, we have no leads. It was just, it was just three. We, we don't really know. I'd be like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> I'd be well up for it. So when are we robbing a bank <laughs> or a raceway? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we won't be playing it with microphones on and publishing it to the world. <laughs> Here's I, my here's my ten plans. I haven't got the nerve for it. I'll tell you I'm what. Too if, honest. Go, did you did you rob this? Yes, I did. If Carrow yeah. Road gets robbed in the next six months, watch out. <laughs> I'll go, Liam. Where were you? Um, I was there at this point. At this point, okay. For legal reasons, <laughs> you could, this is all a joke. You couldn't even. It is a joke. You couldn't it even say I believe in the BFE on Q. Like we give you a backstory, you'd fumble it so badly. <laughs> I would. I'm too honest to my own good. Uh, um. Yeah, me too. I once got in trouble. I'll say this. I won't get the specifics, but <laughs> <laughs> I got in trouble at work once. And they pulled me into a room and they sort of showed me the proof they had on me. And they went, did you do this? And I went, yeah. <laughs> I said, why? And I explained why. And they went, oh. And um, they called me in later. Uh, the, 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 so I was worried for a while what was going to happen. It was going to be fired. Was something going to happen? This, this isn't teaching. This is long before that. And they went, Someone had been snooping around on my computer, yada, yada, yada. And um, they, they they called me back in later and they went, look, what's going to happen is we're going to give you an official written warning in your file. That was it. It could have been like, there was like four more levels they could have gone to. And I went, oh, okay. And they were going to suspend the guy who found it for like a day for snooping on my computer. I went, you can't do that. Because I was kind of taking the mick out of this guy. <laughs> I was like, you can't do that. It wouldn't be right. I said, you shouldn't have been snooping on your computer. I said, I know. But I was, if it's someone who's more wrong here, it's me. You can't, you can't do this. Yeah. And they said, can I ask you a question? They said, yeah. I said, 
It feels light. I'm not telling you I want you to backtrack, but it feels light. What's what's going on? And they said, you want to know what it is? I said, yeah. They said, we were prepared for everything you might say, except for admitting that you'd done it. (laughs) (laughs) We had, if you said this, we were going to go here. If you said this, we were going to go here. No one considered you might tell the truth. And I'm like, oh, I knew I was dead to rights. You don't get marched into the room that I got marched into unless they got you. I always, I always. Oh, you always fess up. Always, always. Always. Truth always comes out in the end. It does. Yeah. I've never done anything that's needed fessing up to. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, what do we got here? Uh, so then Clyde's just looking outside this convenience store and uh, drives his car right into it. Oh, I that, don't babe. understand why he has to go into prison. Because he's a, they could talk to each other quickly, easier, can't they? Well, what do you mean why he has to go to prison? Yeah, why does he have to... What, I mean, it's uh, in their cover get, as he well. He only get 90 days, but what, 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 I don't understand why he goes in. It takes two people, because A, he's got to be able to get the specifics of the plan to Jay. To, to to Joe, and that can't happen across the table. That'll be, that's two, that's two whatever. Secondly, I think it requires two guys to get in and out of some of the stuff. Oh, okay. Because they do make that stuff together, don't they? Yeah, it seems that like they do that. Yeah, it just seemed... Seems that like they get a lot of free arts and crafts on. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Should we be doing something of merit? Nah, we're good. So on the lying front, though, I am. I used to be. I don't do it anymore because he's older. But I used to be very good at blaming things that I'd done on my younger brother. <laughs> like I would straight up lie to my parents' face and say, "No, that was Ben," or like come up with a convoluted backstory that made it like it wasn't me that had yeah, done it. Like only small things that. like breaking plates and like hitting him first and yeah, getting into fights with him. That. But like yeah. it was, I always faked it out like it was his fault. Yeah, it uh, didn't matter because he was the youngest child. I've so he got the youngest child end. treatment. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy is supposed to be, I'm trying to, where we're trying to get to, to Hermes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy is told that he has to take Sadie to a tanning salon. He's like, what? So he spray paints her like a car. Does. Loved this. Was that, was that her idea? Because he went, are you sure? Are you sure you're right with this? And she was like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like with being tanned, I think. Like having. Yeah, like I think it's the idea about being tanned. Not like, are you oh. sure you want to do this? Not like, are you sure you want to be tanned? That is how that is how fake tan works. So if you go oh, to yeah, a right, but he, no, take, no, he yeah. takes her to a literal garage. Yeah, he literally yeah, does yeah. it in the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, then we have a meet cute, uh, kind of an underdeveloped relationship between him and Sylvia Harrison, played by Catherine Waterston. That went nowhere and meant nothing. Yeah, she gives him a shot to prevent tetanus, and then gives us a shot of exposition about what he was like in high school. <laughs> we needed to know he was a big quarterback star and a stud. Only always. Uh, he injury. goes. He knocks. Goes in high school. We kissed, didn't we? And the fact he doesn't know, she goes, that's the worst thing ever said to me. And I guess so, yeah. I thought yeah, funny. no, I would be I'd be pissed off if someone that I had kissed like ten years later. Well no, I don't even ten years later. Man, ten years later I'd be alright with it. But like it I'd feels be, like it's like ten, fifteen years yeah, later. How old it, it feels that way. How old did it care? Oh, I don't know if I want to do that age game. Um, <laughs> it feels like it's been a while. Oh, if it's while. been a while, and they're like, and you weren't in a proper relationship, and you don't need kissed. Then I'd be like, yeah, whatever. But and was he been the, in a relationship? And was he? I don't think they were in a relationship. I think no, they kissed I once. Think they were there, yeah. yeah, I think he was just a big stud on campus, and probably and had a different girl every night. But clearly, was only chasing really one girl, Katie Holmes. She looked, yeah, she looked familiar though. Uh, I don't know her from anything. Her face looked familiar, but not the hair. Melly um, is painting cockroaches. And she's bugging, pun not intended, Jimmy for a plan B. He says, I got it taken care of. You just worry about your cockroaches. And I'm like, did I really just hear that? Yeah. Thinking, <laughs> does she have cockroaches in, in her house? And no, she's painting cockroaches. I went, cockroaches are gross. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy's back on the job site. 
Uh, he steals the sinkhole map from the job site, and Jerry's totally cool with him being there. Why? Yeah. They, he's fired him. I'm picking up my stuff, but like, how much stuff could you have had? Yeah. So we just have to have, oh, we got to move it up a week. So this is like in Ocean's Eleven, yeah. when they go, oh, the switch didn't work. We're going to have to do this live on the night. It's the, oh, here's the minor inconvenience we need to go through. Yeah. A little bit more stakes. I've realized why I know her, Catherine Waterson. Yeah. She's um, one of the leads in fa- the Fantastic Beasts films. Oh, there you go. Tina, the oh. gold, the with she the, looks the black familiar. bob. Yeah, she yeah, looks familiar. Yeah. Um, so there we go. Uh, they move it up a week, but one week earlier isn't the small race. Now it's the Coca-Cola 600, the biggest race of the year. And he said on his fridge, don't be greedy. Yep. And they agree they got to call the baker. And I'm like, they say baker, they say banker. And I'm like, no baker. baker. Happy yeah. birthday, Gleema. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice car cake she gets. And for some reason, can you explain to me why they have to eat the cake in the vault? Yeah, and also... This feels very convenient. If you don't know who yeah. sent you a cake, would you eat it? Ah, it could be a mystery. Someone, I don't know. Someone sends you a free cake if it's my birthday, and someone shows up the birthday cake for me? It's not her birthday, though. Are you sure? Yeah, they say they say someone obviously thought it was your birthday. Oh, that's a bit weird. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know, but there are a lot of conveniences here. Like, why, why are you taking it into the vault? And why would you? Eat why, when you get called away, don't you take your cake and put it on your desk? Yeah. Is there a rule that all cake must be eaten in the vault? That seems like a stupid place to eat cake. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so this was more like we need to create because it's a cool thing, but only if you, yeah, only if you don't ask yourself like nine questions. There must have been another way to get that to work. I don't know. So where Some, those cockroaches chain uh, trained to? Um, well, they stuck them in the pipes, didn't they? Yeah, but were they trained to go to the? Well, because the pipes all end up going to the vault, the vault, and the sugar in the cake. Oh, they like sugar, do they? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Well, keep in mind, Men in Black. What does he want? Oh yeah, true. sugar water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at me. <laughs> well done. If you want more on sugar water, check out our Men in Black episode. <laughs> so, was the the cockroaches? They put different colors in and they put them in different tubes. Was that them working out what code, what, what tube tube to use, or that? Oh, that would have been really interesting to explain. I imagine you're right. Yeah, but that wasn't explained to us. That wasn't no, no. because because she goes pink. It's we've got pink code pink. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, yeah. which means it must have been them figuring out because obviously only they would have the kept track of which cockroach because they put cockroaches which, in many different yeah, tubes. Which ones was open is obviously the one that gets to the cake. Yeah, but I don't. But when the code pink then meant nothing else for the rest of the film. I guess it means we out of the explained. four pipes, they know which one to put the bomb in. Yeah. They know which one to put the, the vacuum must in. Been. Must have been. But yeah. it's not... That's it's not, something that's that w- not that clear. Though. I didn't pick up on it no. until you said that. And I yeah. went, oh, right, code pink. That's what yeah, it means. Yeah, yeah. I just thought they came up with, with like a term. Yeah, same. So, yeah. Um, so, Joe has a proposition. He sits down across from three black inmates. Uh, and I'm like... And, of course, we're, we're left without knowing, which is, you know, some deal's being made. That's all you need to know. And... Uh, oh, but someone hit Gleema's... Someone hit Gleema's uh, car... Her cake is uh is is in the vault at five thirty PM. It locks up, we find out every day. So that's the other thing, is that that means the cake's gonna be there all night. So, so they so, can get there. So they banged the car up so she came out of the vault. But what happens if she had brought the cake out of the vault? That, that, that that's the point I'm making. Yeah, like there's just, a, there's just a, there's a lot of convenience. Yeah. A lot of things have to go perfectly for this to work. And look, you're right. Why would you eat a cake in a vault? I don't get that. Um uh. so the place is fumigated, and I'm like, why has no one noticed that the, the cockroaches? At first, you go, oh, cockroaches. Then my second thought would be, why are they painted pink? Why are they pink? Yeah. yeah. Why, why is there paint? This feels like this isn't just a, a fumigation thing. Yeah. yeah. And then it just so happens the fumigators are the brothers. Are the brothers. Now, how, how did that happen? 
Did they intercept it? Did they like like in in Ocean's Eleven? You would have had you would have seen like the, the guy the, up on the, the radio shack would have redirected the phone call. Yeah, yeah. Would have gone to Brad Pitt, who would have gone. Oh, you need some some yeah. We yeah, should send yeah. our guys over. But we we don't have that. None of that. No, no. it's just they just appear as the fumigators, and we're just like they just come. Hey. Yeah. Uh, do you think fumigated? We're, we're we're doing fumigations for local businesses. <laughs> like there's, th- that part Take wasn't explained. <laughs> um, so they've got a code pink. That was that. And then we. It's only forty seven minutes into the film, and now we're on race day. So it's a good hour to go. Yeah. It just happens to also be pageant day. What would the plan have been for his alibi if it had been the following week? Yeah, exactly. Just a thought. Uh, we can also see that in the no go. Vanova, Melly's got firefighter costumes, and the warden walks around the prison, and I instantly went, that's, that's Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. Because he was also in uh, the opening sequence of Wedding Crashers. Oh. He's one of the two. They're, they're, they're mediating a couple getting divorced. Yes, yes, And yes. Dwight Yoakam's one of them. He's like, that's right, baby. Go comatose for me. Oh, He's love, a good bad guy. I love Dwight Yoakam. He's real slimy, and He's Dwight so Yoakam good. was a country singer. Country singer, yeah. yeah. Big, big in the 90s. Yep. Uh, Joe Bang, uh, as he's walking around the prison, Joe Bang pukes up his lunch. And he the, was drinking the water. And the nurse says it's the water. Some- and we saw him drinking directly from the faucet earlier. But they'd set up the water thing early, even earlier on as well. Someone had said something about water. Uh, the- um, why is my drink not cold enough? He said, because there's an ice shortage. Oh, that's right. Water. That's right. So he drinks right from the tap. And it was a long shot. So what was the point of that? Yeah. And then I'd forgotten about what you said. But then later the nurse goes, yeah, it's clean if you guys to bathe, but just don't drink it, right? And I'm like, oh, that's right. He drank it but earlier. And again, how do you know you're going to feel ill right after that or at that I mean, point? The, the timing of this is oh. perfect. <laughs> I guess he just needed to get himself into the, like, that day. I don't think the timing had to be. I know, yeah, he, he has to regurgitate at the perfect yeah. moment. I think, you know, he'd been taken to the infirmary, whether he was sick in front of him or not. They didn't have to be in front of him. The fact that it is in front of him is is the suspicious bit. <laughs> I suppose you're right. Uh, Joe and Clyde break out of the bathroom because because oh, he wants to use the toilet and they want him to use the bedpan. And then happily, Clyde's very conveniently is ha- his job outside. just happens to be mopping outside. <laughs> they could have put him on a job anywhere in the prison. He's hovering around, isn't Jeez. he? Um. So they break out of the prison, then out of the prison using the pieces they fashioned in wood shop, which I guess are these wooden things that can hide them and just, like, click into place. It's very don't think too hard about this. Yeah. I mean, there was a conversation while they were making the earlier. Yeah, about, about the measurements. Melly had got the measurements. But it's blah, wood. Blah, 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 but yeah. yeah. And they're taking out a metal sink. And, like, when they pop, they pop really kind of easily at the end. And I'm like, yeah, one bump and that's coming dislodged and you both get run dead, over. Yeah. yeah. Um, the inmates begin a fight. Uh, the, the the one who we looked at earlier, who nodded. Who talking to you. My phone is flashing purple all over the place, which means I think I'm having a very good fantasy. That day. makes me very <laughs> very upset because mine is not. Uh, I'm in three leagues though. That's true. Uh, the inmates begin a fight. Don't look up the scores. The inmates begin a fight, which causes a That's code fourteen lockdown. Time. Yep. <laughs> the Bang Brothers live up to their name. Woo! They make an explosive that takes out the debit machines. Um, and then Joe Bang and Clyde Logan escape the prison truck and are picked up by Melly driving Roy's blue Ford Mustang. I'm calling him Roy. Forget the other name. Yeah, he's moody, but nah, he's Roy. Um, she's speeding because Jimmy. I love the fact has that she's in his car. Taking the patrolman out of it. I mean, so many things like, oh, it's a Sunday of a holiday. We can. There's only one person. How do you know this? <laughs> Just we do. Yeah, exactly. 
And the fact that you could be talking to this one woman, and it's the woman who gave him a hard time, I think, earlier in the shop. He called him a Unabomber type. Yeah. She just happened to be on the road. I guess he knows she's going to church, I guess. Is he in on it? Who went on it? The, the, the copper, the state trooper, whatever he No, is. it's just misdirection. See, oh. So the idea that you just let someone go zoom me, like... Because like, how do you know? Is that that point? Like, she could, like she would have seen the cop as she approached him. You could have just killed off yeah. the thing and then hit the hit the pedal, like, after, yeah. like, 100 Which meters down the road when do. you can't... Oh, it was stupid. It was very stupid. The cool thing is, both these coppers are proper NASCAR drivers. Are they? Yeah, they oh, are. Oh, that's, that's nice. Cool. Yeah. Maybe. So uh, there we are. Uh, the warden and the riot. So we've had a bit of a time jump, and the warden's like, okay, I'm willing to listen to your demands. We will give you a copy of Dance of Dragons to put in the I Game of Thrones this. area. It's <laughs> like, yeah! But we can't do the Winds of Winter or a Dream of Spring. Because he goes, man, that's bullshit. We've been waiting for these for, for three like years. three years. And he goes, no, no, I'm no. reading you from the Wikipedia page. In a quick update, they still have not been printed. Have they not? Nope. Wow. Yeah. So that is when that. was this, 2017? This was a bit movie has time for this, but it was funny. Well, see, I did being because not because they have to artificially extend this riot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they really have no grievances. So the idea of it going Game of Thrones, which is kind of a funny little, that these guys are all yeah, really yeah, that yeah. bent up on like, and, and, the, and, and they know, like they've all read the Game of Thrones series. I thought it was quite clever how they... Uh, block the windows so they, they don't have to look mean at each other or anything they just sit there yeah. talking and waiting oh, that's um, quite funny we had America the Beautiful sung by Leanne Rimes oh that was a good nice little cameo it was good um, she was she was a, a bit of a child star she, oh was she yeah she was oh, like, a country singer child star 14 yeah, yeah 13 yeah, yeah, 14 yeah, yeah. she was kind of like what was the Charlotte she was the Charlotte Church of the country music world yeah 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 because she did um, a song called Blue I think and she how was, do i live how do i live was was the famous one because she and trisha yearwood both did it at roughly the same time oh yeah so well trisha exactly yearwood, the same time Trish, trisha yearwood did it for uh um, Conair. yep i loved her version and leanne rhymes released it and she was younger so the, yeah, the yeah. sort of like the 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 country music um the angelic media got, more, got yeah. behind her because yeah, she's yeah. the one they were trying to launch as a but but trisha had the had the film yeah so yeah i like trisha's better um and we're being uh, so the Oh, so they're uh, up by a garbage chute, and uh, um, Joe Booms bought himself some gummy bears, and he's being told, roll, don't hesitate, just roll. He goes, what, what? And he lands, and then he sits there for a moment after he lands the garbage, complains, and goes, oh, right, roll, because if he didn't do it... If he didn't do it, he would have been taken out by Clyde falling down. He has some great lines in this. Um, So they go, okay, now... So Joe then unpacks everything and starts making his bomb. Don't call it a bomb, but it's a bomb. Explosive device. Yeah. <laughs> and they talk about the gummy bears, and they're going, "I know." Now here's the deal: if the gummy bears were that important, why were they already picked up? Why did he bank on yeah. there being some? Because in the- that's an uh, that's and an again, awfully big chance to make that they'll have gummy bears a there. Big, big chance. I guess he needed some, just something that had sugar on the outside. But- I guess so. It's a bit. It's a big chance. I, uh, maybe he could have asked for a cup sure, of tea and got sugar with it. How much sugar? It, I'm sure if it's science, I'm sure how much sugar is in it matters. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes through the science of it and writes the the um, the formula on the wall. Chemical equation, yeah. Because they all went. Now, here's my question, though. If it was this simple, you don't really need Joe Boom in the movie. Well, no. But Once you learn it's just bleach pens and, yeah, and some what, gummy that's bears. That's what they were saying, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Bleach pens, but gummy he bears. He won't part of his cut. He want to get his 90 grand back, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. So um, they put the canister in the tube, and there's an error. 
Uh, it gets sent back and Clyde catches it. Turns out he twisted the bag too many times. Okay, great. And then it does work. It goes boom. Uh, some smoke comes through the pipe and the vendors call it in. The Bang brothers start vacuuming the money out of the vault. Joe Bang wants to turn it up and it goes haywire, sucking Clyde's fake arm off. I mean, it was funny. I was sitting there going, oh, what yeah. are you going to do with this? Yeah. Well, I kept thinking evidence. Yeah. If you leave that behind, he's screwed. Especially with like what ends up happening. Yeah. Like, yeah, that would have been him done. Yeah. Um, so Clyde wants to get his arm back and the Bang Brothers make fun of him for going to Iraq and following his brother's footsteps this felt like the wrong time for this bit of information to come out this is more like the night before stuff goes wrong you can't blame him for following you're your own person if you want to go into the army and follow somebody that's not his fault that his arm got blown off no, no, unless it's, it's not a, Jimmy's fault. Unless Jimmy, unless Jimmy said, "Oh, let's try and do this, or go this way, or do whatever." Unless Jimmy was like, "No, no, we can stay, stay, we can fix this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was, it was tentative at best, but it, it was just a misdirect from the movie. But it doesn't hold up to logic. No. Um, the brothers lecture Jimmy about the morality of switching the date. They're not wrong, but the time again to bring this up isn't now. No. Uh, Jimmy promises Clyde that he'll find, I've said the fire, I mean he'll find the arm. Um, meanwhile, there's been this driver who's been fighting with Seth MacFarlane. Hey, that The was, race car driver. He's obviously the driver that's like sponsored by And he had this whole thing about, s- earlier he had this thing about software, and software is what I put in my body. And it's really Dude, pretentious. My, my sugar levels are at optimum. It's this really pretentious make. thing. And, and Seth MacFarlane makes him drink part of his energy drink before he goes out there and then he has a glucose crash in the middle of the race and he passes out and i guess he spins out i thought he was gonna fall into a sinkhole that's what i thought we were going to when he lands did you, in the infield. Did you recognize who that was i did not i know who it is now oh okay yeah, yeah. i yeah, saw yeah. i saw something on a, on a, on a panel so Bucky. yeah the, the 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 driver of the nascar georgia yeah was so bucky. i'm reading about the uh yes it is bucky yeah. yeah i did recognize him straight away oh I, okay i didn't oh yeah, yeah. I, did. I got to the end of the movie and never recognized him I, the first bits I saw him, I go, he looks familiar, but I just kept I going. I never on. picked him out because I was, like, oh, I was so busy looking at a. Even when they did the whole thing, just him on talking about the software, I never picked up it was Sebastian yeah. Stan. I've seen a lot of his interviews, like from when he's done Marvel stuff. Yeah. So I think because he looks like that in the interviews rather than looking well, like Bucky, I've, well, I've seen, I've seen him in like. Easier. He was in Itania, and I saw him in that and thought he was brilliant. So I think yeah. I've seen him in enough things. I think I was just so busy looking at the car crash that was Seth MacFarlane that I wasn't yeah. paying attention. Um, what were you reading? Is there anything? In- I was reading about the bomb. Okay. So it it ba- it is the chemical equation he uses is accurate, and that would work. Um, and it's often used in like um lab scenes and stuff to like demonstrate it, like the reaction between okay those chemicals. Um, but he basically said they basically said it is possible, but the ingredients he uses because they're not lab grade materials, they then the amounts of the chemicals that are in each are so small, the explosion that we see is absolutely ridiculous. Okay. And the fact that he twists the bag too many times, that just that just isn't that's just shit. Okay. Like that means nothing. Yeah, that was just a funny um, line. I hope no one's trying to replicate this at home. Um <laughs> So, uh, so anyway, Sebastian Stan, Bucky, he passes out because someone said the right seven words in the right order. <laughs> <laughs> He's taken out. And uh, the Bang Brothers start moving the b- money in trash bags, encounter two security guards investigating the smoke. They find smoke, but it's a guy having a smoke of a cigarette. Was this ever established why he's doing this? Yeah, that was. This the, is clearly cover. He, yeah, it's it is one cover. Of, it is one he, of the guys, isn't it? Yeah, it's not one of, it's not one of the brothers. It's, it's someone else that. Earl? 
or somebody? Is he is he the guy who? What's his deal? It's someone else that it's it's half explained at the very end. It's someone else that he's a friend his, of a friend that not Joe. The other one, what's his name? Jimmy. Jimmy is someone that Jimmy's put in place and okay. pays him off at the end. I think. Okay. Yeah, that's a bit. It's the same as like it was when you find out George Clooney's paid off those two guys to beat him. Uh, the, the the big big guy to beat him up. Yeah, yeah. 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 It just seems a bit odd. Yeah. But it was all right. But I was just sitting there going, yeah, that's one I wanted to be ahead yeah. of the curve on. Because obviously it wasn't because he waits until someone goes by and then he stops smoking. So I'm like, that doesn't have to be revealed in the twist because you've shown me he's in on it at this point. So yeah. why is he in on it? That's yeah. what I wanted to know. Yeah. And did yeah, he get cut? Yeah, yeah because did, like because we see him get a cut at the very end. That's how we? you know that he's involved, that he was involved because of Jimmy. OK, I don't remember him getting a cut, but I I'm sure he got something in one of the flashbacks. We see we see him doing it intentionally in the flashback. I imagine it's paid off. Everybody would. Yeah, be. he must. Be, yeah. Um. But my, my big thing was, uh, like in Ocean's Eleven, when George Clooney, when the big guy comes in, they lock him in, and then he punches him, and he's like, I told you, not in the <laughs> mouth. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, Danny. <laughs> like, we knew at that point he's in on it, because yeah. because there's no point in hiding it, because no. it's going to be the next step. Yeah. This movie decided to want to do a little bit of both. Yeah, that was a bit... It's a bit weird. It was weird. Um, it so, made more sense if that was one of the brothers. Yes, if, if they were there smoking it, and then the other one was just driving away and then catching up. Well, it's because they wanted us to be concerned about the smoke was coming from there. So we're like, oh, no, he's going to get caught. And those guards, I mean, are they stupid or what? Well, that's the whole point. Is they're inept, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, Max and Sebastian Stan have a fight. Uh, right in the middle of it, Clyde and Joe Bango walking by, and there's not really anything. I guess we're supposed to, after the fact, suggest that, that Clyde punched him in the face. Yeah. I thought Sebastian Stan must have punched him in the face. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everybody leaves the race and gets out of the raceway and they go back to West Virginia. The inmates start a bucket fire and then Joe and Clyde hitch a ride on a fire truck. That was good. The firemen then put out the bucket fire. Don't ask about how Joe and Clyde get back in or where they dump their firemen costumes. Oh, they, they get back in because obviously no one's going to question firemen, are they? But we, yeah, where did they, where did they, fire where did they change? But how they get, because uh, yeah. they got in, because uh, they have to get back into that room. Yeah. So no, they have to get back in. They you know because they no they don't because they get caught in the lockout, don't they? So they've just got to be somewhere that is inside. Unless they leave the uniforms in the wall, they've no. got to put the yeah. They've got to get back to where they okay. got in from. That's what that's what I'm talking about. But but when they got out, they got out on the bottom of like some sort of transport thing with garage doors open. But they don't have the access to get in there now. There's no truck. No, they get in on the fire on the fire. Yes, they get into the compound. Yeah. but there was like a garage thing that they had to leave from. There was like an internal garage that had a garage door oh, that opens to let them out. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but you can't get access to that room because the, the fire truck parks in like the car park or in like the the fire truck is not going back to the same place as the no. But if there's like stuff going on in the prison, and but it's on lockdown. You can't you can't just open up random doors. No, they had to get permission to get into the, the real fireman to get permission just to get into that one door. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Now, it's a little bit of movie magic. Don't think about it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. he gets back again. Oh, oh, there you are. Oh, how are you, lovely? And then where's I imagine where's they, Clyde? They wait in where the <laughs> yeah, like true. the firemen are until once because once the fire is out and the riots over, then they right. But the, the fact that it's locked down is they? the greatest chance of them getting caught because everybody should be right where you left them. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, if he shows up and you're like, no, you haven't, you haven't been there for the last four hours, dude because the cameras aren't is the cameras aren't going off oh no they did they did smear the cameras in the, in the, in the, in the, the canteen so, yeah. and also he kicked the door getting out didn't he and broke that lock didn't he so yeah 
I mean, don't think too much about it, but yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's a fun movie. Like, if you think about Ocean's Eleven too hard, it's like, how does Danny get back in the room? It really yeah, makes yeah, no yeah. sense. Because yeah, yeah. the lasers would all turn back on. How did he get back up there? And then, yeah. Um, where are we at next? Uh, the Austin nurse comes back in, finds Joe Bang's room, finds him there. At the pageant, Sadie comes in with her umbrella, sees her dad, and drops her umbrella. Now, my question is, after she drops her umbrella, Ella, Ella, hey, um, like, is the sound guy? Like, what, what's he doing? Yeah, because you'd think, play the music. Yeah. Unless she was singing umbrella a cappella as well. Mm. Uh-huh. Why would you sing a cappella? I don't, I don't know why you would. I don't think you would. But no, I was no, just, no. You're right. He would have played the music yeah. and gone, oh, hang on a minute. What, and then I got doing? news for you. She's not a good singer. No, oh, she's no. not. Like, everybody sings along. That's nice. That means she won the pageant competition. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, Bobby Joe's the only one who doesn't sing along, and I don't. I don't know why. <laughs> is because basically this is a, a, a song about how much she loves her dad. Probably. Yeah. But what's wrong? Everybody wouldn't it have been great at the end. She's like she joins in as well yeah. Yeah. and goes. He's decent. He's there because you don't think much of her. She character loves him at all. Roy's got more of a character than yeah. she does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the cut tells us she wins. Cool. Uh, Moody finds out his car is wrecked. When did this happen? What, his car getting wrecked? Yeah. When they were driving, they it's driving just the it's car. dirt they stole from, his car. from speeding. It's just dirt? It's just yeah, dirt. Yeah, it's just dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not wrecked wrecked. Oh. It's just dirt. I saw how some damage. Okay, it's got some dirt on it. But he just Then said, he way overreacts. Yeah, he does, yeah. I think it's because like he obviously left it in the car park clean and it's he's come back out to it and it's got mud all up the side. Like, that yeah, is a bit, yeah. a bit weird. Oh, I mean, the idea that t- t- he, 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 it was right. his car. Yeah. Um, you know... Go ahead, take it for a spin. I mean, there's that kind of notion, isn't there? Um, Jimmy ditches his truck uh, by a gas station and hitches. I've got why, question mark. It'll answer that. Yeah. Jimmy then burns the list for what to do to rob in a bank, and then we find out the news coverage, the hillbilly heist. We find out the money was returned in the truck, and we're like, why? That's my notion. Yeah, the, the like, answer. Why? At the salon, we hear one woman goes, why go to all that trouble if you don't have the guts to keep the money? And Melly says, maybe they chickened out. So they're really leading you to think that... But without reason. I think at this point they they haven't received their stuff yet, so I think they do think he's completely just. No, they're yeah. all they're all playing a part. No, they're not. They're all playing a part. No, they are not. I can prove this to. You. On them. Just you have to let me keep on with, with, with yeah. the review, though. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see it that way either. Because I, I was with you. I was with you, and then something happens. Oh, okay. Um, then we meet, and it's a really like wild like third act, like yeah. So I was for like the third time in five weeks. Yeah, I was really high on a movie and it didn't know how to get out. No, we meet special agent Sarah Grayson, played by Hillary Swank. Yeah, Georgia, you might know Hillary Swank if from nothing else on the episode of The Office where they spend a whole episode debating if she's hot or not. (laughs) This is that woman. She's the next Karate Kid. She was the next Karate Kid. (laughs) Um, there's an. Do you ever see P.S. I Love You? You might know her from that. Yes, I have seen Okay, that. she's the female she, lead oh, in that. The, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. The saddest baby. movie Very there sad ever film. was. Yeah. So sad. Um, there's an eyewitness. Sadder than Titanic. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's an eyewitness, and it's Max, the uh, Seth MacFarlane character. And so he identifies. He goes, no, no, I know who it was. I saw it was. It was the one-armed bartender, and there was another guy with him, da-da-da-da-da. And she's all like, well, like, No. It's not because they go, we talked to Dayton White, at which point I went, oh, this is Sebastian Stan. <sighs> and he refuses to corroborate the story. But I'm like, okay, FBI, you have one lead. Yeah. And maybe you chase it up. 
Especially because they're clearly they those two clearly don't get on, and he's not going to be wanting to help Max with anything, even if it's a legal investigation. Surely, I mean, surely you'd put your differences aside there for a legal investigation because this is the business that he works for as a driver has been screwed out of so much money. I think unless he's got an issue with. I'm not sure if a speed dog because he works for NASCAR. He doesn't work for the the Speedway. Got robbed, not NASCAR. I know, but it's like one of their venues. You'd think he'd be a bit more like. Uh, I don't know. He's obviously so blinded. If the notion is, and we need to see this then, if the notion is that Clyde does punch him in the face, then that gives Sebastian Stan's character a reason to go. I don't think Clyde did. I think that was the other one. Well, actually, because if you, if you look at it this way, if Clyde does punch him in the face. Max says it was Clyde. Or one of right, but Max is not it. Max is not necessarily reliable. So I'm trying to prove why I do think it is Max who as Clyde who punches him in the face. If Clyde punches him in the face, then that explains why Sebastian stands like I didn't see nothing. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like I don't know how he got his nose punched in. Yeah, don't know. <laughs> yeah, good but point. if he punches him, then all of a sudden it's it, there's no reason for him to be like yeah I didn't yeah I saw him yeah yeah. But yeah, after yeah. I got done punching him in the face, he walked by. Yeah yeah, yeah true. Yeah. So that's my notion for that. But again, we're doing a lot of work here. We are. Yeah. We are. We are. <laughs> Um, there was no need for this third act. It didn't need to be as long as it was. No. Clyde's a free man. Jimmy's not there to welcome him home. There's some mail from for Clyde from the Veterans Affairs Office. He opens the case, and we don't get to see what it is. Mm. Uh, Grayson questions the warden about the coincidences. Um, and, you know, the, the, the warden was pretty, you know, we don't have riots. We don't have this. We don't have that. We don't have fires. <laughs> yeah. uh, Grayson then pitches the exact scenario that happened. He's like, there's no way that could have happened. We don't have an escapee problem. But then in the prison canteen, Joe Bang hears about the returned money just in time. So I don't think Joe Bang knows. No. Okay. Um, just in time for the warden to come question him and dump his food on the floor and be assaulted by the warden and then put in solitary. And I didn't understand any of this. No, I didn't. And then released. I don't understand. Well, time, time passes. That's obviously five it, months. Does he believe that it doesn't, he But it doesn't feel like a time pass because it doesn't... It, the only way I know is he says I have five months after my yeah, sentence. So, so, it doesn't, it doesn't so, feel like that, so does, does it? The pri- does Dwight think that, um, that he did have take part in this heist and decided that... <sighs> Or at least he's it's gonna, the reason for the riot, maybe. He thinks maybe he put one over on him, and it's more about his ego than anything yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. I don't think he really cares about it. Again, you've got to do a hard work thinking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, then they dump out of the food on the floor, and he gets assaulted by the ward and put in solitary. But then that just jumps. There's no consequences. He's a free man. He goes to the bar to question Clyde. Clyde hasn't seen Jimmy, but we do see he has a new, very sophisticated robot arm. Yeah. I was still worrying at this point, even though I'd seen it before. Forgotten. <laughs> Um, the the other arm. I was still worried yeah. that he was going to get put back. The FBI is told to back down by the Charlotte Motor Speedway. That's who that guy is. That wasn't like the FBI's bosses. That was the guy who yeah, runs the, the speedway. speedway yeah, saying we're okay. And why are you okay? Well, he's got Grayson, all the money and Grayson challenges. You guys said and we heard them. Forget the count. We'll do the count later. Yeah, yeah. just keep pumping money into the into the tube so they don't know how much money they lost so they could get so they're just as much crooks as everybody else because yeah. there's no way they guessed low no no um and so, they got the insurance money and the other money back yeah so they got virtually more back so uh, i've got here so i have my notes as a result how do you know all the money was returned you don't know uh, you don't know what to ask for back to joe bang he's got two hard-boiled eggs and some coffee there's a knock at the door and it's a spade a shovel you might say in the states on the corner of the porch it takes a moment and then he goes ah and he digs and we have this last big sequence over fortunate son by ccr um 
we then flash back to the very beginning of the Easter fair where they're looking at the two Bang brothers. And we find out through a series of flashbacks that Melly was much more involved than we were first led to believe. There were two hoses, and as a result, two piles of cash being distributed. So the hose that the Bang brothers were doing, all that money was always going to be returned. Yep. The money that Melly was doing, that was always going to be the money for them. Yep. Uh, Jimmy did find the arm, we found out. Um, and he cleans up the walls and yada, yada, yada. And then we start doing people's end games. So the inmate who started the riot has a limo waiting for him and an envelope full of cash. Sylvia got a donation for the work she does, which may as well have said from Jimmy. Yeah. With the plaster. It's an awfully big leap to make here. Yeah. That she's, you know, this woman who's got a moral purpose about doing the right thing is all of a sudden going to be like, oh. Oh, apparently she is if the, the, for the last scene. She is, My yeah. boyfriend's a. Uh, My boyfriend stole money. He's yay. a. Yay. He's a criminal. But it's okay because technically he's only insurance money. Yay. He's not after that girl in high, high school anymore. <laughs> The cake woman, I guess she got a new cake. We never actually see. She's a cake box and she yeah. opens it. I think she got money in that cake box. Oh, if she got money, that would be dangerous. I think she got money. Think about the town, right? If it looks like she's profiting from this at all now in any way, yeah. she'd go to jail. I, don't, yeah. I think she's getting a cake. Oh, do they, they don't show us, so we don't know. They don't, but I thought I was to fix the car. Oh, man. okay, fair enough. Do fair enough. Mean? Could have had a note. Sorry, I hit your car. Yeah, or something. Money. A cake and money here. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even do a cake in that regard because I'd be no. like, that links the two. Yeah. Um, That's true. Jimmy's got a new job at Lowe's, which is like... Uh, a hardware store, isn't it? B&Q. Yeah. But like a, like a, like a, like a massive yeah. B&Q. Um, he picks up his daughter and now she wants gelato. She's over her ice cream aversion. In fact, she's after the really refined stuff. Because she want to be a top chef. Yes. <laughs> so she's progressed and it seems like, you know, she, he's, she's told by, by uh, Katie Holmes, hey, take as long as you want. Will be around. So this is the win. Yeah, but it's I agree. Yeah, for her character. It's a bit lame at the end. Of- yeah. Back to the bar. So the question became, and I went back and I played this again with with the thing on, because they meet up together, and he goes, "So how do you know when it was safe for us to go get the money?" Because we saw the other garbage bags had been like, um, yeah, like GPS out. chipped or something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and put in like in like a landfill. Because the garbage men are the ones who took it out, not them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went, you know, and so he explains, well, you know, there weren't, you know how they cut your phone off if you're like a day late? And he's yeah. like, yeah. He's like, they kept my phone on, so I knew my phone was tapped. So the day it went off, they cut the pie, went, oh, there you go. And they kind of all smile. So I think it's 100% that because when well, you don't say for us to go. Now, it could have been an ellipsis cut, and there could have been a time where he goes ahead and says, hey, no big deal. By the way, we're all still good. I just hid the money. But Melly was in on it. I think the Logans were in on it, but I don't think the bro- uh, the. Oh, okay, sorry. Weren't. My argument is that all the Logans are in on it. Yeah, Logans, but not Bangs. None of the Bangs are in on no, it. No, yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, so we're arguing the same point. We didn't see the. He wouldn't have second take the the spade, would he? No, we no, and we didn't see we didn't see what the, what the Bang brothers, the the Howie and his his sidekick there. We didn't know <laughs> what we, we don't know what what they got. No, because obviously everybody got something, but we don't know what they got. Yeah. Bit weird not to see that though when everybody else you saw. Yeah, and then they're all in the. Everybody gets together in the bar. Um, Jimmy is with Sylvia. Sylvia. Uh, Melly seems to be getting interested in Joe Bang, and they're all just sitting there drinking out in the open. Don't go around someone's house. FBI agent Grayson turns out to be at the bar as well, and uh, flirts with flirts with uh, Clyde. Not Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and the final shot is the old fake arm holding a bottle of booze. 
Yeah. I didn't like the ending. Because is it's, the is the ending? So let's talk about this. Is the ending not that they're all going to go to jail? No, no, because what it is, they brought her character in too late in that third act. They didn't need to have her. Well, in you, that. you can't have her before the robbery. No, happens. I know, but there was, but she was an important character. They set her up to be an important character. She wouldn't let it go. She should have let it go. That would have been the end of the film. She only comes back because I think that's setting up for a sequel. It does feel like that. Like it's it feels very sequely. Never happened, did it? No, but no. It, it feel it feel that way. I think they have to get, they have to go down for this. She's got them all in one place. They're talking not quietly. No, about this. Again, clear- they don't make it clear, clear, do they? No, I mean she's still FBI though. So although the but she was told to drop it, yeah, she's she? told to drop it by the Charlotte Speedway. The FBI doesn't have to listen. Well, yeah, true. So I think she brings them down. Again, the, I mean, the only cool thing is that Jimmy's like he's just working for like low money. I think at Lowe's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's doing seasonal work. Like no one's going out and buying. He's not buying himself a new truck. He's uh, not doing anything like that. So I think he's all right feels, as far as that goes. I've read it as if the, the FBI lady's just got a personal vendetta now. Yeah, that's like, how just I read wants it. To fi- wants to figure it out for herself. Yeah. But we don't we need a couple of scenes of yeah, her like do. like over her desk or being like, but I'm that's not. How, I, that's I, how it felt. Like, she doesn't even fight it. Yeah, no, no. But then she appears. So to me, it feels like she's got that thing where she's going. And I definitely, I think, need to know what this is because I know it's this, but no one's listening to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely think it was set up for a sequel because she just brought in too late. I just think I didn't like it. I think they should have ended it after they'd done the heist and got out a little bit quicker. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm just taking a look here. My phone went just, buzzy. It just buzzy. seems a bit, bit drawn out. Mm. Oh, my phone's just died. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, it's got the... But there it is. I got the, the flash. The charger's over that. there, isn't it? It is. So I'm going to go ahead and quickly... Um, plug that in. Plug that in. Um, Did you want me to grab it for you? No, no, no. I'm just trying to think of a question that sort of leads off. I mean, I don't know how old Georgia... You remember Ocean's Eleven, but I don't know how old I, I remember Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven, I remember walking out with the biggest smile on my face, and I felt that, you know, because they walk away, Terry Benedict's car is following our heroes. Like, this is very much a uh, let's play it again. It is, it is. It, this is you they know, all get together at the fountain, don't they? For, because of the hillbilly jokes. heist. They may as well call this, you know, hillbilly, hillbilly Ocean's Eleven. But, you know. Hillbilly Eleven. That was a, I walked out with 11. the biggest smile on my face when that was clever. This felt... And I remember thinking when they started the heist, I'm going, this is like Ocean's Eleven. Like we're, we're 47 minutes in. We're starting the heist. This is yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It didn't feel like... When they put the pieces together at the end, I kind of went, huh? Yeah. yeah. They didn't spend enough time putting the pieces together. No. No. They had a lot of pieces. Yeah. And they just didn't know how to put them together at the end. Oh, They did the heist, and then we got, okay, he's ditched the money. I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's an interesting twist on it. And then we find out bit by bit that they've got on their stuff. They've got on their money. They've got on their cut. And then they show us how they, he did it and the alternative bit that we weren't seeing beforehand. But that lasted about three minutes, if that, for a heist that lasted about half an hour of the film. Yeah. And I'm going, you, we needed more time on the behind-the-scenes magic of the heist, been, as it were. Yeah, yeah, because it better it, it see a bit more flashback. Yeah, so what, who was the guy who was smoking? Yeah, yeah, And what, where was this second pipe going? And what was the significance of the cockroaches? And all yeah, because we're making these all assumptions. Because we've that, had to put this together, yeah, not, yeah. not the film. The film hasn't... The film has put pieces in front of us and we've had to put them together rather than it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just felt a bit underwhelming because of that, because of the fact that it didn't... 
put it together fully at the end. Yeah, it just seemed a bit odd. Yeah, definitely. And I felt like the last bit like, still dragged dragged out for it no reason. It dragged, but wasn't, but also wasn't enough of it. No, and like you because said, they put the FBI felt, bit in as well. It felt like a personal vendetta at the end yeah. with her. That didn't feel like an, an official thing. It no, it felt like I am going to get to the bottom of this, which left open for a sequel. That's never happened. That never happened, though. Well, yeah. Um, Logan, not so lucky. Two. <laughs> yeah, and then where's the thing about the family curse? Because it's literally called yeah. Logan Lucky. Yeah. And you kind of go, all right, well, that's their surname. And apparently there's some sort of curse that means they're really unlucky all the time. But we get told that nothing's ever happened to Melly. And then is this them breaking the curse by getting the, doing this right? But... Uh, no, it, it doesn't tell us. No, it doesn't. It doesn't, no. You're right. It, it asks, the film asks a lot of questions and then doesn't answer a lot of them. No. And that's frustrating. It is. I was talking with Agent Scott from Spy Hearts about Don't Worry Darling. And he talked about this Hitchcockian perspective called the icebox problem. Mm. Which I think now has been referred to as the fridge problem or something like that. It's not fridging as in like what you do with female characters. It's more about you watch a movie and then you go home and you're getting something out of your icebox, your freezer, whatever it might be. And then all of a sudden you go, hang on, how does this work? <laughs> and this film's got a fair bit of hang on, how does this work? And yeah. sometimes you're willing to forgive it. We talked about Ocean's Eleven fairly consistently throughout this, but it, it's got some situations where you go, okay, and how much are you willing to spend your disbelief or how much creative license are you willing to give this? And I think you're willing to give more of it if you've got – um, if you've got really interesting characters or great dynamics between characters or if you've made me think for any moment they might actually get caught. Yeah. But also, I never I'm, felt like there was that urgency if they were going to get caught, though. Yeah. I'm willing to suspend my disbelief pretty much up until the end of the heist. Mm. It's then when they come back round and start trying to, like, re... What's the word? Like rejig it. Like that you start going, oh, but that makes no sense. And now that makes no sense. And now that makes no they sense. they pivoted near the end? And like you said, most common thing, they don't know how to get out, out how to end a movie. This is, no, this is Soderbergh playing the hits. He's already done Oceans 11, 12, and 13. He's doing Oceans 14, but it's just, it's just somewhere else. But again, but again, would you have made these links if you hadn't seen Oceans 11? To, to what? How different would this film would have been to you if you... Would you see in a different light if you hadn't seen Ocean's Eleven? No, I you think know it well, be more it's, it's not just Ocean's Eleven. I mean, de- well, no, no, Den, of, Den of Thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's a few movies like this where you go, oh, it's it's this. Yeah, but I mean, if you hadn't, would you still have, be thinking those beats? Yeah, I think if you're if you're not expecting this in the slightest, that end bit because there's no voiceover into it. There's no this is how I did it. It just starts this montage of clips if you're not expecting that or have aren't familiar with that concept i think that's that's really confusing because it takes so little time over it it doesn't do it justice to do it as a standalone concept i don't think uh yeah i hear you on that i i don't know i can't i can't put myself in a situation where i haven't seen oceans 11 and remove that from my psyche so it's hard to imagine um i think um would I have felt, I mean, the minute he gives the money back, you're going, we didn't even see him struggle at any point with it. Nor do we really know why he wants to steal the money. I guess because he's lost his job. But that, and he can't provide for his kid and he can't do That's not really things. shown to us, though. No. But that's, so, again, us thinking. There's no motivation. No. 
just all of a sudden i think we're kind of like clyde we wake up we go past the fridge and we see if there's a sign for 10 things we want to rob about a bank <laughs> and you're like cauliflower and we go all right and you're like oh this is new what's what what's going on today <laughs> someone names a floretted vegetable all right let's go yeah okay guys courgette that's yeah. not a vegetable. Broccoli. Broccoli is the Broccoli. other one. There we go. Um, Technically cabbages, I think, and lettuce. I think they grow in the same sort of way. Is that right? I don't think they're floretted. Do you mean I might not even be using the right flowered. word. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, cabbages, isn't it? Cabbages are flower, I think, technically, but hmm. I don't know. Yeah, feeling time for you. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, it's okay. Just just waiting to see. Haven't heard anything from Hermes. I just double checked to make sure we had the right date, and we do. So <laughs> that part's all right. Um, let's have uh, a, just for anybody curious up there for an update. England is winning two nil, oh, two nil. So we're look Looking like we're good looks like we're good course. value. Uh, whilst you were talking, I checked my fantasy football, and uh, I've just checked mine. It's going all right at the moment. But I'm that doing, means nothing. I'm doing okay. I'm going to beat Stu. Stu's quarterback got knocked out very early in the first quarter. So oh, no matter what happens, I think I'm I'm I'm, so, I'm sound as a pound. So uh, yeah, so that's that's all right for me. Last time I played Main Street Finance because he's got to a Tagovailoa. Close. I can't remember his name. Yep. Um, Tagovailoa. That's the one. He scored like forty five points last time I played yeah. against him. So I'm just hoping that he doesn't do that. What's this time. the what's the percentage currently? Uh, 66, 34. Oh, not bad. So it's not horrendous. It's 39. Oh, sorry. You were 34 or you were 66? No, I'm the 66. Oh, good. So it's one currently 138 versus 120. Oh, that's good. Which oh. isn't bad, but I've had it better and it's gone the wrong way. So. Liam, you, you're doing your usual thing? Yeah. Yeah. 26%. It's all right. <laughs> that's I think right. I've only won two this year. Is that right? Yeah. Ethan and someone else. Yeah. Ethan won one, so no one, no one's going winless. But uh, we may have to we may have to progress through, and if uh, if I hear from Hermes, I may have to add him in a little bit later. Okay, doke. It just is what it is. But uh, we can't tread water indefinitely. Nope. So I'm sure scheduling just something just went a little bit awry, and that's okay. Uh, but we're gonna go ahead and he'll uh, just jump in as and when. Will he? He'll jump through as and when, and if we even get to the end, and I have to find a, an hour for him at some point, I'll talk to him one on one. Yeah, that's totally okay. okay. So we'll do it like that. Okay, cool. So here we go with this we're in the end game now and we are in the end game now <laughs> i need to figure out how i'm gonna remember that one's i almost always hit the age game one of that thing instead um i remember it because it's like the green of the time stone that what's his face has in his thingy okay it's dr strange isn't it i think maybe i can remember that i'll see the stone he has in his little or do- or do-do. green and game both end with both start with g so i'll go because oh, it's dr strange that says it but Yes, but I, I don't remember color. I remember letters. That's oh, all right. okay, cool. It's no, a mnemonic very, device. Mnemonic much... devices are for each individual person. <laughs> I'm very much color That's fine. That'll be, yeah. be a great example for you. I'm color-based. Um, there we go. Um, Liam, I, I, I will supersede this should we be successful in re, re-hitting up with uh, um, Hermes. But do you have, an, at least in the interim, do you have a random word? I do. Okay. Code pink. Are we doing code pink? Code pink. pink. Okay, code pink, everybody. <laughs> I thought we were done with these two word things. Code pink. I'm gonna have a look and see if there is actually any gifts that come up if you type. Oh, that there's in. code red in there, but yeah. exactly. But we're not doing code red, are we? <laughs> I assume there might be a code pink. Yeah, we'll see. Pink uh, code. Money, money, money. This made two hundred. Sorry, this, sorry. Uh, by this made bleh. the budget. <laughs> the budget was twenty nine million dollars. Yeah. What do we think it made? Georgia. 
150. Liam? 200. You're both ridiculously high. I say, I oh, think really? I read somewhere it was a flop, yeah. 47.5. Really? That's so rate so high on Rotten Tomatoes. Just because something's good, I mean, people go see it. Uh. Yeah. Like, it was, an indip- it, was a, it was a small studio who, I forget who it was, I said at the start, it, was, uh, it wasn't one of those big um, oh, okay. studio houses that brought it to us. I hadn't heard it. The fact that I had to go, the fact that I got the title wrong, I referred to it as Lucky Logan. I referred when to I announced it Lucky last Logan. week. Yeah. yeah, and so I don't, I don't even know that. I mean, like, what's the what's the the end game of 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 the film as far as marketing went? So if you had that many stars in it and we didn't hear about it, that says something. Yeah, true. So, um, yeah, those points that we said Mr. Tatum had, I yeah, he didn't get any extra money for this. <laughs> yeah, like this thing wouldn't, this thing definitely lost money, which okay, is why you don't get your sequel. sequel. Yeah. So when she goes, I'm thinking about staying around. If your arguments that yeah, she's going to be chasing them in movie two, it would have been really hard to write a second script for this. But why yeah. set up for that? That's how it feels. Because they, they, they might well have been setting it up for a sequel, but if well, it doesn't Soderbergh's do going, well and you lose money on your he's, first he's film, you're not going to make the sequel. Hasn't he? Yeah, so you, you leave okay. it so you can say, hey, happy ending. They get away with it with a small, ooh, she's ooh, there. Twisty, twisty. But if, if you have to end it, then I guess you hope people remember the fact they got away with it and a little bit less about the fact she's there. Mm. I don't like the fact she's there. I wouldn't, oh, I have, I wouldn't have had her. No, me either. But I'm guessing this was them introducing her. I, I do think you're right for a second movie. Yeah. yeah. But... It, it's it's if it, one of my biggest pet peeves i think in film is pretentious isn't the right word the smugness of people to go just because we're going to tell you there's going to be a sequel that there'll be one and i'm like no care and then they don't deliver and i'm like well hang on yeah it's like if they never do um master of the universe the, that, that was set up for a sequel was it? wasn't it yeah uncharted was set up for a sequel still not seen that do you think that's going to get a sequel? It was definitely set up for one. Yeah. How, how was the box office on it? Do you think that's it's hard it? to tell because it was pandemic still. Yeah, that's yeah, true. true. Yeah, I think Tom Holland still... Tom Holland's needs something to do that's not Spider-Man. Yeah. So if they can get another franchise behind him, there's always that. On the note, we haven't really talked about... Has everybody seen the new Indiana Jones trailer? Yeah, it looks pretty good. I've not seen it yet. No. Looks pretty good. It's got... What's her name in it? Uh, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Love Phoebe okay. Waller-Bridge. Love yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. See, I thought they was... Because I, I was convinced, I read somewhere, they were setting this up to carry on the franchise with somebody else. That was... I think I was thinking of Crystal Skull. The, the theory was that Sheila Booth was going to take over. <sighs> and then that bombed so badly, and people responded to his character so badly. It was bad. Wasn't happening. No. So, um, no, I like what I saw. I'm trying to remember... See, I don't remember how I felt when I saw the trailer. Crystal See, I, Skull. Yeah, I Because I would, I would have seen it in the theaters because I don't think YouTube was a thing yet. It's too much CGI for me. Well, the film, but what was the trailer like? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, and, I and was then, excited for it. And then if we look back now, it's hard to go, well, what would I have thought? Because we know what think, the whole thing is. When you think, like, Last Crusade, brilliant movie. I'll watch all the trailers and then let you know because I don't think I've ever seen an Indiana Jones film. All Here's the way a hot through. take. <laughs> I think Last Crusade is the only one I like. Raiders yeah. is okay, but I think the problem is that Last Crusade is the first one I saw. Again, right? This is this is the trilogy. Yep. So, like Die Hard with Vengeance was different to the other two. Last Crusade was different to the other two because you had two protagonists. You had uh, the father and the son in the third one, and the same with Die Hard. You had um, Zeus and McLean. It's going to be hard to call both of them protagonists. I challenge both of those, but they're the closest we get to two protagonists. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
It's, it went in a different direction. The third it, it went from being the star power of one by himself to no, no, no. Let's give him a running buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make it a buddy movie in many ways. But each one is, yeah. I think, a, a better movie for it. Absolutely. My favorite is uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Peril. <laughs> is that a ride? It's the ride at Disneyland. Uh, <laughs> I've been on the ride at Disneyland California. I imagine it's the same Probably. setup, but Probably. yeah, no, this, this it was is really the good. One. It was really, really good. We need to have a BFE visit to disney i'll say this there's a bit <laughs> at disneyland there's a bit where the, the, the stone from raiders rolls towards you yeah, yeah. and just as it feels like it's gonna come around you you like duck down and then i think I know, it, it continues different. on behind oh it's so good oh, yes no cool. that is because that one's an indoor coaster most of it in, yeah i yeah, know yeah. this is an outdoor oh, really? just just themed as like a mine cart type thing all right let's take a look here uh let's do uh the awards there are no nominations of merit this imagine. is not that kind of movie. I was expecting a spin the car chase. Yeah. Somewhere. You, you said to me when you were setting it up, I think it's going to be this. I, I think it's going to be a car chase. That's the one thing I got wrong. <laughs> Once it's a NASCAR, I went, okay, it's not that. It's 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 Ocean's Eleven meets yeah, NASCAR. Yeah, but I expected, when I first heard about it, I expected, and they made such a big thing about... The whole side plot with Seth MacFarlane and his driver and Bucky. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was so tacked on, like, you didn't need it. So either go all in and make it a big thing. Yeah. Or don't do it. No. But yeah. also the same with the, just the girl toe. that ends up, the medical girl. Like, yeah. What, what was the point? There's no point to it. It's to show, it's to show that he's a good guy. Because he's done a selfless act here, hasn't he? Well, I guess so, but like, it just didn't feel It feels like, like he's just trying to buy off the girl who he couldn't remember yeah. if he kissed her or not. Yeah. But to be fair, with the way he treats his daughter, you, he is a nice guy. He is a guy. good guy anyway. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. You, you didn't need that. I guess the idea of it, this is outside of his being a good fuck is his kid, right? Yeah, I guess so. Like he did something for the, for, the, for the greater good. Of West Virginia, he seems to really love his, his area, right? Yeah. That one's just called Indiana Jones's Adventure. Is that right? Yeah. No Temple of Peril. Um, <laughs> okay. Who would you cast as who? Um, I guess by proxy, I'm probably Melly because I'm not stepmom who's an arsehole. Or no mum who's an arsehole. Three nil, by the way. Wow. Uh, goals by Henderson, Kane, and Saka. I don't know who they are, apart from Kane. Well, Saka, he's, Saka the, he, like he's the young guy who missed yeah. the last penalty, isn't he? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I don't know. You didn't watch the penalty shootout no. of the Euro finals. We watched it together. Did we? Yes. I How do I not remember it? that? We had M from Verbal Diorama on. We said, can we end it early yes. so we can... And then we sat around because we missed oh, the one goal yes. that actually happened yes. for England. Yes. And everybody, including me, became like a football pundit expert. <laughs> See, I did it long before <laughs> Ethan did it. <laughs> I thought you were talking is about it, this World Cup. Saka, the young guy as well, who did the who did a lot of fundraising? No, that's Rashford. Oh, that's Rashford. Okay. But he's had a brilliant World Cup as well. He was England's top scorer going. Oh, hang on. Go. Hang on. Is Pitchford somebody? Uh, Pickford. Pickford. Yeah. Is he a goalie? I think so. I don't know. That just rings a bell. Uh, my, Ethan's football. I mean, Ethan knows so much about football now. He'll be, he'll be going, oh, I can't no, believe you guys don't know this. Call my brother quickly and just ask him all the football questions No, we've we're got. fine. <laughs> we've got Google in our hands. We don't need to phone a friend. Uh, oh, no, because he would be belligerent as well. So. Yeah. Um, so no nominations of me. Who'd you cast as who? Georgia, you said you think you're Melly. Because I'm not the mom. <sighs> I'll be the purple lady, aren't I? You, you, you're good at the one-liners. Oh, yeah. So you'd probably. Oh, you're Daniel Craig. Yeah, you got yeah. me as Joe Bang. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think actually, wise, I'd be more him, but yeah, more. I see. I was going to say because it's really about 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 the two of them. <clears throat> yeah. So the two, I think I'm I'm Channing Tatum, and I think you're Adam Driver. Yeah. If you're doing just those two, then definitely, yeah. 
That's the energy I would get. Am I really that depressive? <laughs> not, it's not like Channing Tatum's like, who's not, ready to laugh? They're not box of frogs fun, are they? <laughs> um, I'm like, Jesus. In, in a comedic role, I'd love to do the Roy part. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I thought his part was really fun. Um, oh. It's Andy Dixon. Yeah, it's, oh, uh, okay. there we go. Oh, he's just been knocked out of Wham again. Asked Alex to play Christmas music. <laughs> it was the first song up. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> I'm still in. Ooh, I'll there you go. Tomorrow. You're one of the only ones left. Hang on. What are we? What? Hermes is convinced that uh, he'll be okay. That he'll be okay because he's not exposed. See, I was worried about that with the Americans. I'm like, it how exposed would you be to so it? So tempting to play it as he just joins the <laughs> It has to be organic. It has to be organic. It has to be. Yeah. You can't just walk into a room and hold a phone up to someone's head. You're out. I know, but that would be funny. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. That's where I would go with it. But if you think I'd be Joe Bang, Joe Bang would be all right. Joe Bang's a good character. I, see, I thought there was going to be more to him. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I was but like... Again, I thought there'd be more to this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought there was going to be more, more to everything. It was promising movie, yeah. and promising and promising, but no, never really going anywhere. You know what it lacks? Here's what it lacks. Pace. It lacks fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. For everything else in this, you think, oh, this should be a fun movie? It's really not. It's not, no. There's a few one-liners. Yeah. But that's it. It's mainly like other people doing stuff and just like Shannon Tatum just like staring. <laughs> like the funniest character is probably Howie. <laughs> I like how you call him Fish Howie. Bang. Yeah. Well, it's Fish Bang. I mean, come on. Fish, fish, and, fish and Joe Bang are the funniest people. Yeah. 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 I, like I do though, wonder I why his name is Fish. I don't think too hard about the characters. Um, Everyone else has got a normal name. <laughs> I'm going to say yes before I even ask the question. Does this film have a villain problem? Yes. Yeah. Here is why Ocean's Eleven work. Because you hate Terry Benedict and you want to see him get his. Yeah, yeah you want to see Andy Garcia, don't you? There's no... Because the biggest villain in the film is Seth MacFarlane. But, you're not, not even, but you're not robbing Seth MacFarlane. No, no. So if Seth MacFarlane was the personification of the Charlotte Motor Speedway. So here's what you do. You have corporate. Corporate who fires um, who fires Jimmy at the start of the film. Yeah. So Jim O'Hare, I'm sorry, it was so-and-so from corporate. Here's Seth MacFarlane. He's the guy who runs Charlotte Motor Speedway. And he's being an asshole about he's it. He's being an absolute ass about it, right? Yeah. So you're like, so now he's Terry Benedict, right? Yeah. You know, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Plus, it wouldn't matter. We're going to be done on time. No, I want him to work twice as hard. Get him out of here early. I don't care. Yeah, and you yeah. find out he's done a week early. And now you're like, oh, he's treating his employees bad, too, even the ones who stay. And now all of a sudden, we're going to rob him. Now, it gets rid of the whole our moral standards. But you can go, here's the moral standard. The guy's a jerk. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right? And now the whole and thing about yeah. watching. Because when he succeeds, it humbles this guy. And that's the guy you want. Because Terry Benedict is great because you see him get humbled. You he, do. he tries to maintain. He loses everything. And there's that shot where the elevator's doors closed. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. music's going on. But that's Clever. the genius because he's the personification of a loss. Yeah. yeah. Because otherwise, just guy stealing money. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think the idea about how to get him on the side, well, you, you humbled the jerk. Yeah. Right? And so that's what's missing. And you, if you want to make Seth MacFarlane your villain, fine. But, but go this way with but, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if not, he and feels more use, useless it. and pointless. Yeah. And then the one thing that happened to the villain, him getting his nose broken, we don't see. No. Exactly. And then when Hillary Swank comes in in, the act, in, in act three, you know, her... And then he goes, leave it, and he can kind of be a little smile and go like... We we got ours from the insurance anyway. And then you can go, oh, he wins. Mm. And then you're like torn a bit. And you're like, oh, because as opposed to, hello, character we've never met. Yeah, yeah. until now. So like, 
Yeah. Yeah, I think this film does have a villain problem, a pretty big one. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I agree. Um, what should this film have been called? I don't think it should have been called Logan Lucky. No. No. <sighs> no fun, Logan. Desert's 11. <laughs> or Desert's 7 or whatever there is of them. Yeah. Um, fish, fish, bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. Sunk hole speedway. <laughs> oh, that's what really annoyed me, that line as well, that he goes, and that's why I like to call a Joe Bang. I'm like, so are you named yeah. after the fact are you, you like to after- both things? In which or case, your just- brother shouldn't have your, your, your adopted no. moniker. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. a lucky happenstance. You went, well, my surname's Bang, I'm going to get into explosives, might as well. Like, eh. <laughs> Makes no sense. Oh dear. Maybe that's why Herbie's, change. Maybe this is why Herbie's hasn't come on yet because he's like, uh, I've rewatched it today and I've realized that they're going to pick it to pieces. <laughs> it's not a bad film. No, it's not. It's just no. not great. Either. When you see 90 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes, you go, oh, it must be a great film. This, this is this is, this is the Paddington argument, right? Yeah. Oh, Paddington's much better. Just because, yeah, but Margaret's just because 90 something percent doesn't mean it's a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Oh, Paddington's 10. <laughs> All the way. Have you seen Paddington Two? That's where oh. we, we're not. They're different movies. You can't. <laughs> you can't give Paddington One any sort of the rub that Paddington Two gets. Because I will admit, Paddington Two seems to be really highly regarded. Oh my word, he's with us. We are being joined. I think out of the blue, literally says, "Don't kill the messenger." Oh, I, I, I heard a voice. You guys, uh, here, am I coming through? Okay, I'll turn up my gain. You are coming through. I will crank you on my end. Much better than last time absolutely much better i apologize for i have you in my calendar for much much later today actually when oh, i saw oh, the no. message i panicked no. yeah no 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 we're usually this is this is our recording slot yeah, you God bless so you. right no, no you're okay. so right it's i okay. totally just incorrect uh let's catch up let's catch up how are things going uh, how's it been with you uh, it's been quite a month. I have been traveling all over the world. Was in South America for about two and a half weeks. I went all over the East Coast, West Coast of the states. It's been it's been a great time. It's been a great time. Oh, nice. So a couple of years where there's no traveling, and now you're doing a lot of traveling. <laughs> I had to get it out of my system somehow, and now that I'm free to go, they just opened up South America. So immediately, boom, nice, went down. Nice. <laughs> Never been to South America. Me either. Never been to never, America. Never, I've never been to a lot of places, actually. <laughs> <laughs> basically, I've been to North America and Europe. That's basically the extent of my travels. I've never been outside of Europe. Yeah. yeah. Europe's pretty massive, though. But I've not ever been outside a lot of, of Can- the first, like, three countries yeah, but in a, Europe. A, 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 a lot of Canadians haven't left Canada. Yeah. And if they do, they go to, like, an, all, like an all-inclusive resort, like, drink and eat your face off and <laughs> sit, sit by the pool in the Dominican Republic. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not really traveling. It's just, it's really more just, like, exploitive economics. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Americans is the same. Yeah. I mean, see, the thing about America, I was talking about this with Julian last week, is... There's not one singular America, is there? And I'm not sure there's not, I'm not sure there's one singular Canada, but you have so many more options between climate, between diet, between ideology, between lifestyle. I mean, Seattle, Washington is worlds different from Austin, Texas oh, yeah. than it is from living in Alaska or living in Boston, Mass, or in the middle of a, of a cornfield in like Indiana. But you can have all these different experiences and you have the freedom anytime you to pick up and go, 
which identity or which lifestyle do I want to have? Do I want seasons? Do I not want seasons? Yeah, yeah. This is genuinely what I was talking to a lady at work. I think she's originally from New Orleans, I believe. Okay. Um, but went to uni in Philadelphia. And because I'm looking, hoping to go over to do my master's, I want to do it in America somewhere. She was, and I was talking to her and she was going, do you want to be hot or do you want to be cold? Yeah. And then started there and kind of like went, this is the different. So I've decided I probably need to stay north because if not, I'll get too hot. But mm-hmm. I don't know because but it's if- just so big and there's so many different places. We're saying like the, the one place in America is like a completely different culture, country, all sure. these different things. Whereas like in England, it's, fa- it's, it's fairly homogeneous. I mean, there's yeah. the north, the, the north south, versus the south versus and the London. Yeah, but... I mean, accents will be differently, but as far as like one of the things that makes you quintessentially part of your culture, they're very, very homogeneous. Similar, yeah. yeah, whereas yeah. in the States, you can go even just cross a state line, like we were saying, and it's... Like, you could literally yeah. go, I don't like the laws in my state. If you have the financial else. ability, I will move to a different state where the laws are this. Yeah, so it's it's a mass it's massive because not only do I need to get a visa and scholarship, but I also need to decide where what sort of place I want to live in. Like, and that's yep. overwhelming. <laughs> it's also exciting. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's too there's too many options. So I mean, uh, I mean, pardon me, glorifying your homeland for a second there, Hermes. But, <laughs> but, but, but I'm there, here for it. But but there is that, and I sort of sit there as a Canadian, and go, we don't really have that same level of choice. I mean, there are different personalities or different lifestyles, west to east. But there's certain, there are certain things that are just um, uniform, whether you want it or not, because the climate. You can't really go any further north than, than for the most. So you have a choice. You can be cold or really cold. Those are really kind of your options. <laughs> or you can live in Vancouver, which is kind of like, you know, that, that sort of Pacific Seattle, rainy, but not as hot kind of thing. But, I mean, it's it's not nearly as... The options don't feel as limitless as they do when you look at an American map and you think about the options that could be available to you there. What's the hours difference between New York and California? What do you mean? As far as like time zones? Yeah, yeah, Three. Yeah. Three hours, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what uh, our co-host and I always have to figure out. <laughs> oh, okay. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty vast, really, isn't it? Where you think of England... And Scotland and Wales. Well, but even us, you know, us and France and Spain and really Germany, we're only an hour. An hour, yeah. I'll tell you, when I lived in Phoenix for the year, uh, six months of the year I was three hours behind my parents, and six months of the year I was two hours behind my parents because Arizona is one of the states that doesn't do daylight savings. Oh, okay. Um, so as a result, like that felt like an inconvenience. And then I moved to the UK and it's just insane. Like my <laughs> sister will still try and message me and I'm like, cursed, it's one in the morning. Like, and I've been over here for eleven years now. I'm like, I'm like, learn to do plus. It's just plus five. That's all you have to do. Curse plus five. Oh, so there's only five. What time is it now? At five. Oh, okay. Because she's in the same time zone as New York. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Canadians invented time zones. I'll have you know. (laughs) (laughs) For whatever, for for whatever that does. But yeah, so uh, there's that. Um, How I don't know. Are you are you a big Christmas guy, Hermes? (laughs) um i would say i don't despise the season but i am not a huge fan of the season this whamageddon is probably going to be the highlight stay if i can stay in it well it sounds like from your 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 sort of 
status or whatever you, you, you posted that you, you'll be all right. I, I, I hardly ever listen to any radio, and it was just because my let my battery die down on my phone. I plugged it into the USB port. <laughs> Otherwise, course. I would have been Bluetoothing it, and I just would have turned off the car. But I'm like, oh, God, take it out because I want to have the phone in my pocket for when I go into. And then it got me into it. Was I was like, wham. I was like, you've got. I smiled and went, like, four days is pretty early for me. I, yeah, I, I usually I usually make day. it to double digits, and yeah. especially because we made such a big deal of what we're doing on, on, on the Patreon. Yeah. We're keeping track of it. That's been really fun, and I'm like, oh, it just stinks that for a lot of us, it, it a great. lot of us got taken in the first three four days. So yeah, yeah, I'm still doing all right. So, yep. Considering I listen to the radio, yes, you do. So uh, your your job will knock you out. Yeah, your job will absolutely knock you out. Yeah, yeah, eventually. There's no way. Not. Are you working tomorrow? Yeah, I yeah, it will knock tomorrow. you out. Like yeah. they only play it one or two times a day, but they'll, they'll definitely hear it. Yeah, yeah. Now, if if it gets played and you happen to be in the back cleaning a sink and you don't hear it, that doesn't count. You have to hear it. Yeah, you have yeah, to hear yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. have to clock it as well. Like if you, it, I, it was halfway through the song that I clocked. I, I don't know about that. That's Christmas party yesterday. Someone went, "Hey, Ian, this." Somebody going, "Oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. You got me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if, yeah. You, if you don't notice it, like no. if it's playing, but you don't. He as long as you're being honest with yourself. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I, I had to think, was that that? And I went, yeah. Because I was basically trying to think, what are all the ways that Ethan's going to lie about saying he didn't get got? He'll still be going until February, wouldn't he? <laughs> he would be. Uh, so, yeah, such is as far as uh, that goes. So I'm trying to think of anything topical. Oh, Hermes, have you seen the new trailer for Indiana Jones? I have. Thoughts? I hated the last one, and I really didn't think it needed another one after that. So, okay, I mean, as far as like question, does it does it need to be a fifth Indiana Jones film? My answer is absolutely no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a, a slightly different question, though. Too. Yeah, yeah. What did the trailer? What do you think? Okay. I, I, thought okay. I, thought the, I thought the trailer looked okay myself. If you're gonna do I a fifth one. I don't know. I think I think the trailers are just I, and I try not to watch a ton of trailers. It just happened to pop up on on one of my feeds and continued playing and I didn't stop it kind of a deal. Yeah. And it and it was kind of more of morbid curiosity because the the last one was so so bad. I think it it it's trying to hide a lot of the same things that the last one hit, which was, you know, his age. So, I mean, not yeah. to be not to be in ages or anything, but there is like a limit on stunts that you can kind of get away with and what your body as an actor is like able to perform. And as a character, if that's not the character, you know, it definitely was that's where that was like one of the biggest issues I had with the last one where it was just it kind of took me out every single time and obviously writing and there was a lot of other issues too, but that one kept glaring issue throughout it so this one i can't imagine is going to be better unless it's awful cgi throughout it or something my problem is like they did the age jokes last movie yeah and that was 15 years ago right wow (laughs) so you can't do the age joke because you did the joke last time yeah so if anything you gotta do the opposite and build up to be strong the only thing i've got is you've traded sheila booth and the woman from the first one from raiders i don't remember what her name was You've traded them yeah. for Phoebe Waller Bridge, and I will make that trade every day of the week. Isn't the other guy back? Reese, where his name is. Somebody Reese? I think there's a couple of them back. Jonathan Reese Davies or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, the one with the Fez hat. Whatever they is he still alive? I think so. Because they, they showed someone I was supposed to, I think I was supposed to recognize him, but I wasn't sure if it was him or not. I think. Uh, Reese is R H Y S, Georgia. Yeah. Because you're looking it up right now, yeah? Yeah, what's his? What do we think his surname is? Jonathan Reese, R H Y S Davies, I believe. D A V I E S. I thought I saw him in the trailer, but I don't know. I felt like they were trying to bring it all back. Still alive, yeah. 
Oh, so there's probably in that yeah, one. Yeah, okay, so it must be him. Bring it all back to. Yeah, he's he's listed for Indiana Jones. Because Park. the guy who played the the other one, he was the butler in Trading Places. Oh yeah, and he was he played. Uh, oh, I had his name literally for a second there and just lost it. And he played uh, the guy who gets lost in his own museum. Anyway, he was the the pen is mightier than the sword. He did die a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember talking about him on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, if you want to bring someone back to sort of give that sense of fulfillment, he's the guy you got to. He's the only one left. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you got him and you can bring in Phoebe Waller Bridge, who I think has got a young, fun energy, um, I just want to see her in everything. I think if this takes off and that does really well, it won't. She's not. No. They're not going to do a spinoff with her. Really? Yes. Not even, you said to me before, but if they make money, no matter how good they are, they'll still do them. They might find a, a way to get her in her own franchise, but it won't be the same character. Because it's going to be the same thing. Remember all the arguments about Pirates of the Caribbean and the Margot Robbie spinoff? Yeah. I'm yeah, like, if you do the Margot yeah, Robbie yeah. spinoff, you know what all, all, everyone's going to sit there thinking? I want to see Jack. I wish we have Captain Jack Sparrow yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. And the Margot Robbie thing's apparently like dead in the water, and Captain Jack's apparently on his way back. Oh, okay. If you believe the scuttlebutt. what's the scuttlebutt the scuttlebutt podcast hosted by hermes and friends a great listen we're still can't wait to get on there at some point yeah um this calendar is going to be opening up for this coming year we'll we'll figure it out guys very much looking forward to it sounds good very much looking forward to it um so i was talking about the scuttlebutt what was i saying before i went into pitch mode for hermes (laughs) Uh, about how captain jack's oh captain jack's not coming back yada 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 so if you were to do another franchise with it's such an unfair comparison to make and i think we've seen that playing huh i think i think what we're hearing or there's been rumblings or whatever is is that this is a chance for phoebe waller bridge to carry on to become indiana jones okay the hat and whip get passed to her but that was supposed to happen with sheila booth last time right and people went, no, I'm not, not having that. Yeah, he's an actual cannibal, so you is, can't do that. Isn't this in the whole theory in the last one that, that Mutt, that was the character's name, right? Mutt, that Mutt was his kid? Isn't that what it was in the end? He's yes, his, yes, yeah. he was his kid, and they get married, and it's how all... Gonna, I thought that was... How are they going to retcon yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> he died. That's that's the only thing. <laughs> or he goes off to college, sudden, or I, mean, I don't know. All of a sudden, Mutt and, and the mom are there, and he just goes, they belong in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> and we just wheel them off, and that's all we're going to say about it. You ever heard the Shia LaBeouf song? No. <laughs> you need to listen to the Shia LaBeouf song, it's great. So, I really don't like him. What, Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, in anything. I tell you what, um, you haven't seen Don't Worry Darling. Hermes, you see Don't Worry Darling by any chance? No, uh, I have not. Because the Harry Styles part was originally supposed to be Sheila Booth. Yeah. Oh, okay. And when I watched it, I went, he would have been infinitely better. I don't like the guy, but there's a certain yep. energy he brings, oh, okay. and it would have been perfect for that film. Okay. And Harry Styles was like not. That. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I guess. Uh, sometimes it's just not made for you, or you're not made for it, I guess. He got, something happened. He got cut, or there was disagreements between him and... Uh, there were shenanigans, because oh, it got reported several different ways yeah. by different people involved. And then, and then her boyfriend replaces Sheila Booth, so, yeah. you know, all sorts of whatevers. But I'm sitting there going, there's a certain type of film where Sheila Booth is the right guy for it. Mm-hmm. I think he's a talented actor. I think he's exactly. a narcissist. I think he's got all sorts of other stuff going on. You know... You know, the, the squeaky clean kid from Transformers, it turns out, was that And even Stevens. <laughs> even Stevens. I don't know what that is. But sorry, surprise, surprise. Okay, he's going to be a massive douche. Okay, fair enough. But you know what? Underneath it all, there's still this level of... He's actually an actor. He's, he's, a Disney he's actually an actor. He's also a Disney Channel 
child star. Is he really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what Even Stevens is? Yeah. Well, yeah. Ra- yeah. Ryan Ryan Gosling was on Breaker High for crying out loud. <laughs> Canadian like children's television. So there we go. When he part of the Disney Club as well. Yeah, he was Mickey Mouse Club, wasn't he? Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's all sorts of many paths to the same location. I guess one would say. Yeah. He was like the mm-hmm. main role. He was Louis Stevens in Even Stevens, like mm-hmm. for for a while mm-hmm. when he was little. You have you seen Honey Boy uh, with with Charlie Booth? No. no. If you want to talk about act, um, flexing his acting chops, he wrote the script uh, in while he was in rehab, and it's all about sort of like a self reflection or a, or a semi autobiographical um, take on his life as a child actor and having to pay the bills and everything like that. Very, very, very um, intense themes like <laughs> going consider, on. It. That's really interesting, though. If you consider like that Disney experience, which several actors have kind of come out against, whether it or or entertainers i might say mm-hmm. whether it's the jonas brothers whether it's demi lovato whether it's miley cyrus right and how much of that is you are a um oh what's what i'm looking for here you are a commodity mm-hmm. you are something when he was that brings that. you are something that brings in finances right yeah. and that is your job your yeah. job is to generate income and then we see what sheila booth has kind of turned into which is this very eclectic avant-garde artist who has run as far away because in the transformers as well right yeah. and he's run as far away from bankability and being a movie star as theoretically one could imagine for the sake of being an artist now it's come off as pretentious as all hell in a bunch of cases mm-hmm but I think if you look at that Disney upbringing, I mean, even go all the way back to um, Miley Cyrus, Judy Garland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Kind of the original child star yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. how it messed her up Completely. because she was just a commodity yep. and all throughout her life. She really couldn't shake that idea about her value as dollars and cents. I think yeah. you might not approve of what Sheila Booth kind of turns into at points, but you can go, I understand how he goes down that direction. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and that's the th- I, I say what you will about the. I mean, all the problems that any industry may have or, or tends to have, but there's I don't know. There is that. There is just that essence of innocence that that um, throwing a child into the position of an adult in in a job in a financial role in an exploitative role, et cetera. That we could. I mean, even the movie. I don't know if we've even got to what specific portion of the show we're in for what we're going to be talking about for the movie wise, but there is that, I, that, that very clear line. And, um, and like you said, there's just too many examples of why it doesn't seem to play out positively, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate as it is, but I don't know, we can't change the society. I guess we live in sometimes when it comes to that right now. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Let's retrack a little bit, actually. We, we had got fairly far into it, but that's not an issue whatsoever. Um, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about why did you want to choose this film? Uh, besides the fact that it was your second choice, because I shot down your first one. <laughs> <laughs> is this one you want to pick? Pardon me? The one you shot down, is that the one you want to pick? No, it was me saying you've used your wild card for the year already, buddy. Oh, Pause okay. that till the new year. Fair Can yeah. you find something that meets the criteria? <laughs> and you had one ready to go in the chamber, and I was like, I don't know this one either. So, there we go. But what, what was it about this? Because I had to be honest with you, man. I I'd heard of the film, but I'd never really even heard buzz about the film. I just knew it existed and was really surprised to see it was uh, regarded as highly as it was, and I hadn't really clocked on to it. So what what is it about Logan Lucky that uh, mm. sort of uh, made it on the short list for stuff you wanted to do? I, I think it's uh, it's different than a lot of the films that I commonly 
and anybody who's seen the track record thus far that I've brought to the to the uh, show is it's it's definitely outside the wheelhouse. More of the comedy base is more of the fun. Uh, more, I maybe hopefully I, I up Liam's road <laughs> where it's it's yeah. maybe not necessarily going to win any Oscars, but it's a blast throughout <laughs> it. Right? <laughs> I will hundred percent tell you when I told Liam what we were doing. He went, really? It qualifies. And I went, yeah, it does. And I hadn't seen it. And he went, he went you'll like it. It's not going to win any Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Nor was it nominated for any, we've no, discovered. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, but every now and then, that's I, I, li- I like to show that that is just as uh, an acceptable best film candidate. You know, it can still be a best film, even if it's not going to win any Oscars, even if it kind of flew under the radar, which it did at the mm-hmm. when it re- was released. But you as uh, more and more people see it and anybody I've shown it to seem to have the same reaction of, wow, I can't believe this did kind of fly under the radar. And maybe there's some obviously there's a lot to discuss as to why maybe we all think it did. But, you know, it's it's still a fun, enjoyable time. And that's kind of you know part of what movies are about is to sit down and have a good time i will fully agree with the idea that a a movie that's fun can come out and be the best film ever that's okay Mm -hmm. i'm not sitting here saying it has to be um citizen kane or it has to be singing in the rain (laughs) Uh, or it has to be whiplash um or it has to be uh the departed or or even parasite liam if i can Uh, start another one on the list that that a fun film watch whiplash to watch parasite like a fun film that a fun film can win it that it can be it can be um the muppets it can be uh, i'm trying to think of another fun one that we did or i mean die hard with a vengeance it the can rock. be The Rock. Yeah, that's it, fun. It can be. I think Con Air is eligible. Is it? It can be. <laughs> Con, it can be Con Air. Or how do I? <laughs> or it could be Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> and, 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 I, and, I, and I bring this up, yeah. Hermes, because these story beats. If you go back to Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. there's a very strong. Have I seen this movie before <laughs> kind of feel for this? Because I love Ocean's Eleven. Me and too. I picked up on the parallels pretty quickly in these two films, having never seen it before. Now, the minute when I was showing to, 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 to Georgia one of the screen caps, she, what's it about? I said, it's this. I sent off a screen cap and I went, hadn't seen anything, hadn't researched anything. I went, kind of feels like Ocean's Eleven meets NASCAR. <laughs> yep. days of Thunder, you said. and i hadn't even looked at who the director was and then when i saw that it was steven soderbergh i was like oh doubly more so then because he directed both of them okay great do you see did, did you see have you noticed have you picked up on the parallels between those two films oh absolutely and it's it's i don't know if you are a fan of rick and morty but there is a whole uh, episode devoted to heists and heist films where they poke fun at the at the formula of heist films and and this is a, another example of it again is it any less of a fun time no but yes are we very aware <laughs> and almost to a meta sense of of what's happening here <laughs> no not at all because i haven't I, i'm not a fan of rick and morty <laughs> i'm, I'm uh, too old I've never seen it i'm too old uh, <laughs> i watched one episode and went oh, i don't get it <laughs> and I, and i'm okay with that i'm old let the young people have their rick and morty and i'll uh i'll, I'll see each is out i'll see i'll see i prefer my dad Harmon in the in in the community version of him rather than the rick and morty version of him mm. um so the problem when you have something that feels like it hits the same beats could be 
which is another interpretation for this is how I see it. <laughs> Could be that it makes me think of the other film and going, did it do it better? I think it did it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I found that with Ocean's Eleven is because it felt like, sorry, with, with this film is that it felt like, because it, it was hitting the beats of Ocean's Eleven so very similarly. At one point, we're talking about the bit where Clyde's sitting down with um, um, Jimmy. And he says, Charlotte International Speedway or whatever. And I'm like, oh, this is basically the scene where George Clooney and Brad Pitt talk about why, why, why are we doing casinos? Because the house always wins because yada, yada, yada. And I'm going, am I just being reminded of, of a different film that I think I liked more than this one? Mm-hmm. And therefore, I keep being reminded of how this is. It's all right. But I'd really rather be watching that other film. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't disagree with you. Uh, the only, I guess, counter I would say is it's sometimes it's nice to have the same thing in different flavors. You know, uh, ice cream. Oh, yeah, yeah. But don't get me wrong. I prefer this to, to doing, let's just do Oceans 14 or let's do Oceans 8. Which exactly. I haven't seen. I haven't seen. Yeah. But rather than do this open, look, we're just going to ape the same formula. I much prefer this. We're going to take the idea. We're going to go down a different road with this. Here's my challenge to you. I've never done this. Ooh. Hermes, give me one way which this film is better than Oceans 11. Mm, humor okay because i opined good word that is a good word i opined i don't think this is a very fun movie Hmm. fun or funny i said i wanted this one to be be, be, be i'll say a lot of humor is visual yeah and one-liners whereas because the are you are you familiar with 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 like who wrote the, the the script for this hermes uh, no, I couldn't say. Okay. Off the top of my head, no. It's his wife under a pseudonym. Okay. Which is fine. But I was just like, because I found the writing in Ocean's Eleven to be so well done. Mm-hmm. And the characters felt organic and definitely more developed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Hermes, explain this just, just if you can. Why does he want to rob the Speedway? Why does anybody want to rob anything? I mean, uh, it's, it's bad. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the film's logic. As well. <laughs> like, you know, well, he's kind of disgruntled from losing the job. You know, he's down on his luck. He doesn't. He's not financially secure. He's trying to see his daughter, who's potentially going to be moved away from him. Like, he needs money. That's why people rob. Other but, but, but at no people. point is he like I need to when he's talking to his brother he's not, he's not like I need the money to get the lawyer to make sure that Sadie doesn't leave because yeah. he's proud he doesn't want to admit this, I mean it's a West Virginian based um, you know uh, sentiment or culture is we're proud people it even says it at one point I really like the West Virginia setting and kind of identity I thought that was a really strong point of the film yeah I like that and an important way in differentiating it from some other films is this sort of I maybe need a few more explicit references to things like that um, there's a lot of things more so than John Denver <laughs> singing West, uh, this, Country Road. This oh, I I loved all the John. We actually went around earlier. Oh, we we went around earlier and named our favorite John Denver song. Do you have one? Uh, country Road. That's the best song Is ever it? in the oh, history of come John on. Denver. Thank God I'm a country boy. That's, that's 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 my vote. I love that. I'm not a big country guy, so if it if if I'm able to like it, that's already like oh my gosh, this is must be. You know, this this is definitely outside of my wheelhouse. So, yeah, I'm not a big country guy myself either, but I do like John Denver. I think he reminds me of a friend I had, though. So I think that's part of it. <laughs> Who really loved John Denver. <laughs> See, I love country, but I like 90s country. Bow, 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 bow. Let's go, girls. Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I have a- 
I have a colleague who hates Shania Twain. I love Shania Twain. And every year I request the DJ to play Man, I Feel Like a Woman. I don't even like that song, nor do I remember that big on Shania Twain, but she hates her more than I do. So I'm like, I actually prefer the album before that one. Uh, Don't know. That's a great album. Was, was, that, was, that, was, that, was that the debut? Was that the Any Man of Mine? Better yeah, Walk the line. line. That was yeah. huge. That was a breakout. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, um, where was I going with this? Oh, you said the running. I see. Yeah, I didn't see. The funniest character was Joe Bang. Yeah, of course. Look, the one line is that. Absolutely. He's the best character. The problem is he's not that present. No. Large portions of the movie, he's not there for. It's a lot of Adam Driver and Channing Tatum just kind of staring at each other. <laughs> Silently. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to you know, I, I come across like I didn't like the film because I did. I just mm-hmm. thought it was going somewhere in the first half that I'm not sure if a second half pays off in the way that I... There's a lot of things that needed explaining. The film asks you to figure out an awful lot on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First off, why does he want to rob it? And I'm perfectly you? fine. With, okay? uh, sorry, jump into that. No, by all means. And what's, what's, what's cauliflower? <laughs> yeah, yeah, cauliflower, you know, it's sort of referenced around, but they don't, I, I, I get, you know, not everything has to be explained fully, but to the audience, we're like, okay, that word is significance. So, why? So How? So significant to him. It meant something, but why was we not explained why it was significant? My biggest question is if Joe Bang, is Bang his actual <coughs> surname or is it because he likes explosives? And if it is his actual surname, as we're led to believe, because the brothers are called Fish Bang and Sam Bang, mm-hmm. then why have they taken the name? Is it just a happy accident? Who knows? That's my biggest question. Bang, I mean, there's a politician there. <laughs> who took over a, um, a water, uh, water line position recently with the last name waterfront i mean sometimes the universe just <laughs> gives you one it, 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 it is what it is <laughs> it's the part where he goes i like to call it a joe bang and and that's part, what like, i like to call a joe bang okay so what is this a self-appointed moniker or not i don't get it <laughs> just owning it that's all he's just yes. owning it <laughs> um, <laughs> um the seth mcfarlane character yeah yeah i was i was wondering who would and wouldn't uh, catch it or catch him well, yeah we saw, a lot um, of people don't I probably wouldn't have, except for I was when I, when I pause and go meet so and so played by, so mm. I wouldn't have caught him if I hadn't have stopped. There's certain uh, words he said that was sounded Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But yeah. not not all Stewie esque. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? So is he yeah. supposed to be English or Australian? I still don't know the answer to this. I don't. I think English. I okay. think English. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Is what his uh, brand and stuff. He kept, I think referenced. He kept slipping Sorry. though, didn't he? I don't know. I'm not. If you ever heard me and, try to do a British accent, like I mean, he was stuck in the eighties. Um, so my, my my question was this about the Seth MacFarlane character, because again, I'm comparing this to Ocean's Eleven. Apologies, but it just was me going. The reason why I like Ocean's Eleven, and the reason why I get behind them so much in the heist, isn't just we want to steal money. That's part of it. But the other part is it's about taking the money from Terry Benedict. Terry yeah. Benedict is the villain. He's the face of the casino. Therefore, when the casino gets robbed, he loses. The villain in this movie, Seth MacFarlane, but Seth MacFarlane is just a jackass who owns a NASCAR team. Who comes? He's not even the guy who they steal then. from. Yeah. So, what I what I th- as opposed to the guy who runs the speedway, who could have been the villain, 
but we don't get introduced to him until there's about seven minutes left in the film. <laughs> you know, because at the end of the day, we're told corporate didn't like the fact that Jimmy limped. So corporate wants to see Jimmy fired as a result of this. There's your genesis point for why he's got an axe to grind. Mm-hmm. And now if now if the Speedway loses money, that's the disgruntled employee arc. Let's take this guy down. This guy who's got everything. And I'm a war veteran. Uh, you know, I, I've been hurt you know, uh, defending my country in service of my country. And then I still lose because of it, because of a pre-existing condition. I'm going to take you out. And now there's a great arc there. And so I've opined that maybe <laughs> I'm going to use it again, that, that maybe the better use of Seth MacFarlane was make him that guy instead. Yeah. Make him the you guy know. who runs the speedway. And therefore, even at the end, when you have that smarmy bit where he tells Hillary Swank, well, we got our insurance money, so you can drop it if you want. You're like, oh, that's like so dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I think I to to I think that's where you, what you're uh, hinting at in all of this opinions for the <laughs> opines of uh, is is um, the twin, is the twin opines mall, if you will. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I think what you're getting at here is the villain problem. Yes, does it have yeah. a villain problem? Maybe in the classic sense of the question word yes but i almost i almost uh took it as as someone who lives in the states and taking that idea of the american dream i kind of took that as the the um the the villain aspect of it or, or what was playing most into that villain role which was the illusion and the lie of the american dream you have the corporate right uh corporate execs deciding yeah he can't work anymore that really hurts him in a lot of different ways. Uh, and then you have the oblivious, you know, foreigner that is rich and obnoxious and an asshole who, who definitely, you know, has shoveled money into this uh, Charlotte Speedway. If he owns part of the NASCAR team and he has this drink and he has, you know, uh, these cars and all of this so-and-so, um, I can't remember the character's name off the top of my head, uh, Winter Soldier basically Bucky, like what yeah. our contract says <laughs> yeah. Bucky yeah, has says this and this you know you can he's definitely fun, uh, funneled money into it so and definitely has a stake at some point in a lot of these races and you can continue on from there with various you know yeah but he's, uh, the, sa- he's the same stake as the ever 25 team owners are on the yeah i'm not I'm, not I'm not disagreeing i'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you there but you can't show all 25 of them for you know for the film you gotta hey, kind of all, pick one and they're all driving fords we found out <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, Chevy's and Ford's big in NASCAR. Yes, yeah, they are. Just there was lots because we noticed we have uh, Roy from from the office uh, who owns the car dealership, the stepdad. Uh, he had the, the big Ford logo. I mean, there are Fords all over this movie. Uh, you have to make reference yes. to Chevy because it is NASCAR. But if you look at some of the key things, there were like seven Fords and one Chev at one point in this one <laughs> shot. And I was like, all right, fair enough. But uh, I think you need to personify that American. And you you do, I guess, in the sense of this character, as you're saying. But I just felt he doesn't represent the overall goal or the overall mission. So, like, for instance, um, Star Wars in the first edit of of the first film, the one that was actually called Star Wars, um, you know, it wasn't supposed to be uh, in the first as written. The rebels go and blow up the Death Star. The Death Star is Mm -hmm. not coming to Alderaan to, or whatever. Alderaan's peaceful. No, it's already blown up. They're not coming to the rebel base to blow up the rebel base. And as a result, everybody said that the Jedi, not the Jedi, but the uh, rebels came off like, Purpose. like, like jerks because they just went and blew up a bunch of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so without the threat, it felt off. And I would argue without 
because they haven't given me a good enough storyline reason. I'm not doing this to save my kid because he hasn't said that explicitly. No. So mm. it's just let's get together and steal because we have a window to do it. Why? Because we're just like Clyde. We walked by the fridge, saw 10 rules for robbing a bank and went, that's new. And then he goes, yeah, here's here's a little good cardboard model I've been working on. It's a good cardboard and, model. And, and, that, and that's the setup yeah. <laughs> and the motivation. And I'm just going, I... I, I don't I needed someone to root against and, naming and I needed vegetables. to feel like they were actually in danger and you don't feel like they're in danger no. until the third act after the robbery has been successful and Hillary Swank gets introduced. Fair, I mean, all fair points. Absolutely fair point. I, I think more than anything, it might be a, a, a an American ideal or an American um, sentiment to immediately resonate or or identify yourself with someone who's been screwed over by the powers that be or the the us the or excuse me the other to us kind of a mentality you know whether it's you know you had a dom you had a serious the family curse that uh adam driver keeps alluding to you know whether whatever the domino that have led up to this position are i think as soon as he makes the decision yeah i think this is what I, this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna rob the the motor speedway um I it was very easy for me and seemingly 92% of people who have reviewed it uh, all are on board for the yep that makes sense they have billions of dollars yep you've been screwed over go ahead again I'm not calling this a bad film but I'm just going okay let's give an example the um, the 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 curse of the family mm-hmm. so when he says hey Melly's doing just fine and he said, don't don't say that don't put that on her wouldn't it have been great if we had a couple opportunities during the film where it seemed like she might be in danger and you're almost doing like a, like a, a Romeo and Juliet, a pair of star crossed lovers take their lives. And you're like, Oh, he said it. Is this going to be, is this where she goes down? Mm. Is, the, is, is this what happens? Because it gets thrown out there as it's just discarded so quickly as a fallacy, as a, as a fallacy is something that Clyde's come up with. And I thought it just at points throughout the movie, I thought what was lacking was there was no, po- I was sitting there going, I'm ever going to feel like they're not going to get away with it. Cause everything just felt like it was just, we're going to do this. Then 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 I'm going to catch the fake bomb as it comes back at me. But these were all things that were circumstance. Oh no, the gate won't open. Like, like the, these are the things that get in the way as opposed to any real fear of it. Some like the two security guards were about as dangerous as it got. And we, and you they know, weren't even threatened. We at don't all. know who Joe and Schmo are. They're just the guys holding flashlights. And they go, they ask a question. Oh, on your way. And I guess that's why I wanted the personification of a couple of characters to kind of go here are the, the warden is the closest we get to a character of any real malice. Yeah. But even he waits till the, the, the robbery's done before. Before he turns into a proper dick <laughs> and there's also so much left to chance in <laughs> well, this film. And, and to be fair i did stand up for the film a little bit here where i went oceans 11 has these these sort of holes too yeah, yeah but yeah. like mm-hmm. the gummy bears the, the gummy bears the paint the painted cockroaches the cake in the vault so how do, yeah i guess the questions would be i know it's movies got a movie and all that sort of stuff but how do they know they're going to eat the cake in the vault <laughs> and get left how are the brothers the ones who get called to fumigate afterwards? Because in Ocean's Eleven, they had a techie expert who would intercept the phone call, redirect it to them. They would pick up and go, oh, you need an exterminator. Now, we were told that Fish, Bang, 
<laughs> there's got to be a, a bestie for best character name at the end of the year because so, so if fish bang uh, uh, fish bang wallop <laughs> now he we were told he was great at computers but at no point did that come into the rest of the movie no he didn't do anything if he'd computers. redirected that and we found out that that's what got them in there but how do they get in there and that's another question and no one goes hey guys all the cockroaches have been painted pink I think that's weird. <laughs> it's just, oh, we got pink cockroaches. We're going to ask questions? Nope. And these are. Well, nobody wants to be around a cockroach, be fair. No, agreed. True, but true. when there's a bunch of them and they're all pink, I mean, I appreciate the fact that, you know, cockroaches like sugar. Here we go. We'll put the cake in there. Really, really clever. Unless you think about it and go, why would you eat a cake in a bowl? Here's the other question. It's okay. I work in an office, right? It's 530 time to go. Hey, should we put the cake away? No, I just leave it in the vault. <laughs> like surely there's a fridge there they would have gone I'll put it oh it's 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 Mella's birthday oh no she's been called out back because her car's been hit should we take her piece of cake out to her nah it's 5 30 <laughs> it's quitting time <laughs> I agree there's a lot of the you know just uh, fairy dust sprinkled over this of don't think too far into it <laughs> and that's part of the fun for me if it's good enough to where it's not yeah. taking me out every time I think uh, that's why I look positively at it. It's like, no, they were still doing a good job where, you know, the pacing of the film was done well. The editing was done well enough. You know, the acting was pulled off to answer the question of like, why were the brothers and everything called in such a specific way? Small towns like you see their hair salon hair. We are, which is a nice little nod to the accents that are thrown in there. Do the the brothers have an extermination company? It doesn't explicitly say no, but I'm saying if, (laughs) if it's a small town, I would, I've, lived in small towns there is one family that pretty much does all of everything in that town you know they have the gas station they have the bank they have the post office and one brother works there one brother works there and they all know this is charlotte north carolina (laughs) this is not a small town no that's that's where the speedway is that's not necessarily where uh, they they don't live in charlotte this is the vault of the bank of the charlotte motor speedway is it not yes it is they said it's like a small city in there (laughs) Good point. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good on the end of your reel. <laughs> that was brilliant. Oh, oh. I'm not used to people yielding when I when I actually win the argument. George just can just we have to put polls up and all sorts of nonsense. So. <laughs> I, I can follow I can follow the good logic. If it's sound logic, I'm following you the whole way. <laughs> I'm like, I hear you from West Virginia, but we're not. We're in Charlotte. <laughs> we're oh. across the state line. Yeah, so we still got to figure out how are they getting called. What's going on here? Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe they got a coupon in the mail. Hey, wait, I got a coupon. Hey, we, we got a coupon for fifty percent off fumigation. <laughs> I mean, again, just like Ocean's Eleven, you know, there are small, there are holes that are. This is why these giant heists don't actually occur in real life because there's too oh, many yeah. variables to actually consider and. You know, if we're going to already suspend a little bit of disbelief to enjoy the movie or to sit down and watch the movie to begin with, again, uh, poking fun at heist formulas as a whole. Again, good Rick and Morty episode if you want to check it out, uh, Ian, after this. Uh, It it, it is true. And if we're already going to do that, then I think a lot of the audience can say, okay, you know, that's still, I guess, clever enough. You know, that they had to find the right pipe that led to the bank vault. That's why the cockroaches were painted. Okay, it's at least they took some effort and some thought into writing this as a plot point uh, are there any cool little facts that you happen to know about the film because i went in kind of blind because I, I whenever i look up the cool little facts behind the scenes 
it usually gives plot away. So I tried to stay away from it so I could have a good first viewing. I don't want to know the like if I'd known the twist going in, that would have been a really crappy viewing experience. Actually, <laughs> uh, is there uh, is there any information you know or anything like that? Not, no, no, nothing like uh, fun facts or anything. No, I, I also cool. didn't look up any. Uh, no, well, you're, you're I, all right. Just there. a bunch of things that I noticed right off. You know, like I said, the hair we are, I thought was really just cute. All that of was, the accent play was cute. I've I've lived in small towns. That's totally the kind of thing that you'd sort of see in something like that. Hermes, how do you feel about um, Hillary Swank coming in at the end? Um, neither, you know, neutral. I don't feel one way. Or, are you? Do you have a? Do you have a gripe against Hillary Swank there, yeah, Liam? Yeah, I do because. I felt like she came in way too late in the movie and I felt like that was setting up for a sequel because mm. why come into the bar she, and that felt like a vendetta on her side. Oh, you mean the very, very end of the movie now? Yeah, okay. to, to leave, to go in, because she's, the Speedway have said, no, 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 we don't want to pursue it anymore, blah, blah, blah. So that feels like when she goes into the bar to find him, it feels like more of a, a personal vendetta. Sure. Yeah. And her character probably as an FBI agent just can't let things go sometimes, even if it's already been done. I think more of anything, at least how I interpreted it, is it might just be a uh, personal gratification. She just has to, like, look the the person, the perpetrator in the eye and know, similar to that scene in Zodiac where Jake Gyllenhaal just in order for him to move past this, it has to be able to sleep at night. He just has to know in his soul. And she's probably similar. She just has to know and look them in the eyes and like, yep, it was you kind of a kind so of a is, conclusion. Would, so what's your reading of the film at the end? Is it the, the, that they continue to get away with it or does she bring them down? Continue to get away with it. If anything, I think she's sympathetic to them. Oh, see, cause I think she's totally bringing them down. I think this is just, yeah, I think it's this like this haunting. Yeah, she's gonna because just because the Charlotte Motor Speedway says we don't want to continue. This is the FBI. See, They're I, not the mm-hmm. lapdogs of corporate America. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, yeah, maybe if she if she <laughs> if she's not been called to a yeah, fair enough. If she's not uh. if she's not called though to another case, I mean, like she still has jurisdiction across America. You know, if she finds something, she can still run with it. Yeah, but still, I don't feel... They're very enough, sloppy in that last scene. There was scene. enough time to be invested in her for that vendetta or for that personal gratification. Maybe it's the idea that uh, she's just... She wants to see whether or not they are going to slip up. You know, if if we're going to go... If we're going to run with that, that she is still after, you know, them or, or proof of what happened. Uh, maybe she acknowledges again she, where she says uh, i hate airtight uh, alibis maybe she's just looking for that little piece and, and she probably hopefully again as the audience member won't find it because you know logan and the logans did so well in this heist you know they they've sewn up every loose end they've you know dotted and dotted every i cross every t and her being there is a reminder to the audience that just because you have quote unquote you know accomplished the heist doesn't mean it's over there's still everything that happens afterwards but Again, well, assuming that like, they did it right. Kind of like Terry Benedict sending his guys after uh, Danny at the end of Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> kind of. Kind I mean, of. I, I, it's a formula. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, and I enjoy it. I mean, I'm honestly, when I first saw that it was a heist movie, I was like, oh, great, it's a heist movie. And so as much as I've crapped over elements of it here, I, I do enjoy a heist movie because it's just a lot of fun. Same. And um, I guess with the premise is fun. I mean, that's why that's why I sat there and went. I want it to be more fun because I think heist movies are fun by their very nature. And you need to be, in order to do it though, you have to be able to root for the for the characters who are I you're rooting have, for. I would have liked to have seen like um, when uh, oh, what's her name, Melly, 
mm-hmm. when she's driving the car and she, at high speed by the coppers. <laughs> I'd like to have seen them have a bit of a car chase or a bit of something, you know, because she was in this high performance car. You can't draw attention. But you're why? asking for a different movie. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, you, he, he's right. You're asking for a different movie. But then why drive past him like, the, like she did? Because it's comeuppance for the woman who gave him a hard time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they're, she, the old lady's just going to get badgered by them, maybe get a she, ticket or something. She slighted our hero earlier. This is this is the movie saying she's got hers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Especially because she's the, you know, she's going to church. She's the, you know, and she, it's also a bit, it's a little bit ridiculous, isn't it? She's the little sweet old lady going to church, and they got a with phone call, hair, and they purple, just in a purple car, and they just can't let it. They, well, we actually know someone like that. We do. Why yeah. would you even dye your hair? You know, but, but 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 they just can't. I'm sorry, hang on a second. You, you of all people are going to talk about why you would dye your why hair. Why would you even dye it? Your hair is currently three different bright neon colors with like intricate designs Should on I the back the of it. In my voice. No I, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's miscommunication. Um. So. But yeah, that, that's all that's for. That's just a little bit of comeuppance because if they chase after her, then you've got a car chase movie and that's not... Because then they're after her, they're after... I, 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 don't, I don't know what you do with that. Well, no, because that would be the other guy, um, Ford, John, whatever his name is. Nope. Katie Holmes's fella. Roy. Roy. Well, Roy. Uh, Moody is his name Moody, in this, yeah. Moody. They'd, they'd been chasing... Thought be chasing him, wouldn't they? But they would eventually catch her behind the wheel. They wouldn't catch her. Here's an idea. They get the plate. Okay, here's a funny bit, okay? They get the plate. They don't get her. And then when Roy drives the car at the end, after going, what's wrong with my car? He's driving home. He gets pulled over. (laughs) But he's not really. He's just a bit of a jerk. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a bad guy. He just takes kids to see movies they shouldn't see and badgers people into buying cars from his dealership. He's he's, he's not a bad guy. He's just a bit of of an oath. But he'd only got a ticket, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. Well, how fast was he going? <laughs> <laughs> how long did that chase go on? That's reckless endangerment right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. If, it, if it's a chase, that's different from if he... Yeah, so my version is not a chase. He's just whiz, she's just whizzing by and they get the plate. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah. Not everything can be an 11 and a half minute chase scene, buddy. Oh, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. We know, we know. I left at one time when you came home and I was watching TV and you looked at the TV and you went, is this another one of them Netflix car chase movies? I went, yeah, it's great. And you went, is it six underground or something? <laughs> I just shook my head and walked in the other yeah. room. <laughs> yeah. It was great. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, uh, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our Achilles heel. We do, we That's do. Right. <laughs> Liam's is hair dye and car chase movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a combination. <laughs> And Michelle Pfeiffer, which I don't disagree oh, with you on. Michelle well, there we are. So there we are. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but the car chase can stay out of this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think it's time we hit this button again. We'll do 2.0. We're in the end game now. Eh, we are in the end game now. Lots of stuff to talk about still. Uh, you know what? You can upgrade our random word because Liam gave me one and it's crap. So what do you got <laughs> for a random word? Oh, oh. Bang. Hey, bang. absolutely. <laughs> Liam went with code, code pink. pink. <laughs> and Georgia even looked up a gift. There's nothing. There we can do so much with bang. That's good. All right. Uh, I'll give you a chance to I'll give you a chance to play the money game. Code pink. Code pink. <laughs> uh, the money game. Uh, $29 million budget. Any idea what it takes on? Mm, 50. Yeah, you're pretty much bang on. Oh, 47.5. Well we went way oh, too nice. high. Yeah, it was not a... Uh, that's why I mean, I'd never heard of it because it didn't make a dent, really. Yeah, 47.5? Jeez. Crazy enough. Yeah. 
probably didn't even break even at that. No, I wouldn't. It wouldn't. There's no way. It, it would have lost yeah. a significant amount of money, which is a shame because Channing Tatum was a uh, producer on it, so he uh, definitely had a vested interest in it doing well. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got. Oh, let's have you do this because we had a couple of uh, uh, you know thought processes ourselves. I'm trying not to say opines too many times in one episode because <laughs> then I'll, I'll hate the word and not use it again. Um, so who would you cast as who, Hermes? Who? Um, let's see here for the who for Melly. I. I'm going to have to go with Georgia. That was, that's a very, it's a good role for you, Georgia, there. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if I can nail the accent, but we'll work on it. <laughs> well, I do love those we've, cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've heard everybody's southern accent here on the show. I think we'll we'll just keep it for the uh, previous cuts. Yeah. Not, uh, <laughs> not redo that now. Um, Ian, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, you're going to have to go as a, Cha- uh, yeah, Channing Tatum's character, I think. I think you're good at leading it. Uh, Liam, you've, do fantastic with a prosthetic so that's Uh, bravo on there and then ethan's got to be joe bang because you know he's got the chaos and the bang for it so yeah i I think that's where i go i I put put ethan as fish bang (laughs) (laughs) outside of that you pretty much i i did say i thought the dynamic between me and liam was yeah that i would be jimmy and and he would be uh clyde so that was uh interesting to hear on that side would you put yourself in the movie at all there hermes I would have fun with uh, Seth MacFarlane's character. That would be a blast. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Good shout. That was good. Good shout. Ethan could do that well, too, actually. He could. Yeah. Ethan could be good at that. Ethan's got a face you want to punch, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. On Completely screen. disagree. On disagree. No. <laughs> on screen. Uh, we miss you, dude. He would really slime it up, though. When you saw he him was. in the next scene with the thing, he'd be like, good. But there's a question. Like, maybe. So if he is the villain, which I think we've all determined he's the closest into a villain the film has. Not Ethan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. Do we lose something because we only hear that he got punched by Clyde rather than see that he got punched by Clyde? But we'd have cheered mm. if he got punched by Clyde. So? It's not as funny, I think. it's uh, That's more. If you see it, it's, it's you know, more dramatic. And it's, you know, how well did they do the choreography for it you know it adds a, another layer that of complication that they could then fall short on and so not seeing it i think you know up for interpretation and imagination to play with i think that's a nice a, a good decision there okay okay i i, I uh I want to see it because you, you seem to just come up. And, I guess the, you saw him get punched we, in the bar we saw him get his head knocked off in the in the bar you're not wrong there okay but that was shannon tatum that was shannon tatum that well that's true this is a chant that's a true this yeah, is a chance yeah, yeah. for the brother to actually get it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I, I, I like I, up his car is quite good, though. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I love that opening bar fight scene. He just walks out very casually, very calmly. Hey, you have a lighter? Thank you. And let me just blow Molotov cocktail this uh, $85,000 <laughs> car. Yeah, great. Uh, we've talked about does the film have a villain problem? Obviously, yes. Um, what should the film have been called? Uh, we all thought Logan Lucky was an absolutely terrible title for this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of another. I mean, it's such a weird. I mean, Ocean's Eleven fits for perfectly yeah, yeah, yeah. for the heist movie you're seeing. I don't. I, I mean, Hillbilly we'll Heist. Logan. Hillbilly Heist is too um, deflammatory to the South. Yeah, derogatory. Yeah. <laughs> desert Seven is my suggestion desert. earlier because it's in the desert. I know Oceans is his last name, but like. It's, it's not in the desert. No, but it's like South, isn't it? It's the South is not a desert. Well, some of it is. <laughs> Farthest from it. I mean, maybe Texas on West is more desert than. Yeah, if, it's, if it was based in Arizona, but then you don't have the accents. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
No. Nah. Um, <laughs> Southern seven. Nah, it doesn't really work, does it? Yeah, I can't. I can't. I couldn't uh, nah, replace it. Um, whose story is it? It's it's Jimmy's story. Yeah, Shannon. Start. You start with him. You end with him. It's about you know revolves around his daughter, and it was his plan. He did it. You know, yeah, to the T. No, no other character has any sort of. I I hate to say it, arc or majesty. Like, yeah. I mean, to be fair, not, neither do the characters in Ocean's Eleven, which I keep comparing this to. Danny Ocean's the only one who gets an arc. True. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and plus, did, it's called Ocean's Eleven. So did Noah. Yeah. Everybody got the arc on that one. No, if, you wanted to, if you wanted to make it anyway, you did. Only the animals. There's a brilliant picture of an illustration of the Noah's Ark. Like I said, a children's book. And there's all the animals going up. And there's lions. And if you zoom in on the lions, they've both got manes. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh what is the story here it's a heist movie i think really the end of the day in it it's mm-hmm. been fun musical inspiration songs that should have been on the soundtrack the beatles More i like- want to hold your hand <laughs> <laughs> that's just mean and then i kissed her <laughs> um he ain't heavy he's my brother it's easy for anything when you got food about brothers anyway, full stop. Yeah. Jailhouse Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad show. Bang, bang, you shot me down. Bang, bang. There's got to be some sort of song about bang, doesn't there? Yeah. Bang, bang, into the room. And I want it. Bang, bang. I'll see you know. <laughs> Can't do I fought the law on the law one, that's for sure. No. That's in my head. I'm not good. I'm not good with the the songs. This is this should be your wheelhouse, Liam. Come on, this is all you. Yeah, I know. And all I'm thinking of is the Living Newton John songs. <laughs> is anyone surprised by that? <laughs> Let's get physical. <laughs> You're the one, the one. <laughs> oh dear. Hmm. Um. Oh, this might be a Canadian song. It's one that goes, "My heart goes bang, bang, boom, do 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 do." My heart goes bang, bang, boom. No, okay, just me. All right, nothing, nothing. That's what I want. Somehow, somehow, giving it back. I don't know what to do with that. Uh, yeah, giving it back. Um, I'm, I'm. I just got a bunch of hand. I just got a bunch of hand puns. That's all I got. So, bring it all back to you. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the song choices were me. John Denver in it. Yeah. Take that. Sorry. It's always a great song choice. Leaving from a truck stop. <laughs> Don't know when. Now you're writing I'll your own. Okay. <laughs> it's right. It's the same. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be in the end of the year, Coda. Yeah. There you go. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> That's what you were just saying. <laughs> do, 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 do. I'm going to find out what that was. My heart goes bang, bang, boom. I'm gonna see if I can. I'm gonna see if I if I can find that. I might put on the egg credits because obviously it's a Canadian artist, so they're not gonna notice because they're all working regular jobs now anyway. Um, uh, Georgia, roll a woman. Ah, it's not. It's not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, it's not. That, that's the entirety of it. Yeah, that is mostly. That is pretty much. It's not massive in this, but obviously, 
Melly's still good. Melly's a good character. Melly's a good character. I keep wanting to call him Millie. It's really difficult not to call him Millie. Melly's, yeah. Melly's a good character. Um, Katie Holmes I mean, is not. The, yeah, yeah, the, uh, the others are a bit rubbish. Yeah, because the 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 mum is a bit of a asshole towards the, the child a couple of times, Usually. and the <laughs> nurse lady is a bit pointless because she just comes in and is is a love interest. And yeah, isn't there's no actually any other character. Oh, she's every she's every southern nurse that you'll ever meet dude she was oh, really? she was perfect she was just not, is it, oh now i'm a ma'am you don't know how many times i've been caught with it oh i'm a ma'am now am i it's <laughs> like a sign of age for the south okay yeah that's funny yeah no it's, um, it's all right because melly's carries it but the others are a bit rubbish i think the nurse is okay just not enough of her yeah, they tried to make it seem like that was a much more meaningful experience than it really was. Yeah, she, yeah. she comes in, is used as a bit of a plot point to show, oh, he wasn't, he was a, he was this at high he school. Was a stu- he was here's some exposition for you. some exposition, and then she's in at the mm-hmm. end as... Oh, and I'm sorry, I, I know it's supposed to be this like selfless act he does, but it does feel like he's just trying to buy his way out of trouble. I totally mixed up that nurse and the nurse in the jail. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah, I was referring to. No, the good. nurse who gives like him the tetanus her. shot. Yes, 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 yes. Sylvia. I don't know. That was Sylvia. Sylvia. Thank Sylvia. Yeah, there we go. It's great. It's, it's great. Oh, this guy's got no. It's, my, it's, it's an old person's name. And then, hey, didn't we kiss? I'm like, I don't know where to go with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was I was doing some other stuff, but I imagine you went the old woman's pretty good. This is right. one character. Yeah. Name. What about the pageants? How do you feel about that? I don't like not child pageants. No. no, not a fan of child. Like we don't really do pageants over here for children. Well, just well, there's some pageants over here, but, but um, for, usually for adults, adults and drag queens. Yeah, yeah. Not but, that drag queens aren't adults, but it's, it's, drag queens <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's a more specific subsection, is all we're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the idea about children's pageants, now I know it's a big, th- I mean, heck, we did Little Miss Sunshines. So we've talked about it to, to yeah. some degree already once. But it does seem to be a thing in the, even more so in the South, I think, than, than in the North. Am I, am I wrong on this one, Hermes? Not at all. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, it is. A th- yeah, I mean, and that's why I uh, referenced it when we were discussing the whole child actor actors and actresses uh, um, issue that I would take with it is putting a child into a, an adult role, you know, and um, it's, it's, that's, it's a very nuanced conversation to have. I'm not sure if this is even um, the rabbit hole we want to go down, but it is one of those of disconnect between what a child is, is finding important and what they're finding to be entertaining and enjoyable and adults taking that innocence and using it for their own gain. It's, what? it's very gross in my opinion what's weird is that if you look at something like little miss sunshine you look at the pageant moms and how they're portrayed mm-hmm. living vicariously through their children being called they're pretty like really messed up stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you don't get that with katie holmes's character no katie holmes isn't pageant mom that's not who her character is no, which, she, which brings me back to my so- question what is Katie Holmes's character in this movie? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, she's so absent as a character is what I was going to offer there is she's she's just there as an antagonist more than anything else. She just antagonizes a situation between um, between Jimmy and his daughter and then between uh, um, Melly and, you know, um, I'm blanking on the daughter's name right now. Sadie. Um, Sadie, yes, between Mel- Melly and Sadie, between Jimmy and uh, Sadie, she's just sort of there to to just 
uh, poke the bear, I guess, if you will, of, of a scene or a situation where you're just not supposed to like her throughout the entire movie for, you know, saying that she can't eat ice cream and then, you know, um, saying she like, did, oh, you yeah. know, okay as second, but not good enough kind of a deal and that kind of, you know, when like dirt it, biking, whatever it was. It did feel like Steven Soderbergh's wife saw Little Miss Sunshine and went, that ice cream line's pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to make it 10 times worse. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then it just feels like mom doesn't get comeuppance. The little girl figures out for herself she wants ice cream again. Mm-hmm. But mom doesn't get comeuppance. And if you think about how important that scene was in Little Miss Sunshine for Richard to have to kind of go on his own journey throughout it, mom doesn't get comeuppance. Mom just kind of yields and goes, Oh, you can have her for as long as you want. Just, right, you know, very, we'll be very, around. Very, very and that's the equivalent of a journey. And it's it's not really. Because no. dad showed up to one pageant. And am I wrong? That was kind of an arc of his as well. The the cliched absent father. And I'm fine with cliches. Cliches are important because they help save time and storytelling. So that wasn't the end of the world per se. But I just felt like Katie Holmes was maybe a bit of stunt casting. But they gave her nothing to do. Nope. Whether it was her saying, I won't be represented like that, and maybe some things got got changed or tweaked, because she has that sort of big hair, pageant mom kind of look, but doesn't act like it at all. Yeah. Mm. And also, the yeah. dad only turns up for the last act of the pageant. He doesn't actually see all of it from what we tell, unless that's the yeah. first bit. But He I'm just not really shows sure. up for... For the bit the movie told us is important. (laughs) Because from the minute they start with that song, we all know that song's changing, don't we? Yeah. And that's okay. It's totally okay if we get what we expect to get. That that can be good storytelling. That's fine. Because it makes you want something and then it delivers on it. That's okay. But, uh, and dad's like, you know, Sean from behind in the backlighting. He's glorified (laughs) a bit. And she can, as someone who's, we've all been on stage a fair bit. Like, I'm calling BS that she can see in the corner there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't see. You can't see. You can't see anything past the first two rows. No, 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 no. (laughs) Just a light in your eye. It's right. It feels like you're singing to a train. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she can't sing. No, she's, that's another thing. She still wins. Dude, she can't, that little girl cannot sing. I mean, not a whole. I don't imagine. I don't know the age group, but I don't imagine that it's full of Mariah Carey's at that at that age <laughs> in, a, know, in a southern ask, pageant. Ask the little Matildas I'll that tell, are doing I, that at the I'll moment. I'll tell you what. Little Miss Sunshine showed me there's a whole bunch of girls who can sing on pitch. Hmm. Now, doing a cappella was brave. And the song choice and the notes and stuff like there's not an <laughs> like easy like, song like to she sing, she but... starts too high, so she gets to the top of her range pretty quick. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> sings along, which I guess is someone should have told the other kids that's the barometer. If people yeah. sing get along people to the sing with over. you you should just, just sing a star spangled banner that would have been the, that would have been the win <laughs> it's just the idea i guess of the of the cuteness like the return to innocence i guess more than anything where she yeah. doesn't have to play the glamour and the glitz in order to win the pageant it's back home and be true to yourself kind and of an this, idea and the costume that she's in at the end is, is like this like over-the-top <laughs> frilly thing with a massive yeah. crowd and a sash as if she has absolutely gone back to the oh <laughs> and it tells us that this is good <laughs> oh it's such a weird thing like a little such at least what yeah you you did your bit you got yourself journey you're not winning the pageant but I, I do like that theme you're talking about hermes i just wish the film would have spent more time on it so the concept of family and returning home over you know roy and and um and katie holmes's family you know represents you know aging the kids up too quick we take them to the movies they shouldn't go see. We're telling them too early that ice cream makes you fat. We're letting the kids sing Umbrella. Heck, the stepbrother's even telling us it's a metaphor for a vagina. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, 
but I'm pretty thick with the, the forest, the tree sometimes, despite the fact I analyze poetry for a living. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a song, I'm, I'm totally just like, I'm not even paying attention. Um, How do you feel about Rihanna's also shut up and drive? Is that a metaphor as well? Oh, that is just, let's go and have sex. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. All right. Oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I remember we talked about it during Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. I remember people being really upset. Um, <laughs> But, you know, all these themes are kind of there. And, yeah, it is Return. It's my, why am I singing it? Because it's my dad's favorite song. Going back to the start of the movie, sometimes it's about the song, sometimes it's the story behind the song. And she loves it because her dad. And this is all great. I wish they'd spent some time to tell me it was important. Yeah. I wish they'd spent a lot more time telling us every beat that was important. I mean, can't I disagree. You, pardon me? Can't disagree. I mean, oh, I thought you said, and if you were to disagree, I'd be totally okay with it. But I was like, because it makes an interesting conversation. But yeah, there was just a lot of times where this movie said, you do the work. Yeah. And we're only talking about it now. How many other people have watched it and not really talked about it? I mean, that's what we talked. This is the kind of movie you're supposed to walk out and go, oh, it's fun. What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they robbed, a, they robbed the speedway. Oh, yeah, twist at the end. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. But so that's why I keep comparing it to Ocean's Eleven because it was the same sort of movie. But I just felt all the themes were like so massively drawn upon. But I do think Ocean's Eleven is like a masterpiece. So there we go. Um, hard to compete. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is hard to compete, especially when it's, it's, it's. I mean, it's an interesting choice for Soderbergh then to go back and go down that road again. It could be a challenge. Hey, I want to see if I can do something new. What was the last and, thing he did before this? Well, he'd done the Ocean's trilogy, but he'd also done what Aaron Brockovich. He'd done Traffic. No, I'm trying to think of what he did after Ocean's Eleven, but before this. Oh, I don't know. Because if he if he's on a, a, a losing formula, <laughs> do you think maybe he goes, oh, hang on. Well, this is a little independent let's film. Get, let's get back onto this, the... This is a $25 million budget. Like, this wasn't supposed to be the thing to... I don't think this is designed to make $200 million. I don't think it was designed to lose money, but it wasn't designed to make... But to get those people in the film, I mean, that's pretty... For an independent Star film, power. Star power is massive. That's pretty... Because like, when I looked it up last week after Hermie sent it to me and I was reading it on air, I was like, what's telling Ethan? I was like, so-and-so. Oh, and so-and-so. And, so and, so. and I was like, how does it have all it's these people in it? a lot of stars for the amount of money you got. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially Hillary Swank. But you know, they must have all worked well below their usual rate to get them all. Dwight Yoakam. Well, that's obviously My why God. Channing Tatum's there. <laughs> Channing Tatum must have taken almost no money but did the producer role. Yeah. To think he'd get it on the back end. What <laughs> a surprise. That's Didn't why he's doing Magic Mike 3. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what he did between them. He did Magic Mike, didn't he? Yeah, Soderbergh. Oh yeah, yeah. he didn't do the two, but he did number one. He's gonna do number three. That's it. Yeah, you gotta get the money back from Lucky Logan. You do, Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. <laughs> All right, let's do the usuals. Best character, favorite character, best character, whatever way you want to call it, but something to do with character. Let's start with Hermes. Favorite character. I really enjoyed Daniel Craig's character. He was surprisingly well cast, and his little chemistry lesson and too many twists in the bomb bag. It was he, he worked well with with his character. Mm-hmm. Duke and do I'm I'm conv- when we did um, knives, out. knives out. I think it was that one because we've done Girl with the Dragon Tattoo already. I yeah. went. I have to admit, this guy's not just James Bond. This guy's this guy's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Cake, another good film. I haven't seen that one, but that's the one that got him the Bond role. Anyway, Daniel Craig and with Hermes. Yeah, I like the one liners. I, not one point did I watch this movie and go Bond. At one point, I went, "Is he really Bond?" <laughs> yeah, I got over that. Like, you know yeah, I mean? during Very like quickly. during like Girl Dragon Tattoo and Knives, I was like, "I've moved past that. He's just an actor now." Yeah, 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 yeah. he's done really well. So good. We were talking earlier, Hermes, about I think it was child actors who were able to shake off a specific role. 
Oh, no, we weren't. It was still Bond because it was like Brosnan struggles. Brosnan's mm-hmm. still always Bond, it feels like, in everything he's doing. Yeah, yeah. But, but Craig, Craig isn't. He seems to know what to do well enough. Uh, Georgia? I'm going to be different to the others and say uh, Joe Bang. That's a joke. <laughs> That's a joke. I know it's the same person. I uh, know. I think he's great. He's really funny. I do like Melly, though. I'm going to go Melly. Yeah. I'm going to go Melly. I think it's a, a film with, with, with a lot of boys, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but it felt that she brought an energy that was. She was cool. She's yeah. the coolest character in the movie by yeah. far. She had a Daisy Duke about her. Don't know that. Uh, do, do you know who I mean, Hermes? From Duke's Hazard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had that fun, I, I, um, sharp element to her. Nice looking. I, I, no, I agree. I think the, the exchange with her and, uh, um, Roy, uh, was really, was really, you yeah, know. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Quint- yeah fun. Quintessential <laughs> of her. Roy as well. <laughs> the bit where, the bit where Joe's getting changed in the back, he says, don't look, and you see her eyes in the mirror. <laughs> now, said, now, now, if you reverse those genders, that joke can't work. No. But, uh, but no, but. Like but, so many others. Yeah, like so many others. But <laughs> within the confines of what that was, it's fun because when he says, don't look, he's kind of telling her, I'm yeah, getting. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm getting <laughs> naked here. There's a reason for that. All right. And at the end, they have coupled up. It feels like so. It does at the end, doesn't it? She's a great, mm-hmm. and she's a great counterpoint to him. I mean, when the age game happens, dear God, <laughs> mm. I'd be very curious to see what the gap is there. Yeah. But um, no, an honorable mention to Howie. I thought he was great. Uh, Quaid. Fish. Fish bang. Fish bang. Fish bang. Yeah. yeah. We keep calling him Howie because he was in the boys as Howie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Best yes. moment, best element. Hermes. Uh, best moment. I'm going to go with the reverse uh, bomb. Uh, uh, yeah, reversal of the bomb. Hits him <laughs> right in the chest. Very, very, I, very humorous. I bet you in the oh. cinema, that would have been a cool moment. Mm. I think I lose something sometimes because I'm typing. I'm trying to keep track of everything. And I think that was one moment where I'm not, and probably does reduce some of the tension that can happen in certain scenes because no one moves at that point he's just holding it in he yeah in quiet. the cinema when it's all dark and you're all focused yeah. that would have been pretty cool i think yeah because yeah. you expect it to explode <laughs> yeah was, don't move don't breathe i'm not i'm not yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liam. uh i'm gonna extend on what Hermes said because i do like that that part of the film um i like when he explains how it works and he's writing it on the wall mm-hmm. a he's leaving evidence behind <laughs> to explain how he did what he did. And B, you actually find out he's quite intelligent. Say my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows, he knows the chemistry, doesn't he? Yeah, he's very good at working people. You see that in prison. Mm-hmm. He sits down with those um, those black guys. Yep. And, he, and he obviously creating a diversion. He's very well thought out. Because he always comes across as quite um, immediate. Yeah, that's the kind of we have to do work I like. He sits down with those three other inmates. And he just kind of goes, there's something I want to talk to you. And then we really cut it. And we go, hey, something's going to happen later. That's the kind of, I'm okay with that stuff because that's been foreshadowed. Yeah, it's when. Because you're told with cliches in prisons that you keep to yourselves to different. Yeah, parts, certainly. Don't you? So it feels Clicks. like, he, yeah, it does feel like he's crossing over to a different group when he yes, does that. Yes, yes, Because prison movies have taught me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's more intelligent than you perceive. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, he's kind of presented as a bit of a, a bit of a maniac when you first see him. Or a bit of an oddball, but then the more you get to know him, the more you realize, yeah, he's, he's, he he's highly funny, intelligent. And he has the funny lines as well. Yeah. Which, which, which well, I think he's the best character. Georgia. 
I really like the bit where the guys in the prison are negotiating and they ask for the Game of Thrones <laughs> books. I just think it's funny. It's a nice moment. I love the fact those books still aren't published yet, Hermes. Yeah. <laughs> they still All these aren't. years later, he still is. I even checked. I'm like, I'm sure Winds of Winter still hasn't been published. Nope. nope. <laughs> and the warden's rationale for it. And the, the, the show is outpacing the books. It's yeah. the birds. It's, I, yeah, I love that. Very cool. It's funny. <laughs> And the idea of it is a television show. If you were these guys, they've never seen it, right? Because they've been in prison for a bit now. So, yeah. And uh, peak uh, Game of Thrones in 2000. What was this? 17. Uh, seven? Yeah. Wait, 17. This is just before it gets. It starts to get bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because once they do start out pacing the books, they find out those guys can't write for toffee. Um, <laughs> Stupid end. What am I going to go with? Um, hmm. I really liked the use of licensed music to sort of drive home the identity of the film. And it's that idea that West Virginia is a different place from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. The idea that family and it feels like West Virginia is just one big small town. Mm-hmm. And we see that through the individual shops. But apparently, I mean, the most forgiving bar ever, because you can throw a Molokov cocktail into someone's window and they're not going to fire you. You can go to jail for 90 days. Your job's waiting for you when you come back. I thought it was his bar is what the the idea. Is I it his was. bar? I don't know, but it seemed like it was the only one. How unlucky, can, how unlucky can these guys be? Well, exactly. Yeah. With a rundown bar that he bought with a severance package from the army. I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't yeah, know yeah. if it's necessarily a winning lottery ticket, but. It seems like doing okay business. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a different bar they go into at the end? No, it's the same one. No, same one. It seems more brighter and lighter. Oh, because life's better for them now. (laughs) It's called filmmaking. They did it. No, there there was an establishing shot outside the bar every time they went into it. Same bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tape. Um... Yeah, I guess we'll go licensed music. I mean, I really like the use of the use of John Denver to tell the emotional story between the father and the daughter. Um... Yeah, I guess... I mean, that's a subplot that could have used a bit more development at places, but I really, I really liked it. The idea of he's a good dad. I just wish they'd set up mom to be something of an opponent besides I'm moving the kid. Yeah. And then at the end, I'm not, he moves south to stay. I don't know what the deal is until he needs to move back towards the end for the relationship at the end. I don't know. Like you said, cliches, right? Cliches. It's, it's a very cliched. Yeah. Uh, it's now time for grumbles, grumbles, a singular grumble. I have three that's not a singular one uh, <laughs> uh let's start with uh start hermy see if he has one uh grumble is yeah there's a lot of plot holes and uh there's a lot of underdevelopment of characters so i think the would, would that all be chalked up to script would be my biggest grumble um <laughs> yeah it's interesting when, when, I, when, when i revealed that it was his wife who wrote it uh, she said that she wrote it under a pseudonym because she didn't want the story of the movie to be that Steven Soderbergh was making his wife's script. And it does seem like a lot of the problems in the movie come from the script. Yeah. Uh, Liam. One. There will be one. <laughs> there can only be one. Only one. <laughs> All right, Highlander, what you got? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with this one. So there's too many chances for things to go wrong with every single plot point to get where they have to go. So A, like getting the gummy bears from the stand, you know, they might have run out of gummy bears, nothing was prepared. Um, the cake in the vault, if that got taken out of the vault, they wouldn't have known with the cockroaches. Um, all these things, 
that just don't seem to add up. The coppers being on the side of the road, just at that right time, pulling somebody over as they go speeding by. All these things are all chance and could have gone completely awry and wrong, and they didn't. So, yeah. That's my grumble. Georgia. Kept it short and sweet. It did. Uh, yeah, pretty much the same as Hermes, just the plot holes in the script that just doesn't seem to quite make sense a lot of the time. Like, you suspend your disbelief to a certain extent. And I was saying, it like, you can get pretty much to the end of the heist and be like, yeah, this is cool, I get this, I'm on board with yeah. this. And then they just mess up the last 20 minutes by not giving it enough time and enough attention to do the big reveal, as it were. Like, they just, they kind of, they they flop the prestige. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice reference. Yeah, um, it's a villain problem. Yep, it's a villain problem. There's no personification for that's my number four. <laughs> <laughs> there's no personification for why he's doing this, and therefore there's no one for me to root against, and therefore I'm just rooting for a robbery to take place. And it's not like the town where it's gritty, and you're like, he needs to get out of his life of crime. It's not that. This is the good thing. I hope you steal it. And as a result, I, I need to have someone to hate against who's got something to lose by this happening or else I'm just cheering for theft. And that felt, there's going to be someone that my hero goes up against to outmaneuver, to outmastermind. And during the film, it doesn't happen. It's Katie Holmes. Yeah. With, with a vague, hey, we're not finished talking. I'm moving the kids to, because he's doing really well. He's opening a new branch. What a bastard. The villain just keeps moving, moving the, people. Yeah, it's like little flashes of, of pe- maybe it's supposed to be oppressive, but he doesn't really, he is, I guess he has the one encounter with, with Max, but Max really is more harassing his brother than anything else. Yeah. But, you know, if it was like, here's the nine different bad things that happened in my day, maybe that's what they're going for. He gets fired and then he finds his kids moving and then this guy happens, but it didn't feel overwhelming. No. And then it's just gone. And he wrote a list. Do we see him write the list? No, it's just there on the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Villain problem. Um, there we go. So let's and take a third act right. At, is this any? Yeah. <laughs> well, the Hillary Swank thing. I mean, it's I just. I just don't get it. Like, I wouldn't turn down the opportunity to have Hillary Swank in my film. And maybe that means you got to write her part to be bigger. And da 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 da. But I just don't know. You can't bring her in earlier. That's the problem. The well, way no, the script you, story. No, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, call it an end. Don't. And I don't want to make a heist movie, something like this tone shouldn't add 20 minutes to it. No. But you need to add 20 minutes to it to get her part to make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we, we go from um, Joe Bang having like five months on his sentence to he's put in solitary. Yeah. And then in the next scene, he's getting out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I bet you five months is going to be really, really hard to survive in prison. Turns out super easy, barely an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. Uh, wow, wow, wow let's wow, go wow, to. Wow, wow. Is this anybody's best role ever? Mm. Tatum's, Tatum's better in 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Um, Dwight Yoakam? He's better in a lot of stuff, to be honest. Yeah. He has been in a lot of stuff. Adam Driver. Actually, I really like Adam Driver in this, but he's been better in other things. He's understated in this. I like him as Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Hermes, do you think Driver looks like Keanu Reeves? Not at all. 
Thank you. I, 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 I'm with you. I, th- I think he does. They look exactly the same. They don't. Don't go too Not far. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Adam Driver's... <laughs> Driver's a more unconventional, good-looking guy. Uh, Keanu is very, you know, pretty proportional and and exactly. symmetrical Driver's face and square. Such a weird. He's got a weird look to him, but I'm not saying he's not good looking, but he just looks weird. I yeah. think Adam Driver's an unconventional. Like, really it's like Benedict so Cumberbatch, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Matt Smith. Wait. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like he'll age well. He'll age well into his look. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and go on to do a lot of character. Yeah, he'll be great. Character be great. stuff, yeah. Um, oh, Georgia, I hope you're ready because I never want to hurt my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? Age game, age game. Let's all play the age game. Georgia, oh, what yeah. we got? We have got Channing Tatum. <sighs> 34. 37. 36. Liam's got it. He's 37. Woo! I, see, I don't see know that. why I play this game. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the magic mic. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Driver. Mm. Ooh. 34. Yeah. Oh, 35. 32. Ian's 34. Hey. I was going to say 34, but you picked it. I get accused sometimes of waiting until the end, so I thought I'm going <laughs> to jump in early on these ones. Can we jump on the same one if we think that's the same one? Yeah, if you really want it, go ahead. I was going to pick 34. That's right. <laughs> Daniel my, Craig. My sister used to say that whenever Price is Right was on. I was going to guess that number. <laughs> sure you were. Daniel Craig. Okay, not 34. Uh, 54. You're high. 46. 48. That is Hermes. He's 49. Yeah. Well done. He's 54 currently. Is he? Yeah. Must must be what you were thinking of. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> and then I've got Riley Q. Oh, she played... Uh, Melly. Melly. I don't know how to pronounce her surname. It's an odd spelling. Can, you, can I see the name there? Uh, I'd say Riley Q. Q? Keo? Keo. 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 Not sure. 29. He was 49. 30. 33. 33 currently. She was 28. Damn. Woo. So 21 years. That's crazy. He was Bond. Yeah. The age guy should be smaller in this than any other film he's ever done. Yeah. Finally, Seth McFarlane. Oh. Sethy boy. With With all the prosthetics, it's almost impossible. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think when Family Guy launched. Hmm. He's got to be 43. 45 in the film. Yeah, I think he's deceptively old. I think he's 46. 44. Okay. Woo! Hermes did 45. I said 43. Okay, you split it. Okay. <laughs> you can have it, Liam. It's fine. Is, it, it. is that, is <laughs> no, that, is that everybody? Let's share. That's, That's fine. Everybody, yeah. All right. So I think Liam probably won more than he lost. Woo! Yeah. 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 There we go. Well done. Um, if you like this Oh, we're not doing that yet. We're doing the critics. The critics. 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. I will say this. A 7.0 on IMDb. Lower than I was expecting. So, uh, yeah, kind of a bit of a divide there. Um, What do we got? The good, the bad, and, well, not the Ebes, but the good, the bad, and we'll find out what the other one is. Uh, So we've got Kenneth Turin from Los Angeles Times says, if it verges on being a little too pleased with itself for its own good, that's an acceptable price to pay for something that makes you smile. I'm going to use that in reference to me. 
<laughs> like Kenneth Turin's, he's usually on the good list. Yeah, that was his, that was that was. To be good. fair, like ninety two. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But to be fair, ninety two percent of critics thought it was good. the films we do more often than not the guys are going to be good anyway. So there we go. Uh, then we've got Deborah Ross from the Spectator who says it's USP. It's USP. Is it's a redneck oceans or a hillbilly oceans? So in other words, <laughs> it's a riff on oceans. Soderbergh directed oceans franchise, so it's hardly a stretch for him or for us for that matter. I didn't know that I wrote for the what, what, the Spectator. <laughs> <laughs> Under a um, female pseudonym. Yeah, uh, USP means unique selling point. So oh, that's what they're for. Okay. So the, the thing that's got going for it, that's separate from everything else, it's, it, it's it, in her words, it's a redneck Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> uh, and then finally, we've got Matt Azola-Seats, who was writing for RogerEbert.com. Ebs.com. <laughs> he says, a precision-tooled entertainment made by experts, and t- sometimes more than that. Watching it is like finding money in the pocket of a coat you haven't worn in years. Yeah, so something you find, and you go, ah, oh, I'm expecting a gem. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Um, let's talk about, uh, I put out a fleece, as I'm known to do. <laughs> so many catchphrases. I'm, I'm just shy of them. So, one thing I'm trying to be like that guy from a pitch meeting. I'm like, who can have more catchphrases? I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Every time I use one, someone else tries to steal it for their own means. Um, <laughs> we've got is Logan Lucky a great film, good film, okay film, or poor film? It's very spread. Very spread. Thirty three percent say great. Thirty three percent say good. Twenty one percent say poor. Thirty percent say okay. So there's a bit of a, there's a bit of a stretch, but it wasn't. It, we don't have that many people responding, which again means I think it's another one of those films that not a lot of people have really seen. Yeah. So that's quite interesting. What do we got from the Patreon backers, there, Georgia? Ryan says this was my first time watching it and had never heard of it before. I thought on the whole it was an entertaining movie with some funny moments, which separated it from a normal type heist movie. The plot of Jimmy Logan doing all of this because his daughter was moving. <laughs> not too far away seemed weak to me the heist of a sporting venue during a big event and then doing kind of the right thing coming back for the girl at the end reminded me too much of the town except this was a southern version i did get town things from this that's really interesting it was cool to see daniel craig in a, uh, in a way totally different adam driver was adam driver i love that it had such a recognizable supporting cast from seth mcfarlane to roy from the office and to hillary swank uh i couldn't call it a great movie but it was entertaining okay then we have got Chris Peterson, who says, when I found out that Lucky Logan had the same director as Ocean's Trilogy franchise, I had fairly high expectations. Just want to point out it's Logan, it's Logan Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's good. even written Logan Lucky and I just oh, wrote uh, I had fairly high expectations as I really enjoyed the Oceans films. However, I was very disappointed. This movie tries very hard to be funny and clever, but it failed so bad. The oh. writing was poor. The dialogue seemed to be drowned out by the background music. Most of the characters could have been cut from the movie. The Doctor was a love interest for Jimmy, but only used her in one scene. The Bang Brothers could have been replaced by one person as they weren't really important to the story. Seth MacFarlane is NASCAR driver didn't really do anything either and he was just there to be the an, an annoying prick the best part was of the film was daniel craig even though his accent was a bit ropey i really wanted to like this as it had been, had a great cast and a good idea for a great movie but it ended up being boring and too long for its own good all right and one more you said yep one more we've got cheesy with a fish on a bike who says, I think Ethan mentioned this film in a previous episode, so it's been on my list for a while, but I didn't have a clue what it was about. This group of absurd yet quite mundane and simple folk won me over straight away, and this 
is probably my favourite Adam Driver performance so far. Tatum plays a great straight man and Riley Q Q is a brilliant, no-nonsense independent woman. But for me, Daniel Craig steals the show as the hilariously unhinged explosive expert and even does a different southern accent to Knives Out. I wasn't expecting a prison bake and a heist and the whole film is still full of comedy. There is still enough serious story containing tension and heart. I'd say the only bad thing about Logan Lucky is Seth MacFarlane's character who I feel has played a little too over the top. I didn't know what to expect going into this, but it was one hell of a crazy funny ride. Excellent. All right, and then all the hullabaloo trying to get Hermes out of the reasonable time frame. I forgot to bring up the fledgling fandom. Let's correct that now, shall we? Just me riding solo here, but important that people have their say. I think so. We're looking at the fledgling fandom. It's not a huge amount today, but we got to start with. Hey, it's your sister. Kirsty says, while living under my rock, I'd never heard of this film. You're not alone there, Kirst. <laughs> Which, after watching today, wasn't a terrible thing. Is this the movie or the rock? No, it was living under the rock. Although a good, not great, sorry, Daniel Craig cast. It felt like the poor man's Ocean's Eleven. Back to Christmas films for me. Yeah, it's that time of year. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought Daniel Craig was, uh, I thought he was the best of a star-studded, if underwhelming, bunch. Uh, so there we are. Our friends over at Scriptical Pod say, a classic heist film with some great performances. Daniel Craig, especially, chewing scenery. Yep, can't argue with you there. Daniel Craig, uh, like I said, he's the he's the one you're drawn to the most anyway. The one who they definitely give that shine to. He's supposed to be the zany one. Um, honorable mention to Howie from The Boys. Carlo from The Movie Loot says, haven't seen it, but it's on my radar. Love Soderbergh and Movie Chaser just quite simply says, Country Road, take me home to the place I belong. If I may continue, West Virginia mountain mama take me home to the end game country roads uh let's jump to our ratings and let's let hermes go first just in case at any point needs to bail we, we've, we've made sure <laughs> first off thank you a thousand times for, yeah, for, for, for coming on so and for recommending this and for giving us your time appreciate that no thank you guys always always thank you uh my rating is gonna be a again towards the uh fun portion uh, fun side of things doesn't necessarily take it all the way to my favorite or the best ever. So it's going to have to be a solid eight. Ooh. A solid eight from Hermes. All right. Uh, Liam, where are you going with this? Um, I thought I enjoyed this film more than I did. Um, I still find it a fun movie. I still like elements of this movie. There are a lot of plot holes. There are many things I can say wrong about it. But overall, I really had fun with watching it. So I'm going to give it seven NASCAR drivers being a prick. Okay. <laughs> Georgia. Yeah, I mean, I watched it last night and kind of, I was expecting to need to watch it in two halves because I was very tired and all these things, but it kept my attention for the entire run. So that definitely says something. I enjoyed it um, and didn't feel like I needed to turn it off and I was enjoying watching the different credits bits. One of my favourite bits about the credits was it says, and introducing Daniel Craig. So it was obviously being a bit oh, of a piss take. Right. And then at the end, when it did the no, no was harmed, this is a fict- work of fiction, it then said, and no one was robbed during the making of this film, other than you, was the last. Nice. Which is cute, li- cute little bit. So they were obviously aware of what they were doing, mm-hmm. um, which I think makes me appreciate it a little bit more. So I am going to go with... 
seven <laughs> and i'm stealing one of the patreons things because they don't get to do it seven cauliflowers out of ten <laughs> <laughs> all right michael um it's a film that i had a rating before we started talking now as we started talking it's dropped a few times over as we found other elements and why not this and could we have done this and da 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 it's still a lot of fun it's a it fun is. movie it is uh it doesn't hold up to what we said was the icebox theory or whatever it was you know you just kind of don't think too hard about it and you'll have a really really good time the problem is what we do here is we dissect things to death and that's and that's okay but it's just going you know how do things hold up what's going on it's weird my best parts of this movie aren't the two characters i'm probably supposed to care the most about which is jimmy and clyde no i just i i just don't and uh the third act gets weighed down a bit by the introduction of hillary swank i don't know how to fix it and i think like i said you need some manifestation of a personification for the, the theft itself someone for it to hurt despite this had a really good time love the scenes of the dad and the daughter and so at the end of a day i'm going to call this seven and a half scoops of gelato out of ten <laughs> nice very nice so hermes if you have to go now you're totally okay with that okay i i apologize again it's my fault for being late it's my fault for misscheduling but thank you a million times over guys i always have a I always have a blast sitting down and chatting with you guys. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that everybody seemingly enjoyed the movie, um, even if it's not cry. the best film. No, no, it was good. It was good. I pre- Again, another film I've never seen before. Now can say I've seen it and can add to that conversation. So that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's always okay, a pleasure well. to talk to you. Well, pleasure is always, always mine, guys. Thanks for having Thank me on. You. I cannot you, wait for you guys to bring a movie over to ours. I'll uh, catch you on the flippity flop, guys. <laughs> oh, nice. The flippity flip flop. <laughs> I never get to say that. <laughs> always a pleasure to have Hermes on. Always, Let's just uh, wrap this up. We'll put a bow on it. As always, we want to thank Hermes alongside all of our Patreon backers. That's Reverend Bruce, Julene, Dwayne Smith, Katie McRae, Ian Davies, Lena Oberholzer, Chris Peterson, Randall, what's your handle, Silva, the Yeetmeister, Nate the Great, Cheesy, with a fish on a bike, Andy Dixon, Holly Callan, Richard, and Ryan Kukats. And now. Would you like their score? Oh, I would like their score, yeah. So who's the voice of re- uh, the voice of the people? I think it's going to be you people at, at the 7 out of 10. So I think it's going to be you guys. Uh, so it either comes in at either 6.1 or 6.3, whether we are allowing for Ryan's sneakily written in the bottom there, 6.5. <laughs> uh, he sure. actually said 7 but like, on the poll because it doesn't give 0.5s, but he specifically stated 6.5. Well, let's give it to him. 10. So it's 6.1. We're giving them more freedom than we give ourselves. How about that? <laughs> so considerably lower than the rest of us. Wow. wow. Okay. So now it's the part where I say, uh, let's go ahead and, um, if, but before I do that, if you want to be involved in the votes and all that sort of stuff, if you want to help contribute your rating, heck, if you want to go as far as joining us, bringing a film, telling us what to review, those are all options available free and you can help support the podcast in the process through our Patreon program. That's patreon.com slash BFE. We tried to keep it simple for you. Absolutely. So with that in mind, now we're doing the next one and I'm calling this portion we had the winner of discontent a, a little while ago. Mm-hmm. I might call this section of the next few weeks the long winter's night. Because we had Malcolm X, we did. which was a long movie. Mm. We had a bit of a respite from that this week. Next week, we're going long again Ugh. because, <laughs> thanks for that, <laughs> because there's a much, I'm not going to say anticipated, but there's a much waited for sequel okay. that's dropping. And we have to, it's on the poster, so we have uh, to do it at some point. Yeah. We are going to go to Pandora 
We are doing oh. Avatar. Can I have a pause for the park moment? Oh, yes, you can pause the park. That will that will, will hopefully get me. In. We can do that. It's got to be done at some point. It's sort of always been hanging over our heads. Yeah. We will do Avatar, which I've never seen. I tried to watch it once, had a couple of drinks in the process, and was nowhere near the right mood. To, I'm like, I, haven't, I don't understand anything I've done. It's I really did not Blue Pocahontas, this right? Pardon me? Blue Pocahontas. Blue Pocahontas. Well, blue, blue dances with wolves, isn't it? Yeah. I've, so. I've, I've no blue Pocahontas. So, so we'll that's what we're doing next week. We're doing Avatar. So, available. Might, might want to do it in shifts, Liam. I don't want to give away how I feel about the film, but. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. You know, yeah. sometimes, yeah, they, 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 they can't, yeah. Hey, uh, I might be pleasantly surprised. You might be pleasantly surprised. I've never seen round. it, so I'm really curious. I enjoyed Lucky um, Logan the first time round more than I did the second time round. But then again, I'm I'm doing, like, um, in-depth dives with this. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're breaking it down. We so are breaking maybe I might enjoy this more than, with no expectation, I could, or low expectation, I might enjoy it more. Yeah. We'll go ahead with Who that. Knows. So please join us next week when we tackle the James Cameron Canadian um, kind of <laughs> they everywhere, don't they? career defining, <laughs> still the greatest grossing film in the history of Hollywood. I don't know why. Avatar. <laughs> For best film ever. I've been Liam. And I've been Georgia. And there's no Ethan this week. And it kind of reminds me sometimes of the films that we like and the films that we don't. And much like the heist Sometimes things go your way, and if you're using a vacuum, sometimes things just suck. (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you on the flippity-flop. The flippity-flip-flop. That's one of your best.